Hey, everybody, it's Steve Mathis. I'm proud to say that insulin for diabetes was invented right there in my home country of Canada. Same great country that brought us Ross, Rollerball Peterson, and, of course, Putin. It was a shocker to me to learn that, on the average, the same insulin in the United States that can be upwards of 10 times more expensive than the same product in Canada. The Prairie Insulin and Meds believes that taking care of your health shouldn't burden you financially. I think we all can agree on that. Uh, we've been able to team up with those guys to get Pulpamex customers an additional 10% off the already low Canadian prices on insulin and all other prescription medications. Check it out. Tell your family and friends. PrairieInsulin.com. Make sure you tell them Pulpamex sent you to get your discount. Thanks for listening, everybody. Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you! It's Monday, May 4th, 5 p.m. Pacific. May the 4th be with you. Thanks, everybody. Looking forward to having a good show. Adam Cincerillo will be on tonight. Ryan Villapoto and Mike Alessi will be on at the same time tonight to promote this Fight Club race that is coming up May 12th. Looking forward to talking about that. Hey, we need content, we need racing, and these some of these guys, the greats, have got together and put something together. So RV and Michael Lessie will be on tonight to talk about that. Chris Kiefer might be on as well. Got a bone to pick with him. I have a great co-host in studio. Got a lot to talk about. Believe it or not, even with no racing right now, we have a lot to talk about. And no, it's not quads. Uh, Motorsport.com, Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, X-Brand Goggles, Vertex Pistons, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Skosh, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing, WUSA, LA Honda World, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles and Works Chassis Lab are all on board with us. Sponsored deals on PulpamexShow.com for more information on codes to save. We got the Amazon uh, link on our pulpamex.com site. If you're going to buy something from Amazon, click on the widget on pulpamex.com. Go to Amazon, make your purchase. We get a small slice of that, and that's greatly appreciated. Also, we have uh, the pulpamex app. You can listen live on that. There's a bunch of uh, uh, all the archives are on that as well, so you can go back and dig in there. I did an Ezra Lusk podcast for the folks at Racer X, and uh, the original Ezra Lusk podcast that I did a couple years ago that goes through his career is on there. For example. Patreon as well, early access to podcast. Patreon.com for more information on that. We'll give you some updates, behind the scenes stuff, answer some questions on there. Uh, Patreon.com. 
And uh, also, of course, the Motorsport guys, if you want to go to Motorsport and take your business there or continue to do your business there, great prices, great selection. Uh, proud sponsors of Ryan Villapoto and ourselves uh, here at the Pulp MX Show. Click on the widget on PulpMX.com or the PulpMXShow.com. Make a purchase uh, from one of our sponsor partners on there or anything else, and uh, it helps us out as well. So the guys at Motorsport.com up there in the Pacific Northwest, uh, great service, great company, and more. Speaking of the Pacific Northwest, the Bullfrog Spas guys also hooked us up. We'll get more into that as well. Smart Top, of course, came through for us. So lots to talk about tonight and uh, lots of interesting things. Jason Thomas will join us, of course, later on. we got the X-Brand goggle tear-offs. we got the Motorsport Tweet at Tit segment. We have also the uh, Race Tech rant of the night as well. So uh, sitting across from me to talk about all of this stuff and more, he is uh, the owner of Guts Racing, which has been a longtime sponsor of us and helped out a number of teams in the pits over the years. Rockstar uh, Energy Husky, Pro Monster Pro Circuit. They were a big part of the RCH program for years. So many riders and so many teams use Guts racing and i'm stoked to have the uh, owner of guts racing in here andy greg what's up man how are you oh nothing much what's going on dude thanks for coming in yeah anytime. appreciate it man you've been a part of our program a while now guts racing has been yeah All yeah right. we've been what, on what year are we 2020 i believe so yeah okay, right started in 2010 uh, god you're seven or eight years in i bet yeah yeah i think so I mean, it, pro- it feels like march was a year in itself so maybe <laughs> maybe i get a half a year added on or yeah, something but yeah how's everything going with business for you obviously um you know covid19 has shut some stuff down uh some people i talk to are very very busy in the industry which is good how, how are things at guts yeah for us we're really busy um we live you know we're in a small community and uh, kind of rural so luckily our local sheriff didn't enforce a lot of stay-at-home orders, so yeah. that way my employees could still work and yeah. we could still fill orders. And good, yeah. I mean, we're we're cranking. It's good. It I seems appreciate like pe- it. Seems like people are building bikes or rebuilding bikes or getting that vintage thing out to rebuild. Right? Seems yeah, like that. yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's a lot of new bikes. A lot of yeah. 2020. I think right now the pit bike is is real popular in the backyards. So oh, we yeah, did a yeah. lot of 2020 CRF 110s. Oh yeah. Ton of seat foams for those oh, things. Oh cool. Awesome. So, yep. Um we'll get more into guts and the formation of it and some of the best sellers and some yep, of the yep. things down the road, but uh pulp code being used uh at uh at guts? Oh, did way more than the main event code. Awesome. I mean, pulp pulp code, I would That's say That's all I need to hear. My night is mid made. Probably 100 pulp codes a month to one main event yeah yeah, code, yeah yeah i'm not familiar with this uh, main event guy you speak of but yeah uh, you know hopefully i mean hopefully he's doing well i don't know yeah it's a little small little janky radio show but yeah 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 uh taking uh your calls over there producing the show holding things uh down the tits ledger tits what's up and getting introduced once again before the director. Does it really matter? Yes, it does. Does it, does it really? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. This is bullshit, by the way. Yes. I just want to let, let being heard. Is, who cares? We do. You know what? I'm so used for 10 years saying produce, taking your calls. Uh-huh. It just it comes in naturally. You so. can just keep doing that. It's fine. You know, there's nothing Directing the show, the more important person behind <laughs> the scenes, <laughs> the Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Your actions speak louder than your words, oh, by the way. Okay. So, yes. Right. <laughs> uh, what's, what's up? up? What's up, Marks, dog? What's going on? Uh, everything good? Everything's good. Yeah, we're on. We're live on YouTube, live on Facebook. We are live on YouTube and live on Facebook. Racer X Facebook well. page and uh, Pulp MX uh, on YouTube, of course. Thanks everybody for watching, uh, people. So um, I got a lot of opinions uh, last week. I said, "Who the hell watches this shit? Like, why don't you just listen to it?" And I got a lot of people saying, uh, "I do." Yeah. So and people yeah. of all like all ages, all types of people. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. I like so it. I guess what do I know? Yep. Nothing. Um. <laughs> nothing. And uh, Tis Legendary, we're gonna talk to talk uh, to Talon here in a little bit. But what's what happened Again, on this weekend? 
dish the dirt is what's going to yeah, happen. We're, we're yeah, gonna, we're going to get to the bottom of that. Uh, first up, Raining Yellow. What's up, buddy? What is happening? Let me get you off speakerphone real quick. Yes, please do. I'm painting. So I don't know if you saw it. I'm painting Red Bull helmets. I got one that's done. It looks beautiful. You can't paint Red Bull helmets raining yellow. You can't do that. Did I lose you? Yeah, I'm here. You can't do that. Okay, I'm back. What was that? You can't do that. Shit, you're cutting out on me. Yeah, well. He's just pretending like he can't How about this? Okay, we're good. We're good. What was that about Red Bull helmets? So you're painting Red Bull helmets in the garage, correct? Correct. Do you feel like you have the right to use the Red Bull logo in these helmets? I don't have a, I honestly I don't even have a right to live. <laughs> okay. Um, but is that like a moto faux pas? Because I know everyone's yes. going to be staring at me like a set of tips. Yeah. I, listen, if nope. you're not a Red Bull athlete, if you're not Ken Roxon or you know one of these elite Red Bull athletes, I would never wear a Red Bull helmet. Andy, would you? No, probably not. No. Hey, I got a fake Red Bull helmet. Look, check me out. Like what? Well, I understand that, but you got to remember how much I love my man James. No, you were over James. You were angry at him, and you went to somebody else for a while. You jumped to Cooper Webb or somebody. Oh, oh I was on the Cooper Webb train, but uh, I, I can't get down with Team KTM. To me, they're like the mucky mucks. But you can paint a Red Bull helmet, but you can't get down with KTM. <laughs> okay, makes sense. Well, I mean, I, I can be okay, but uh, one other thing. I ordered from Marks, Amazon. Marks, Marks, I don't feel like he can paint a Red Bull helmet. I just don't. No, you definitely can't. I sent you right. a picture. I never well, saw. It. Okay, I I can, but I shouldn't. I don't think people. I wouldn't wear one. I don't think people should wear one either. Right? I, no, it I, should I, be. Yeah. If you have a real Red Bull helmet, that thing should be up on the mantle. Mm-hmm. I well, potentially, if I. I mean, it's only a matter of time before I eat shit and hit my head. So <laughs> it will end up on the mantle. Right. Okay. Um, well, listen, Rainy Yellow, I can't support this. I understand. Quick thing. I ordered from Motorsport. I got. Uh, my side plates relatively quick nice. during this whole COVID thing. I also went on Amazon. I bought a set swing. However, I had to return it because I found out it was for fucking dudes. Please hit me with the Berluti. Yeah, come no, on, yeah. dude. Come on. Like, no, what? I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah. I am now. I'm an Amazon guy, and I promise you, I'm going to go through the link, and then and then I'm going to tell you about it. So okay. You Thank guys you. Have a good show. Thank you, Randy Yellow. Thank you. It's it's great to have him back. That was thrilling. Lockie, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, mate, I am fantastic. Having a great day. Good. Uh, it's like 10 o'clock here in Australia. It's brilliant. Um, so I'm calling about my 2018 Blue Crew 450. Yep. Um, so, like, I have some issues where it feels like it's, like, just squatting in the rear a lot. Um, I'm running, like, 105 sag. Um wondering if that might be too much not enough mm, no that's fine uh that's enough um squatting in the rear how heavy are you um 80 kilos i, I don't know what the hell that means <sighs> i mean i'm canadian but we still don't use 176 176 okay thank you um, you um no you're fine um yeah you know just stiffen up the compression a little bit both low speed and high speed you know how to do that, right? Yeah, okay. On the shock, yeah, yeah. that up, and you'll, you'll, it'll ride higher. Uh, don't go any more sag. That's the, that's probably the limit. You can try less sag. Try like 102. Yeah, okay. And, and, cool. and, 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 help it, and help it stand up a little bit, yeah. All right, cool. Excellent. Okay. All right, buddy. 
Sounds good. Uh, thanks, but yeah, you should be. Chef. You're in the white range of the spring of the of the of the spring, so that you're fine there. Of the of the so. standard spring, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, Lockie. All right, cool. Thanks, all right. guys. All right. Um, hey, so lots to get lots to get to tonight. Uh, Andy from Guts, we're gonna give away some t-shirts from Guts Racing. Yeah, that'll let's be do sweet. It. That'll be fantastic. We're gonna do that. Uh, Firepower, Maxima, all on the all on board tonight. If uh, if we get a good call or if we want a contest, Art of Sport as well. Uh, looking forward to our guests tonight. Adam Cincirillo, Ryan Villapoto, Michael Lessi, all on. What do you think, Andy, of this Fight Club thing? What's your initial impression next week? Um, I think that uh, it's going to be a good event. I really think that if you could be there live, that would be awesome. But yep. obviously, with all this going on, it's going to be um, – you got some serious hitters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then I feel like Sipes – Oh, I'm gonna pull for him. He's got a he's a guts rider, but I mean, look at how versatile he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you throw in Travis. I feel he's he's pretty versatile. So I kind of think RV and and 800 are gonna be they're gonna be struggling. I think those yeah. I think those guys got it for him. Wow, Sipes seems to step up in this kind of weirdo stuff, right? He does. He like yeah. bring somehow he can shift a gear when right. when other guys can't. Right, right. Now uh, I've talked to Stanton about this, and I talked to Ryan about this. Uh, and like literally, they're 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 not telling me where it is. Like they don't want anybody to show up for obvious reasons. They, if they have too big of a crowd, they'll have an issue. So it's pay per view only on Fight TV. Fight TV, was that it? The app? Is anybody? I got it right in front of me here, actually. Moto Fight Club, but the the app the app is uh. At any time, someone can step up, please. Fight TV, F I T E dot TV. So that's where you go uh, to 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 read about this um, or to watch it. So they want everybody to buy the views and and do all that. Um, they don't want anybody to show up, and I've been trying to get it out of them, and they won't tell me. So they're being good about that. Well, I think it'll be a success. I mean, think about all the people sitting at home right now that wish they could watch some real racing. Yeah, and I mean, it's as close as you're going to get to a real yeah. race right now. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing I wonder though is uh, Glover's pretty old. Brock Glover's pretty old. Jeff Stanton and Bradshaw, uh, you know, they don't do a ton of riding, supercross ish stuff. So they got to make the track easy enough for those guys, which is cool. I get it. And but they gotta make it tough enough for RV and and Michael Lessie, who just raced, you know, this year. So well, they should yeah. they should fig- figure out what kind of bike could be the equalizers. You know, put the older guys on more modern bikes, maybe yeah. the younger guys on a little older bikes. Yeah, I don't know. No, we'll we'll ask uh, Mike and Aless- Mike uh, Alessi and Ryan Poto here coming up shortly. Uh, what kind of bikes they're gonna run? I believe Sipes said a two fifty two stroke for him. So I don't know if they're, if they're gonna yeah. do that. Good thing for RV that Yamaha uses uh, or Yamaha makes everything. He could yeah. ride, he could ride a YFC quad. Which would be great. Which we could finally get our, our answer to the question. Yes, we could. We could finally get our <laughs> final answer for that. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to talking to those guys about fight fight dot tv. Uh, go there online. You can go on their uh, browse. That's through the browser. But if you want to go to an app, it's fight fight club app uh, for more information. Moto fight club event page. Um, yeah, so it's it's live next Tuesday. Monday night's going to be a roundtable, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, with all the guys getting together. That's free. Uh, the roundtable is free on the Fight Club app and on Fight Club TV uh, website, but then for the next day, there's a pay-per-view to watch the actual race. So uh, Tedesco and uh, Wyndham and Weimer, Sipes, Glover, Bradshaw, Stanton, Pastrana, and Alessi and Villapoto, of course, are all going to be there. So uh, that should be fun to uh, to watch and promote. Uh, I went out with RV in California to a mountain bike, and he just yelled at me for not promoting this the whole time. So I don't know. I don't know what, I'm, what else I'm supposed to do. So is Weimer going to be on Blue Crew out there, or is he yeah. going to ride his two-stroke? No, Weimer will be on Blue Crew. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, looking forward to, to to seeing that and everything else. Uh, Marks, what do you think of this thing? Is this going to be cool? I think so. Why not? Will you watch it? 
Absolutely. Will you pay for it? Yes. Tits, will you pay for it? Yes. Are you just saying that? or do He's going to ask for a bonus yeah, tonight. I, yeah. I'm going to get Marx's login info and I'll, Dude, maybe I'll split it with him or we something. We need content, though. I mean, <laughs> the fans, we need, I want to watch something. No, I, I think it sounds cool. Right. Yep. NASCAR starting up in mid May. Not that I'm a NASCAR guy, but we need to watch sports here. Something. With something. Anything. We're right. getting desperate here. Right, right. Speaking of watching something, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Talon Lone Wolf. What's up, bud? How are you? Hey, what's up? Pull the microphone it's, closer. It's uh, weird being on this end. Yeah, well, that's where the heavy hitters sit. sit. Oh, look, the changing the gut shirt already. <laughs> yeah. That's, I know what's up. It's good advertising. He said he was trying to promote the, the new merch. Yeah, no. Listen, Talon, you went out with tits out to Western Raceway, which is, you know, my, my house, mm. my home. You went out this past weekend. By the way, Jason, the promoter, is killing it. There's just that many people out there. Like he's, there was there was a long line to get in. Yeah. March Banks was out there. Yeah, yeah. I, that's the second week in a row. March Banks was out there. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing because I think Arizona tracks or California tracks are back open. So yeah, he must yeah. like. Western. I went to Glen Helen on Thursday, so yeah. I went to the hills of Helen. Uh, you saw tits upside down. Yeah, so me, Cooksey, and Tits were doing a couple laps, and I come around a corner, and you know, there's like the inside roller into the double double section, kind of in the middle of the track inside roller just go with it there's a roller on the inside the outside is flat no oh they yeah the double double yeah the and then there's a turns. double double section yeah well i come around the corner and i just see tits's bike like oh, i flipping. thought he i thought he went on that the double double before the tabletop in the center of the track i thought he crashed on that it was on the bigger of the double doubles the because there's two of them yeah you crashed yeah, it was on the no the first set is bigger the first set it was that one like how he and then the second it's one the bigger it's double. the okay. biggest it's bigger jump on the double. entire this, track this, this is isn't good it, is. for, it was about 20 this feet. isn't good radio right now but you you guys are talking about two totally different sections right now just go no, with we're the talking double about double. the same one it's the first double double section there's no inside roller there there is now unless there's something new okay all right i think before there was just one big roller all the way across there was nothing there it was a flat turn Anyway, the first one is a little bigger than the second one for sure. And he you comes can't see up the short. And you can't see the landing for the first one. Yeah, he comes up short, like loops out almost, comes up short, and then front flips because he <laughs> lands on his back wheel, like cases it with his back wheel, and then like front flips <laughs> off the bike. And I come over the jump, and his bike is sitting perfectly on the bars and seat, just upside down, just upside down, perfectly, just standing up but upside down. And I'm he's like sure running, scrambling. The, you know, the drain plug in is all just mid moto. Wanted to check and make sure it's all good. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. Cooksey so got you, a good eye of it, too. So you just aired it out because you, you were coming I, up short. I came in a gear high, so when I went to gas it and it wasn't going, the, the 05 didn't quite have enough power. Oh, to, it's the bike's fault. Yeah, it's oh, the bike's yeah, fault. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So then I came up short, but because I was two nose high, when I cased it, then I just got full on bucked over the bars. Then the bike did a tumble and. <laughs> So did I, and took a took a dinger to the head, and I didn't realize that it even happened. I was cleaning my helmet today and had a nice little knock on the back of the, the formula a, that, helmet. That's a formula. That's how good it was. Yeah. I didn't even know it until later. I don't. I would. I would have paid a lot of money to see this. And then he was wearing a GoPro all day, but he turns it off right took, before the he batteries crashes. don't last that long on these things. So anyway. So. So he we tested out his fly handlebars. Were you, too. Were you jumping that all day? Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't like it was the first time. Right, I just right. I forgot to downshift like a dummy, and me and Cooksey were all over it. And, and that was. Were it. you worried for his safety? <laughs> were you worried for his safety? <laughs> well, he was up like scrambling around pretty quick, so I knew oh, he was okay. okay yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Cooksey stopped on the lip and shut everyone down. So he oh could get really? Right over. Oh, Cooksey's yeah. safety patrol. It's a the big whole community. track. Yeah. Just shut, down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shut it down. Yeah. Tits upside down. Yeah. What year is your bike? It's a sixteen, but I've been riding a seventeen Honda. Okay, I thought your Yamaha was older than that. No, it's a 16. Okay, so you got a 16. 
Marx has an 06, and, and Tits has an 05. 05, yeah, yeah. What the hell's going on? <laughs> These guys. Yeah, I don't uh, know. T- so, you're all right, though, Tits. I am okay, yeah. Uh, had a little crash later in the day, completely unrelated, obviously. Oh, my God. And elbow was a little sore on that one, but I'm, I'm, I'm up and running. Okay. All good. Uh, it seems like, and we were talking about that, Andy, before we went uh, on the show live, like, and I was at Glen, Glen Allen wasn't that busy, but Western seems like it's been killing it. Yeah, but, they were busy. Yeah. And the track was rough. It was nice. I liked it better rough than when we go when it's all perfectly no. smooth. No. I'm not going out nope. there. Mm-mm. Does Glen Helen have a limit, though, on how many they let in? Yeah, but there was nobody at the gate. There okay. was no line or anything. Yeah, they were supposed to have 75, but I don't think they were too worried about that. Up north, it's 50 right now. Oh, really? Yeah, and you pre-enter yeah. like, you know, yeah, during yeah. a week or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, Glen Helen opened at 8. We rolled up at 9, and I was thinking we're going to be waiting in line, and there was nobody in line, and we just drove right in. And it seemed like there was more than 75 people there, although if there's any authorities listening to this, I don't really know. No. But, um, yeah, so you can tell Jason there at, uh, at Western, he's a great guy. I'm not coming out when it's busy and rough. I think the track's actually better. The lines develop mm. nice because when it's just nope. us four. <laughs> nope. When it's just us four, <laughs> nope. it just, it's a highway. <laughs> That's it's what's fun. fun. That's Tits, what's did, you fun. Ride the, did you ride the vet track at all? Uh, is that the one on like the east side, the the intermediate one? Yeah. Yes, I did. That one's fun. They I were like guys, big, guys, sandy berms. big, big berms. You guys and, just talk about two like different that. tracks. The vet track is in the. It's on the left side of the. If you're looking at the tracks, it's on the left no, side. No, that's of the, the intermediate track. The vet track's on oh, the far right. I thought that was a quad track. Oh, I no, thought that was. No, I thought that was a kids track. Yeah. The anyway, track. there's a track on the left. Kids track on the far right. No, the one on the right hand side. That's that's for. Okay, you can I call thought it, it was a quad. I call track. it beginners. Yeah, quads. Yeah. The the one on the far right is very hard packed and very easy. Yes. Yeah, the one yeah. on the left though is maybe my favorite track. It's, it's a lot. It of was fun. fun. Yeah, big yep. sandy berms. Right. Me and my friends were just it's, having fun, like running each other wide. And it's it's softer dirt. It's funner mm-hmm. to, to get up. Mm-hmm. More fun to get out there. Yeah, sometimes. it was good. I like that track. But I don't know about well, you, Andy. But good. how much do you ride? Uh, day in the dirt. Thanksgiving. That's it. Yeah. I'm not going out when it's rough and dusty and rocky. Like I'm not. So just. Tell everybody to chill down out there, and I'll be out there when it's prepped and watered and smooth. Right, Marks? Is that when we're going to hit it? Yeah, I'm in on that. Yeah. Sure. Well, I need, I'm more I need of a prima donna, like private tracks. Are you? Uh, yeah, if, yeah. if I'm going to ride, I just go to a private track. Yeah. Like, I have no reason to go to Hangtown on a Saturday, get all geared up, and then have some kid that's all juiced up and ready to, to rip some laps, push me over a berm, and then, then I have to wick it up and show well, them that I'm 40 and I can still beat him. See, that's the good thing is that Jason lets me come out there by myself on a Friday or a Thursday when it's all watered and prepped. He's been, these guys have been out there with, with me. So that's, I'll, I'm, all, I'm, a, I'm in for that. So, yeah. You know, but I'm not going out there with all those people. I think it's fun, but mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I like it rough. We went through what you think is fun last week. Should I go through my Facebook comments? Because there's a lot of people bagging just, on you. I mean, go ahead. I don't, I don't really care. Look, you can enjoy what you want to enjoy. I'm down with it. You're on a motorcycle. That's cool. But your stuff sucks. And that's not fun. Agree to disagree. Okay. All right. He took me trail riding last week. It's just like. Now, what, what are the single track down here? What, what's it like down here? How much rock versus sand? Or uh, If it's not rock, it is sand. Okay. It's one or the other. So I would rather. <laughs> I'll do single track, but I don't like the rock. Uh, the sand stuff's fine. I like, you know, weaving in uh, little trees and things. Uh, but no rocks yeah it, down here it's all sand or rock well i'm it's just glad you're alive tits it sounded like a pretty good crash so yes I'm it was uh alive. it was a pretty good one and i definitely would like to get in on these private ride days because i do not share uh town's uh 
thoughts on well, it being rough. But you're so. in the concrete business and you guys are essential business. After having gone through what I've gone through, yeah. I'm willing to take a day off oh, just okay. so I can right. participate in All that. Right. Well, you, I've got a few uh, constructive criticisms for Jason if he'll ever uh, let me let me chat with him. Imagine that, Mark. Yep. Uh, well, anybody that get doesn't a, sound like I know my yeah, stuff. Yeah. Does anybody get a lot of time on March Banks? Because I need to know. What were you, a 119? Uh, I think he was like a 118, just a little bit, a little bit faster. <laughs> just, he would just be a tad quicker. Just not maybe, much, but maybe, yeah. maybe. It would so. be curious to see his time compared to like A-Ray because it was insane, some of the stuff that he was doing. Well, like the track, just, the tra- just he add, Jason added obstacles to it. so Just like, some of the jumps yeah. and, and junk like that was, was pretty gnarly. Those two double-doubles and then there's a single. Was he going 2-3 there? By the, uh, right by the cars, right so by there's where the, you park. So there's the one right where you park. You have the roller that goes yeah. in, then the two doubles. He was actually from the single, the roller over the first one, and yeah. then hitting it like a supercross thing, and then doubling out. Yeah, yeah, I could, and it was I could see that. pretty impressive. And yeah. then that section where tits crashed, he was hitting that roller and jumping into the face of the first double. Was he really? Yeah, and yeah. kind of like supercross. Yeah. So he'd jump into the face and then yeah. bounce over the double and so then double A-Ray, out. So A Ray was eyeing that up when we were out there for the for the challenge that maybe he could double over that thing mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know bro that's pretty you know what i'm talking about right i'm like oh, i don't think you can, oh, do you can yeah but a ray march breaks we can. were telling him to try a yeah. ray i mean go ahead <laughs> go yeah ahead and try <laughs> he's not scared yeah yeah uh let's see if jason thomas can get on get on early thanks talon for that uh information i'm glad you're i'm glad you're well so yeah thanks for having me on yeah and uh tits is alive everybody despite somehow his bike ending up completely upside down on maybe one maybe a five foot uh a double out there uh andy greg from gutsracing.com uh on board with us tonight um also too hey uh, uh shortly i want to thank the uh, guys at bullfrog because andy the spa is here it is hooked up thanks to Vaj or my buddy Vaj for hooking it up and uh i got it it's yeah. taken the deal was done last june Whew. yes and it's taken a while, but Dan and everybody at Bullfrog Spas, we have it. It's a four-person uh, uh, hot tub. It's got all these jets in it. It's got like a lay-down thing in it. It's got uh, – it's fantastic. I love it. So thanks to those guys. And the best part is I got a smart top cover. And those are smart, Andy. They're really smart. Yeah, I saw it in action. We had to go check it out. Right. Um, so thanks to Smart Top. Thanks to Mike Genova. I got some stairs also from the guys at Smart Top and, uh, and Bullfrog Spas. So I can't believe it actually happened, Marks. I can't believe it. It actually went down. I can't either, to be honest. I mean, with good you. God, we've been talking about it's this hot tub. It's been so long. For it's been un- un- a, incredible. A year and a half? Yeah. We've been talking about this hot tub. I'm glad um, it's over, to be honest. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, what's the next thing you need for your house that we can start talking oh, about? Oh, please no, Andy. <laughs> yeah. Please no. Listen, I paid for this thing. I got a good deal, but I didn't get it for free. So I don't want people to think that I'm just bitching to get free stuff. I, I wrote. I, you wouldn't I, do that. <laughs> I would do that. Yes, actually, you would too. do that. But this one, I didn't All do right, that. Fair enough. But uh, but I actually got it. Yeah, I hooked it up. So thanks to those guys. Thanks to Bullfrog. I'll put some uh, uh, photos on social media and everything else. And sm- thanks to Smart Top for coming on board. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. JT, the spa is here. No, oh, read your note. He's he, on hold. Oh, sorry, needs he needs a couple to, minutes. Oh, okay, yep, wait. Sorry. Okay, hold on. All right, hold on. Hold on. Uh, all right, he, we'll get back to him. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited to try it. and I've, I've used it. It's great. It's fantastic. You have one. You have an in-ground one? Yeah, I have an in-ground one. Right. You like spa. it? I love my spa. So far, it's been early. I've only been in it twice, but the reviews are positive. So. Yeah, because, I mean, after a long day of riding or just even being at the shop, come home, doesn't matter if it's snowing, doesn't matter if it's raining, doesn't matter if it's 100 degrees out, I'm yeah. getting in the spa. 
feels good, dude. It's it's uh, it's fantastic. So uh, and I and I've struck a deal with Talon to maintain it for eighteen dollars a visit. So yeah, I, really I saw I yeah. saw it took him about action. eighteen seconds right. to do it. Yeah, so you tell so me, I'm gets, getting ripped off. He gets a dollar a right. second. It's so, pretty pretty good. Yeah, so I'm getting ripped off. Screw that guy. So, uh, anyways, uh, Race Tech rant coming up as well as the X-Brand Goggle tear-offs. Uh, we got those for JT and uh, and much more coming up here. Let's see if he's ready yet. JT, you there? Still not? Why don't you just get him to text? Why, why are we doing this? I got to keep going to him? I don't. No, I said you need a couple minutes. You, I, you... I gave him two. It's been two. Mm. You wait until I tell you it's good. Okay. Okay. Can we just do that on the first time? Yep. Okay, thank you. I love thank it. you. This that's is, that's all I need. Going great so far. Uh, I got an email to read for JT as well. Um, and uh, again, uh, thanks to Firepower for hooking our buddy up Talon with uh, a battery and chain for his uh, Blue Crew. Thanks to the folks at FirepowerParts.com. Uh, great guys. On, and uh, definitely, uh, you will notice the lightweight of the battery, Talon, and you will notice that chain works fantastic. Uh, I've really uh, I've got one on my Blue Crew as well. So thanks to FirepowerParts.com uh, for more information. Uh, please check them out on the web. Um, uh, all right. Hey, so when the when the series went on pause for you, uh, for guts racing, how were your guys doing? What was the what was the feedback you were getting from your race teams? Uh, I'd say this year, you know, it's uh, like each team has different corks, you know, yeah. like different expectations. Yep. Um, we could start with the Moto Concepts Smart Smart Top team. Uh, for me, just seeing Mookie there every week, yeah. putting in laps, you yep. know. F- you know, it's good. Like that's good for us. You know, it's good for all the sponsors on the bike yeah. to have him there. Cause last year he was, he was there and he's good and he's fast, but yep. then, but then he wasn't, you yep. know, he got hurt. Yep. So, um, you know, that's good for our team. Same with Hill. Hill's been there every, like, it was good, dude. I mean, I don't think he really likes me cause I think I've been hard on him, but he was really good this year. I was impressed. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. for us, I mean, like I said, each team has different expectations. Like obviously Husky, we have high expectations there, yeah. and it's not going the way we want for Jason or or um, Zach. Yep. But I feel like Dean, you know, he's he's actually building as the as the rounds were going, and was getting to be more positive, you know, on the up on the board for qualifying various rounds, things like that. And then when we got to the East Coast, it was going to be pretty good, I think, you know, for yep. the lights team. So yep, for that program. Um, do you notice for guts? Like okay, so Dean's Dean's got this great social following, right? And he's really good. At, he's maybe winning social media game right now as a rider. Um, do you notice for guts, uh, uh, it's better to have a guy like that versus the results? Do you have you almost have some athletes like that? Um, yeah, I I mean that's kind of my personality. I, pr- I lean towards the guys that are more personable. Yep. You know, some of the other guys you know that aren't as personable. It's it's hard for me because. Like I was saying before we went on the show, I used to, you know, I used to race and try to, you know, really take this serious. And mm-hmm. over the last couple of years of having my two kids, I've become more of a fan of the sport. Like yeah. everybody that's listening, I'm just like you guys. Like yeah. I don't try to get in all the drama and the behind the scenes and all that. I go to the races and I like to be a fan. And as a fan, I'm drawn to the Dean Wilsons, yeah. you know, yeah. and the guys that are a little more like yeah. Jason. I feel like Jason has a, Anderson. he's really Jason good Anderson. at, yep. Yep. at, it's showing us his life. Right. It's not just here's me doing motos. Yep. Here's me doing motos. Yep. Here's me training. Here's me. You know, it's yeah, yeah. like he has a personality and he 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 looks like a guy that'd be fun to hang out with, right? Yeah. You know. Yep. So that's I gravitate to those kind of guys for sure. I think uh, all companies are trying to balance results because results do matter and they do count, but they also want someone to do much more than just results. You know, and line up and, and do that. Uh, so fly racing. 
flyracing.com. Jason Thomas, hey, buddy, that's my bad for the time. I gave you the wrong time. It's all right. I just was scrambling, but I, we're good. I didn't know. I, I didn't do the math right or whatever, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> Fine. Hey, welcome to the show, JT. Andy from Gutsy. And, and, and as he was just talking about, like, for you guys at Fly Racing, um, it's important to have both. You want results. Obviously, you want the guy on the podium. You have Blake Baggett, a guy who doesn't do a lot of social and probably doesn't have a ton of fans. Uh, but he's super fast on a bike. I mean, he's beating Eli Tomac straight up. And then you have other riders, uh, the Seven Deuce Deuce for years, or or whoever uh, um, your guys now, that you know have a social presence and have they mean more than just results, right? It's it's a balance you're trying to find. Well, yeah, it's interesting, and and I think it's been a dynamic that's kind of evolved. Um, and and I would say it really started with Jeremy McGrath. Uh, and, you know, no one even had heard of social media back when McGrath kind of took the stage. But I think he really turned it into being a showman. And he was able to encapsulate both, right? He was able to put on a show and engage the fans that were there, but also go out and just dominate. And that turned into kind of what Travis Pastrana was able to do. And then now with the invention of social media, it's taken on a life of its own where sometimes you don't even need the results. And, you know, you you mentioned seven deuce deuce there. And of course he's trying to get results. It's not like he's not attempting to, but I think many of his fans sometimes don't even care. You know, it's, it's his personality and the things he does on social that they are a fan of much more than his ability to go out and and get a good result on Saturday night. So Yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot to both sides of those. And that's a new that's a completely new um, just situation than we had maybe 20 years ago. You know, it's only been around for a few yeah. years. Yeah, for sure. Fly Racing, flyracing.com, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Andy Gregg or Jason Thomas, give us a call. The phone lines are open. Um, all right, JT, so I don't want to beat it to death. Uh, the Supercross plan, May 31st, we've talked about it. It changed from the May 14th to May 31st. It's sort of stayed in Arizona, but I heard today – that maybe Houston could be a backup plan? Is that the – that's all I have new, JT, unless you have something else. No, and, and that kind of caught me by surprise. Um, I was doing an Instagram Live with RJ Hampshire last week, and he mentioned it in the Instagram Live that uh, he was told that there, there's a backup plan for Houston, and he even heard that Vegas was in that mix as well as maybe a third option. Um, just – Kind of digging a little bit further, I heard that some of the teams wanted a backup plan in case Arizona fell through. So Feld went out and did that homework and found Houston, and I I got that kind of confirmed, but the Vegas one, I only really heard that from RJ, so I don't know if that was legit or not. But Houston sounds like if something happened with Arizona, maybe they had some huge flare-up of COVID-19, that they could pivot towards Houston pretty quickly and pretty easily. Well, NASCAR is starting up on May 17th. And I kind of think that that's the test case, but I feel like Feld can't tell the guys May 18th, hey, we're good to go. Like, this thing is approaching D-Day, JT. Yeah, it is. I do like the fact that NASCAR is doing it uh, for multiple reasons. You know, it gives us a little bit of a roadmap for how this needs to go. It also takes a little bit of the heat off of us as far as being the the rebels that are going to just go out and do this. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's also a two-week window where whatever challenges they ran into, testing or fans or, you know, obviously they were planning on not going with fans, but whatever complications that could arise, 
they're going to run into them two weeks before we would. Um, so that gives us time to adjust our program and maybe have it go a little bit smoother than they will. So, yeah, yeah. I'm all for it. Even though it's waiting two more weeks, I think in the end it's the best thing for everybody. Well, yeah, but you think you think so NASCAR goes off May 17th. That must be a Sunday, right? NASCAR goes on Sundays? Yep. Um, yep. So you think May 18th they can release this to the public and also to the teams and say it's officially on book your tickets? I don't know. Well, you mean book airline tickets? Yeah, yeah, book airline ticket. Like, uh, I think I think Phil, we will do. We will have an announcement before then. That's yes. my guess. Okay, right. Um, I think this week is pretty pivotal because, yeah, like you said, between travel and uh, all the logistics for semi trucks on Feldman too, right? You have to remember they have a, a very yeah. large yeah. undertaking that they have to to go through as well. Uh, I have a feeling that this week would be kind of the go no go, but then again, we've heard that before. Um, Dude, but yeah, yeah I, for, I think yeah. just time time wise, they're going to have to make a hard decision and hope for the best. Yeah, I, I mean, we got to find out soon. I know Adam Cincerillo's on tonight. He's in California testing, so they're testing. They're yep. ramping it up. Um, but they, yeah, they JT Feld has to hire everybody back. Hey, truck drivers. Hey, uh, Dig Dugs. We need you back. Like. All of this takes so much time that we really got to know this week. I don't, maybe not, maybe not, but I, God, it seems like it. Yeah, and you would assume that there there have been many preliminary conversations with their furloughed employees. Like, hey, you know, this is the plan. If if it's a go, be ready to go back to work. Um, the questions I have with that is a lot of those times when when workers are on furlough like that they're legally not allowed to communicate with their former employer. You know, if if they're getting unemployment, they're not allowed to have or be making plans or having conference calls about how this is going to go. So I would assume Feld's going to have to make a decision on their end of when do we crank this machine back up, and that's going to have to be pretty quickly as well. So to me, that would be the first sign is when you hear, like, Feld brought people back in. That's a pretty clear signal to me that they're planning on going racing. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, I think uh I think they have the time though because it's not it's a different kind of because that no one else is working, it's a different kind of time if that makes sense. Like if you were trying to find people in the middle of everybody else working, mm-hmm. I think it'd be harder to do. Yeah. But I mean everybody is kind of already even though you don't know the answer, you're still sitting on the edge of your couch like okay, when's yeah, it going to like you're you're ready like, for go time. You're ready. Yeah. Like I mean it's that's part of kind of what happened here like hey okay we're gonna shut down the economy we're gonna shut everything down but we're gonna be back yeah so you're kind of like ready i mean i'm sure that some of these guys are kind of like okay it's any day they're gonna be calling me any day i'm gonna get the email saying yeah we start back on this day and i think that goes for a lot of other employees and other in other industries too so uh i think that i think the challenge there would be is i would bet you that some of these people went out and got a different job you know some of the sure yeah I, I would assure. I would assume that the infrastructure people that are, you know, corporate felled. I would bet they're they're kind of waiting this out, knowing they're going to have a return. But some of the more temporary workers, uh, guys that are maybe less critical to, um, you know, actually running the show, I could see them absolutely going. You know, truck drivers, all that kind of stuff. They could go find work somewhere else. So they've got to make sure that when they do turn the key over, that the machine starts up pretty quickly. Yeah, it'll be. Interesting to uh, to see JT. You were forty percent sure we were going racing last week. Where are you at now? No, yeah, no, and I, I mentioned no new news. No new news. So no, 40, no. Yeah. Um, 
I kind of was talking about this in my podcast yesterday, just our conversation on your show and, and where we all sat between yourself, myself, and Weege. Um, I think I'm up higher. I, I still think I'm below 50, though. I, yeah. I put myself at around 49. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I, I still think it's going to be really difficult to make happen. But I, I'm closer. I think they're so determined to do this. Um, but, yeah, I'll say yeah. I'm, I'm up from where I was, but I'm secretly still holding out hope for a September-October series with fans there. Yeah, I mean, look, there won't be any fans at NASCAR. There won't be any fans uh... – you know, at these supercrosses, so just get used to that. And I imagine mandatory testing, temperature checks when you go in, that kind of stuff. Face masks for mechanics, all that kind of stuff. That'll be the that'll be that'll be the new normal when you when you yeah, start racing. It, yeah. Absolutely, and it, it sounds like this is going to be just from learning what the NFL is going through. It's going to be very state driven. Um, you know, the NFL is already preparing for some games; they will have fans. Some games will have more fans than others, and some some games may have no fans at all, depending on which state you're in. Yeah. So that's going to be a, a very strange dynamic. And if for some reason the Supercross series got pushed back, and definitely going into Lucas Oil Pro Motocross, that could be the very much the same thing. The states could be telling the series, yes, you can have fans, or no, you can't, and this is how many you can have. Uh, it may not be a uniform number throughout mm-hmm. the whole series. Uh, tits and uh, Marks. Here in Nevada, wasn't our stay-at-home thing until May 1st? Cookie and I were talking about this. Did the governor say anything? Do you guys hear anything about, like, hey, we're we're down for another 30? Yeah, at this point in time, to the best of my knowledge, he didn't actually put a new end date on it. It's based upon... Oh, I thought their, it ended May. Th- well, th- it was originally supposed to end at the end of April. Yes, right? yes. So okay. this was supposed to open up, but it didn't do... I guess it wasn't as effective as it was uh, okay. thought it could have been. Yep. So now it has to be like in not growing stage for a couple weeks, and then there's okay. a bunch of stages, and you know. Because I was just thinking there. about this Vegas plan. If Vegas came into effect, like right, where are we at in the state of Nevada? Because I, I remember the last thing I heard was, "Hey, beginning of May, we'll announce what we're doing at, in May." At this point yeah. in time, it's still growing, but it's very incremental. You know, it's it's not ramping right. up the way they had originally thought, but it's not right. in the declining stages. Ramping yet up either. like you at Western up that yes. space. Yeah, 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 oh yeah, full speed. Tits ate crap on JT. Yeah, he did. He's he's okay though. So yeah. Were you were you draining brain fluid out your nose like Steve was? No, I was not. Fortunately, actually, I. Got a, took a hit to the back of the head when I crashed. Didn't even realize it. It wasn't until I was cleaning my helmet later that I realized that it got uh, my formula is no longer new. Uh, so, anyway. Did its job. The did formula its did its job. Didn't yeah. even know about it. Yep. So, um, all right. Uh, JT, we got a call for you from Cannon. Uh, he's on one. Let's go to Cannon. Cannon, what's going on? What's your question for Jason Thomas? Yo, what's up? What's up, man? Can you what's hear up? me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, JT, we, I just got my wife a new uh, fly helmet uh, off of uh, a certain uh, merchandise or whatever, the online retailer, retailer? of Rocky yep. Mountain. And uh, is the deal still going on where you get a free pair of goggles with that, or is that kind of over? Yeah, so technically that was an April program. Um, I'm still uh, okay. honoring those those purchases from April. Uh, we will be doing okay. it again. 
uh, it was super successful. We really had good feedback from it. So unfortunately, yeah, yeah it ended in April, but we will be doing it again sometime soon. Uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but yeah. yeah Sorry, Cannon. News. You had a month to do it, Cannon. So you know, you really can't get back to it. Yeah, just just slacking things off. We'll just use uh, Jason Anderson's goggles that he threw uh, at Glendale. There you go. There you hey, go. Well, Ken, Cannon, do you want uh, do you want an Andy uh, Andy from Guts here is giving away a T-shirt from Guts Racing. You want a T-shirt from Guts Racing? Let's do it. All right, Let's stay on. I'd love one. Stay on hold. We'll get your information. All right, Cannon. Thanks, man. Appreciate right, it. No problem. Uh, all right, Cannon wins at GutsRacing.com T-shirt. JT, I'm gonna read you an email. You too, Andy. All right, you ready, JT? Yep. Let's do it. This is from uh, Eric, Steve. I am so over watching these journeyman supercross riders just happy to be racing supercross and getting P6 to 15th week after week. <laughs> they are just happy posting whips and music videos of them riding. DW15, JGR riders, besides Tomac, Marvin, Roxon, Webb, Barsha, and Adam Cincirillo, no one else has any harder desire. Anderson is enjoying life and collecting the money. Zacco is collecting the money and not mentally strong enough to compete with the top guys. They are lapping sometimes to sixth place. Back in the 80s and mid-90s, you had 10-plus who were capable of winning, let alone not getting lapped every week and still finishing 6-10. to 10. I'd be embarrassed. Felder teams need to bring up 250 riders sooner and create some hype. I enjoy watching the 250s more than the 450 because 250 kids are going for it and have the want to make it. I'm so over these riders riding around making big money. Give the 450 rides to the 250 riders who want it more. Forkner, Ferrandez, Sexton, Lawrence Brothers. Please help, Steve. Hashtag Michigan Mafia Strong. Do we have any comment um, for for our buddy Eric? Uh, I had some very uh, direct comments on our text message when you first shared that with me. Um, but yeah, I 100% disagree with him. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, not everybody can be Eli Tomac or Ken Roxon or Ricky Carmichael or James Stewart. Just go down the list, right, Jeremy McGrath. Uh, if he thinks guys like that, like Zach Osborne, aren't putting it on the line, he should go watch some tape of Zach riding because it's pretty scary. Like Zach, and you, you know as well as I do, like Zach's taking a lot of chances and he's going for it. That's why he crashes so much on the 450. Everyone out there, if you're watching them on television, you know, there are always exceptions, but everyone out there is busting their ass and going for it on the weekends and all week long too. So, yeah, I mean, he's certainly entitled to his opinion. It's just a really poor opinion in this case. Uh, it's just, it's, he's just wrong. You know, sometimes everybody's wrong. I've been, I'm wrong every day. Uh, well, this gentleman is just wrong. In this what opinion. I think is funny is he brings up the 90s. Like, whenever you talk to Denny Stevenson or Phil Lawrence or any of these guys about the 90s, they talk about how they didn't work that hard. <laughs> and Ricky ruined it all for him. You know? Like, they weren't training yeah. like crazy like the guys are now. So I think yeah, and I think I think my biggest you know uh, quarrel with him would be that just because you're not beating Tomac, that you're not your heart's not in there, you're not trying. Like that that couldn't yeah. be further from the case, right? There are guys that train crazy hard, but they don't have the talent that Eli Tomac has. And obviously, Eli is working super hard too, but they're never going to be as good as Eli Tomac. It doesn't matter how much they ride or train; they're just not going to be as good. And that doesn't mean. Their heart's not in it, and this guy's just burying them. Because uh, trust me, I was that guy, right? I, I know what it's like to be them. And it's just a pretty poor take, and, and it, historically it's just wrong. Like, nobody could touch Carmichael. You don't think guys were trying hard? I know they were trying hard. They couldn't beat him. Same, same thing for James Stewart. I guarantee you there were guys training harder than James Stewart. 
I can't believe they, they just nowhere near the talent that James Stewart has. I can't believe you wrote this email in, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> my two my two writers. I'm just blowing yeah. them out. <laughs> I, I think his biggest problem is just there's not the depth that maybe there was like in the '80s. But I would more attribute to. I don't think we had guys that were just that much better than everybody. Like yeah. It was just there, a different period when, when a lot of guys were very competitive with each other. There's more depth now than in James and Chad day when they could start mm-hmm. backwards and get second to the other guy, yep. you know, for a number of years. But there's not as many different winners as there was in the 80s. Uh, right. and, and I think for all the reasons you said, JT, uh, I think that these guys that are like Tomac and Roxon and everything else, uh, you know, they – I just feel like now, even though Wardy and O'Mara were gnarly trainers, I feel like nowadays it's so much speci- so much more specialized. These guys yeah. are. Well, you know? I mean, look at how many race wins you know Carmichael had. Look at how many race wins Stewart had. Now look at how many that Tomac's racking up. And look how many Villapoto had. Yeah. So anytime you put someone in the mix that is that dominant, yeah, sorry, he's going to lap up to fifth and sixth place. Yeah. That's what happens it, when you have a guy that's that legendary of a status. It, you know, it really started with Jeremy. We had a lot of parity. And once Jeremy came in, we started having the same winner for a long time, and it went right from Jeremy to Ricky to yep. James to, to, to RV and Dunge, and Chad was in the mix the whole time, of course. But, you know. And, and, if, you, if, and you took, if you took Ricky out, and you, could you imagine, like, Wyndham and Timmy and all those guys? Oh, it would yeah. have been a lot of parody, <laughs> right? It would have been that yeah. same 80s-type feel. Yeah. But, unfortunately, there was this guy named – Ricky Carmichael that came in and dominated for, you know, six or seven years. And I feel like, Andy, these guys are working as hard as ever. For, not yeah. always. Not all of them, but most of them. Yeah. I think I think this day and age, so this rider, the rider is different mentally, if that makes sense. So, like, a guy like uh, Roxon, even Tomac, I mean, he's had his nights where he gets a 12th place start and runs seventh. Okay, if he was that great, yeah. why wouldn't he win? You know, because they would have in the 90s. You yeah. know, McGrath. Yeah. 12th place. I mean, he got, came from a last chance qualifier and still won a yeah, Supercross. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's like no big deal. And I think a lot of people, I, I've been watching a lot of racing. I mean, I'm 40 years old, so I've seen a lot of races. And my, my point is, is that these guys are smart enough to know that if, if we just take a seventh tonight, we get to race next weekend. We can put this quote unquote heart, this guy's talking about and this effort out while we clip a, a little braking bump somewhere we, or another guy cross jumps us. And then now we're not even racing the rest of the season. Yeah. What was the point of that? Yeah. Like, I think the, I think the mental game is different than it was in the '90s and the '80s. In the '80s, for sure, is different. They would race the Supercross on Saturday night and be at a Golden State, tra- yeah, a Golden yeah. State or a Transcal the next yep. day. Yep. Uh, you know, risking not racing the next Supercross yeah. because that was, wasn't on their mind. Their yeah. mind was they were too competitive. Yeah. Uh, Josh wants to talk about this a little bit. Josh, what's going on? What's your What's your comment on this? Hey, uh, I just uh, you know with this whole quarantine thing. Just been watching the old YouTube uh, videos of these uh, motocross nationals, and I'm like really impressed by the '97, '98 seasons. Um, there was a lot of parody in those seasons, and I was, I don't know, seven years old at the time. So I don't know if you guys had any comments on '98, like, '97. Yeah, uh, 250 wise. Yeah, uh, f- well, '97 was fro, but '98, '99. Henry and Albie were champions. Oh, yeah, and, right. And, and, and yep. you know, that was a little – I think Albie won the title, JT, with like two race wins, two or three race wins out of 12, you know. So yeah, that was yep. like kind of right before Ricky came in and started whooping everybody's ass. Um, yeah, there, there, that was, there, uh, there was parody. Yep. Like, yeah, and uh, Bradshaw's win on the Honda. Yeah. Um, I think it was High Point. 
Right. Um, just uh, lots of, I don't know, I guess, fun motocross race, races to watch sure, at that sure. time. Yep, no, good comment, sure. Josh. Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Right on. Thanks. Uh, JT, where do you stand on this uh, Moto Fight Club thing that's happening next Tuesday? Um, what do you think about this thing? Well, hopefully that they get to do it, right? That's my biggest fear is that someone comes in and shuts this thing down. Uh, hopefully that doesn't happen and, because otherwise it's a pretty cool deal. You know, I, I don't know everything that's going on. It seems like it's going to be head-to-head. Is yes, it's head-to-head. One head. Yep, yep. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, you know, hopefully nobody hurts themselves. You're talking about guys that are all retired in different eras and generations. But it's pretty cool that they're all getting together and willing to do this. And, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know where all the proceeds are going or any of that, and nor do I really care. I think it's awesome to have some sort of entertainment, you know, put together when no one else can really do it at the moment. Will you pay for this on the Fight Club website? Is it, what is it, 10 bucks? I don't know. I didn't see a price. Uh, I would I would assume so. Yes, uh, I don't have literally anything else to do other than exercise or work. So yeah, if you put it on TV, I'm pretty much going to watch. They it. are they're going to give some money. I know they're auctioning off all the helmets, all the gear for Road to Recovery, uh, goggles okay. for docs and, uh, and stuff like that. So they are doing some stuff, giving giving some stuff back in this time. Great. So yeah, I mean, being being uh, that's all you had to say right there. If it's there's some sort of that I'm definitely in. Even if I didn't watch it, I would still pay for it no matter what. Who are you most excited to watch? Yeah, I think probably I'm most interested to see what Alessi does. I feel like he's going to do something <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I'm a little I'm a little concerned about what Alessi's going to do. Uh, um, who are you, Who are you most interested in, Andy? Uh, probably Stanton. Yeah, I want to. I just want to see if he still has the throttle hand or not. Right. Uh, what about you, Tits? What? Never mind, Mark. <laughs> I don't have the full list, but I, I'm excited to see uh, RV. It's 19.99 to watch this. 20 bucks. Worth it. Hey, straight up, Bradshaw will clean somebody in this thing. He, oh, yeah, he truly be well, does not care. I think the track's going to be pretty basic because, I mean, Brock and, and Jeff and Damon are getting yeah. up there, right? They haven't raced for a long time. But yet it's still going to be pretty good as far as, you know, you got to have Weimer and RV and Alessi. I mean, they race this year, so. You got yeah. all of well, I mean, you're, you're talking about Brock Glover, who's, I believe, in his late 50s. He may have even just turned 60, right? So to have him racing against Michael Lessie, who is capable of going out and running top 10 in the outdoor series right now, like, yeah, yeah it's gonna, there's going to have to be some concessions made there somewhere. Yeah, well, we got RV and, uh, and uh, Alessi coming up here right away, JT, to talk about this thing. Nice. So. Uh, Fight.tv, you can go there, check it out. Uh, you want to do some X-Brown Gogoteros? Yeah, he does. Do All right, let's do it. <laughs> it's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Guys like Rich Taylor and Richard Taylor wear X-Brand goggles. Uh, Kyle Chisholm, Alex Ray, uh, you name them, they wear X-Brand goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. And uh, you can go to Motorsport. And you can type in EKS20 to save with X-Brand goggles. So there's a good spot to get your X-Brand at motorsport.com. EKS20 is the brand to, or the, the code to save. Uh, great goggle. Great guy. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you do you know him at all, Andy? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, all right. Heard a lot about him. Have you? No. Uh, JT, you know him? I'm familiar. Yeah, me too. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Rapid fire. Here we go, Marks. Steve. Who has provided you more entertainment during quarantine, Tiger King or Quad Guys? Oh, Tiger King. Yeah, Tiger King for sure. Quad Guys are just, I mean, they got to fucking calm down. 
Calm down. I gave you some sunshine. I gave you some light. Just appreciate that and let's move on. Nowhere did I ever not say, did anybody hear me say quad guys aren't gnarly? Ever. Nope. Never said that, right? No, I don't think so. They deserve respect. They're fast on the quad. Good job. I've said that over and over. Yet somehow these guys twisted into me shitting on quads. Like, I don't get that. All right. Uh, I think you did both, to be fair. I think you tried to respect them, and then also, you also took a giant dump all over them as well. That, that is he not probably true. alluded that is, that is to the true. fact that they were not that good. That is not true. I just said a motocrosser can race a quad. That just like Jeff Ward raced an IndyCar and Ryan Sipes raced a flat track, that's all. Motocrossers are gnarly. Yeah, they're they're failed motocrossers, and typically they when are. you refer failing is <laughs> they are. So not... I'm a failed motocrosser. Right. Yeah. Andy, you are count, too. Count me in. I were failed motocrossers. Talon's a me failed too. fucking works guy. Nah, JT, you made it. Stop it. You're not a failed. Hey, motocrosser. listen, listen. Uh, yeah, every moto I pulled in, it, it was considered a failure. The, the only reason, JT, that someone could say you're a failed motocrosser is because you had to go get a job after you quit racing, right? Like, if you didn't have to go get a job, if you're Timmy or Yogi or one of those guys. Yeah, there's very few of those. Right, yeah, I, right. I get your point. I get right, your point. right. I, I'm, I'm saying you aren't. I, I got your back. You're not a failed motocrosser. If you ever ask Chad, failed or not failed, I'm getting an F. I promise <laughs> well, you. I would not, yeah, I would not ask. An F minus. Right, right. All right, next question. Uh, JT, how many seconds a lap faster would you be than Steve at Western? Right now, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm certainly not as fast as A-Ray or Kiefer right now. I don't think. So it's definitely not A-Ray. And I don't think I could go with Kiefer either. So somewhere in between the two. I mean, for sure a few seconds. Like, you don't forget how to ride. Uh, I mean, you know, somewhere somewhere around five or six, maybe eight. I don't know. Just guessing. What was was the bet with Kiefer? Ten? Twelve. That's twelve, yeah. And he was ten? Yep. Right. I think so. Was he so, 10? Yeah. I, I would say probably 7 or 8, 10. Keeper oh. would be faster than me. Yeah, but there was some about lap 99. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember. There was some Listen, lap 99. We don't know how to use technology here. Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Okay. All right. uh, Andy, what's the best cure for monkey butt? Uh, honestly, typically it's a soft seat foam. A lot of guys don't think that's the case, but the softer the seat foam, the less monkey butt you get. All right. Look at Moser with the seat question. Uh, Steve? Yep. How could Guts improve your e-bike seat? Huh, that's a good question. Um, well, the bicycle stuff, like, so I my sit bone, they call it, is well broken in. I ride so much, right? But there's that, when you first get started, God, it hurts, right? so bad. But they say to not put a softer one on. No, yeah. Right, on a bicycle, do not put a softer one on. It's because it's your surface area. Yeah. Like your oh, dirt bike yeah. seat, you know, you have more surface yeah, area. Yeah, yeah, yeah good point so so no guts couldn't help my e-bike i don't think um no i don't think so maybe just a better color yeah yeah can i get can i get my um my little blue crew tank gas cap cover can i get a special one of those well we tried making them okay but they've engineered it to where it fits like it has such a good marry to your seat cover yeah. or to your seat. Yeah. And then it has a little cutout for your little vent hose and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. That you put that extra little bit of fabric in there. It, it no. just jumbles it all up. Uh. So, I mean, if you look at Factory Yamaha, they don't put anything on there yeah. for a reason. Right. You know, right. because they tried yep. and it really didn't work. Right. Um, I've seen some black black guts covers, though, though, in my day. 
Yeah. You've done some. Tried. Right, yeah, we tried. Right, right. All right. JT, what was the best and worst seats you can recall using during your professional career? Seats. Um, you know what? Honestly, most of my career, we took stock seats and just modified the hell out of them to try to give me some more clearance. So I ran a really, really cut down seat going back to like uh, 05, 06. And then we started messing around with going back to stock because it was really affecting how it could turn. Like the angle from the bottom of the gas tank to the top was really steep and I wasn't able to slide forward at all. So it actually worked out where if we could lower the subframe and, and raise the foot pegs, that would give me the clearance I was looking for, but then a flatter seat would allow me to slide forward. So um, I really never changed a whole lot other than we either just cut it way, way down, which wasn't the best move for me, or just stock. 50 seconds. Try to, try to shorten it up. What? My bad. Wow. Now slipped. Holy That's on smokes. me. Sorry. Hey, when did step seats first came? Honda came up with a step seat? Yeah, Wyndham. Wyndham? Mm-hmm. First yep. time? Yeah, so we started molding those up for those guys so they could just peel and stick with a little sticky God, on them. God, I hated those things. I had to cut them with a, with a, with a, what do you carve a turkey with? What are those things? We'll see, like, for Wyndham, it was an add on because he didn't want the seat lower there. He needed it taller in the back to keep him from slipping off the back. I hate it making those things, seat foam everywhere. God, it sucked. All right, next question. Uh, let's see. Andy, which of your riders has the most sensitive ass or is the pickiest about their texture, ribs, and bumps he wants in his ass? Wow. That, well, the most sensitive is Jason Anderson, uh, his old broken tailbone issue. So we, ha- we have to pour him a special foam that's ridiculously soft so he doesn't get any irritation while riding. You Something you would never sell. Like you would just... It's too soft to sell. Uh, no, a lot of the trail rider guys buy oh, okay. it, like the yeah. similar firmness. Oh, Talon would like that then. Yeah. He would love it. Yeah, he'd love it. All right, Steve. What's the pH and chlorine levels at currently in the hot tub? Also, what's your favorite feature of the hot tub? I don't know. I, I hired Talon for eighteen dollars a session, and today he didn't do anything. He literally just put a stick in the water and told me I was good. Well, he said you were low on it's chlorine. Scam- no, then he said I was fine. I don't know. It's the biggest scam in the world. Um, my my best feature of that bullfrog is the 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 seat on one side where you lay down, and then the uh, the jets go in the bottom of your feet and the back of your calves. It's phenomenal. It's great. JT, what is your favorite rhino theory or quote? <laughs> and there are many. Oh man, uh, I'm not very well versed on a lot of his theories. Because uh, I, I really am scared of allowing that into my brain. I, I, I don't. I, I'm more worried. Of, have you ever seen The Matrix? You know when he touches that gray stuff and then it just climbs up his body, oh, up his yeah. arm, and then almost absorbs. That's what I'm scared. If I get too close to Rhino, that's what's going to happen to me. So I really try to distance myself from it. Um, I don't know. I, I honestly, I worry a little bit. I, I don't know him at all. So I shouldn't worry about him, but I really think like something's off, like with his chemistry or you know uh, just chemically in his brain. Like I think something has gone off the rails, and thankfully it, nothing has been harmful to him. Oh, but, he's doing well. He seems like he's doing well, and that's great, and and that's for the best. But I still don't believe that the rhino that we all knew going back, you know, twenty years of racing and seemed pretty normal, like the most intense racer ever. 
to the guy now, I don't think that's the same person in his chemical makeup of his brain. Like something went haywire there, and I just worry where that's going to lead to. Okay. All right. Is that not fair? No, I mean, I, 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 we don't have enough don't time. So? No, I don't want to argue with you. But again, no, 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 I, I don't want to argue. I don't have anything to back it up. That's just what I believe. Like, right. and I hope that nothing ever goes bad with that. And if he's happy, great. I just don't think everything's firing on all cylinders there. He's working with Koldenhoff. He's either certifiably insane or the most enlightened individual on the planet. One of the two. <laughs> all right, next question. All right, last one. Andy, where did the name Guts come from? So it's an acronym. It stands for Greg's Ultra Trick Seats. And I didn't even know that. One. Yeah, we're working on yeah. we're getting uh, we're working on doing some uh, retro shirts, just like a li- limited run, um, that use that, and then has some of our old uh, like we used to do these splatter paint drops on the seats. Yeah. Like in the '80s, you know, it was like white. We do white material, and then neon green and yellow and purple splatter paint drops all over the seat, and they were hot. We used to sell a ton of them. <laughs> That's cool. Awesome. Uh, all right, JT, thanks very much, buddy. Flyracing.com for more information on uh, everything that's going on with those guys. I'm glad you're doing well. And, uh, I mean, WPS and, and you, of course, but more WPS. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, everything's going well. Can, can you try to – because, you know, what? I'll, I'll, just before I go, the one thing about this Moto Fight Club that I don't like is it, it's very hunky-dory. Like, everybody's like, oh, I'm, it's going to be awesome. It's so cool. Can you get some bad blood going between Mike and RV? Yeah, I'll try that. Yes, yes. Because like even it. like Tedesco's like being jokeful about that Glen Helen thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are there are some hard feelings there. Like not right. everybody's like super pumped about how that went, and right. everybody's all laughing and thinks it's funny. It was right. not funny at the time. Right? Ah, so, you stood on my bike and tried to stop right. me from winning a championship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. So do your part for the sport and get everybody pissed off at each other. That's okay. what I ask. I'll do that. I do that. I do that unintentionally most times. You are good at that. Right. Yeah, that's your strength. That's right. why I propose it to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks. All right. All right. Flyracing.com. Uh, Jake at Vortex Racing for a hell of a deal from the folks at Vortex. Uh, Star Racing Yamaha and Monster and Monster Yamaha using Vortex Racing sprockets. And uh, V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. They got the oversized bar. They got the 7.8 bar. They got any kind of sprocket you need and all of that. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. And email Jake at VortexRacing.com for more information. They're going to bring you uh, Ryan Villapoto on the show. And our folks at Roost MX going to bring you Mike Alessi. For over 20 years, Roost delivers professional-level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. You know them as graphics company behind the Rock River, uh, Yamaha Pro Team, and Factory Cobra Moto. Choose from a huge selection of graphics online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from hats, T-shirts, backpacks, Trailer graphics and more at RoostMX for monthly sales. they got a whole Pulp Nation section on their website, and uh, please check them out. Pulp Nation code saves 20%, RoostMX.net, for more information on those guys. So we thank uh, Vortex, and we thank Roost for coming on board. And quickly, let me get a MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Do you, do you use these guys ever for your staff? You um, I've well? looked, but Are you it's like staffed up over well, there? trying to find somebody that knows how to you know, a seamstress like so. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's Probably not exactly. Not ideal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, finding a guy that can run a tire machine at a shop. You know, maybe it could find somebody there, or you know, something like that. But yeah, finding a seamstress. You, I looked. I mean, it's it doesn't work. Motorcycleindustryjobs dot com, the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for employment opportunities. First and only job boards built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today. The motorcycle job of the week. Uh, full-time in Murrieta for the folks at KTM. It's a financial planning analysis manager, so it's not like 
anything sexy, but it gets you in the door at KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. It's a full-time position. Uh, under general supervision, the financial planning analysis manager will develop, implement, and maintain an effective planning and analysis capability. This sounds like something straight out of Marx that Marx could do. Uh, financial planning analysis manager, KTM, full-time. Go read about it and read more about it at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. And we appreciate uh, those guys for uh, coming on board the show. And, again, upload your resume for free today. Get started in the industry. If some of you are looking for a career change, now is the time to do that. So thanks to RoostMX.net and thanks to Vortex Racing bringing you our next couple of guests on the show. And you can call them as well at 702-586-7857 and ask them a question about this very, very exciting Moto Fight Club coming up uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific uh, on pay-per-view uh, next week, and let's welcome uh, our two guys to the show to talk about it right now. First up, he's a friend of the show. Uh, he's a fellow Blue Crew rider, fellow motorsport rider. Ryan Villapoto, what's up, RV? How are you? What's going on, guys? Excited just to uh, have you on tonight to talk about this fight club. Let's welcome our next guest, brought to you by RoostMX.net. He is, of course, the number 800, Mike Alessi. What's up, Mike? How are you, man? Not much, Steve. Just uh, out here in Florida, just enjoying life. It's uh, it's just been, uh, you know, fun having a you know a good day and doing a couple of fun videos. Me and RV been going back and forth and you know kind of shit talking and it's been fun. I like this RV. Where did this idea come from? Who came up with it? And uh, and what are your thoughts on Moto Fight Club? All right. So I mean, obviously, all of us retire guys are are. Um, kind of looking for our second our second career or find a little niche that we can get involved with so um as we all know you know rob bitus has um you know come up with a lot of great ideas in in, in the past and and uh like a motocross the nation's pit bike race that was a huge success so uh rob's always always scheming always scheming to, to, mm -hmm. to try to do something cool um the next cool thing so Obviously, in these in these trying times that we're that we're dealing with and we're up against with uh, COVID nineteen, um, you know, we're all. I mean, every, I'm sure everybody's gone through Netflix probably twice already and watched everything <laughs> on TV, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, come, you know, called me. He's like, "Hey, dude, I have this idea," and I'm like, "Okay, well, what is it?" And, and explained it. And obviously, the next massive, massive hurdle is is which our industry doesn't do very well is riders kind of sticking together for what they want and mm -hmm. what they get. Yeah. Um, so obviously getting, getting a roster of riders and, um, we, you know, called, called, called upon some favors and called some riders and some thought it was a great idea. Um, and obviously you can see those 10 that are on the roster now. Um, you know, myself, Mike, Jake, uh, Kevin, um, TP, Brock Glover, um, Ivan, I know Brad Shaw Stanton, yeah. uh, missing maybe a couple. Um, we thought it was a great idea and also, and something fun for us to do and also, and give, give, some live TV. Yeah. You know? There's nothing going on. Everyone's going to watch this. Everyone's going to watch I mean, I'm hoping everybody's going to watch it, right? Uh, hey, Mike, Mike, Mike what was your, uh, Mike, when you, got, when you got the call, Mike, were you, were you all on board? For sure. Immediately. You know, when I first heard the idea from Rob Bidas and he kind of pitched the idea, man, I was into it. Um, you know, like I said, we're, we're trying to perform and give these people, you know, there's no racing right now. There's nothing live on television. So what are we, what is the best way to give back to the people, right? This live sports. Yeah. And that's where our idea is to put on this event 
and uh, and put on a good show for these fans. You know, they want to see something live. I mean, you know, who doesn't love old rivalries? I mean, Bradshaw and Stanton, dude, it's like that's the best shit ever right there. And then, I mean, I would see myself in IV, uh, IT and, and RV. I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, we're going to be going at it, and, you know, we're going to try to saw off the front end of each other's front end front motorcycles. RV, this is your chance to get Mike back for all those amateur beatdowns he put on you. This is the chance. Yeah, very well, very well could be, and, and vice versa for you know for him. You know, I think it's right. it's uh, let's put no matter how you slice it. You know, like call it call it you know Red Bull Straight Rhythm, right? Everybody has seen that event um, actually evolve for quite well the last few years. It really has gotten a lot of traction, and. Um, you know, no matter how you look at it, we're, we're all racers, and people are like, oh, what do I want to watch? I've seen a couple of comments, you know, a few. Actually, 90, probably 8% of of comments have been really positive. And then, but you got your few, you always got your haters out there. Always, always, yeah, yeah. To the ones that are the haters, it's like, I don't want to watch those old farts ride around. Well, I can guarantee you, well, all of us will smoke your ass, the one that's saying that. <laughs> but to back it up, we're all racers, and that's what... Yeah. You get behind the gate, bragging rights or not, you know, whatever it is. We're it's like straight rhythm. There's not, there's really nothing to gain from straight rhythm. But I'm out there trying to 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 you're to you casing, know, do you're my casing best, triples. Or, yeah, thing. you're casing triples on a 252 stroke, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, about, no, actually, it was a quad, Rob. Quad. Okay, sorry about that. Um, yeah. So, or sorry, uh, uh, Mathis, a quad. So, um, but yes, yeah, uh, we're going to be going for it. You know, that's one thing you can guarantee from. I think um, you know our industry or, or motorsports in general. Once once a racer, always a racer. Uh, Mike, what are you going to ride? Uh, more than likely, I'm going to ride the 450 for sure. Okay. I was thinking about maybe riding the 125, but I don't know about that. I gotta I gotta ride the 450, be competitive with the boys. You know, they're going to be going for it, and you know, like I said, we're we're trying to put on a good show for the fans and people to watch this. You know, this race on Fight TV. And that's what that's what we're trying to do is pr- promote it and and get it big because this is what people need. They're t- like RV said, they're tired of Netflix. They're over it. They want to see some live action. And right now, there's nothing fucking live on TV at all. The only thing live that's actually like somewhat relevant is the Michael Jordan final dance. That's that's the only yeah. thing. And uh, you know, people are starving for some live action, and that's what our plan is to give them. It's uh, May twelfth. Um, uh, the event is May twelfth, five p.m. Eastern, two percent. 2 p.m. Pacific on Fight.tv. Uh, they got an app, and you can get on your browser. You can get an app for it as well. Uh, RV, what are you going to ride? I'll be riding the the you know the Blue Crew um, YZ450. YZ450. Um, okay, also all right. So yeah, YZ450. Yep. And 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 Steve, don't don't get that confused. It's actually F I T E T V. So uh, I guess yes. Um, it's Apple and Android. It'll, it's on both platforms. F I T E um, everybody. Like, yes, not F I T. Yes, F I T E T V. It's nineteen ninety nine and. You know, we've had I, the other comments to bring up. I got to bring up the ones that you know, just the shit talkers, because that's just the way it goes. You know, that's um, guys like me. Talk yeah. Well, yeah. You want to throw uh, stones? I can throw them back too. So the ones that are, you know, bitching about, oh, well, if you're trying to do such the good thing, you know, and and uh, you know, bring us some, you know, stuff to watch. You know, how come they're charging? Well, you know, 
uh, let me ask you, how would you uh, want us to, or want, uh, you know, Rob to produce this thing? Yeah. Um, cameras free? Cameras I mean, free, right. Yeah, yeah don't, don't I even mean, bother, cameras RV. And yeah. all, the, all the back-end side, right, and all the back-end side to, to produce this and get it on um, pay-per-view for you guys. So, um, or pay, like a pay-per-view, like subscription, right? So um, all that stuff takes some clang, right? So, um, you know, so yeah, that's why it's nineteen ninety nine. Uh, you know, so... I think you. I think you know. I know that the racing that 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 we're all going to put on is is going to be good. I mean, I mean, think about Kevin and Travis. I mean, the last time that yeah. those two have raced was you know, actually those two. Um, I mean, the most memorable moment was probably what was it Vegas when they were out there, you know, doing. I mean, what heel clickers and knack knacks and yeah, whatever, whatever else. Whenever that was. Um, 2004, Vegas. 2002, I think. I'm going to ask both of you the same question here. I'll start with you, Mike. Mike, who are you looking forward to racing against the most? Maybe it's RV. Get him back. Or And who are you looking forward to watching racing, Mike, out of the group? Uh, well, I mean, obviously, I'm... I'm a huge fan of all the guys racing. And, you know, like RV said about, you know, coming back and racing against me, at the end of the day, like, RV has surpassed so much in this sport. Like, he is like the mini goat of, of, of racing. So, at the end of the day, I hope I get to race RV last because, you know one thing, he's going to be drunk by the time that the finals <laughs> come. So, <laughs> I'm hoping I race RV last, but definitely I would love to race against like Stanton, Bradshaw, Brock Glover, like, dude, it'd be yeah, badass. Yeah. I got to race against those dudes. Right, right. RV, true that you will be drunk by the time the final comes around? No, no, we, 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 we practice yeah. racing, Steve. Okay, okay. Safe all right. racing. All right, so, say, um, all right uh, RV, so yeah, I think who are you looking forward we'll to racing, ahead. and who are you looking forward to watching? Uh, for me, obviously, I've I've raced uh, a fair amount of these guys, but obviously I haven't raced um, you know you know Travis and and Brock and and Bradshaw. But I think for me, when I get there, then you see how the bracket racing starts to go and who starts to get knocked out and yeah. and who doesn't. Right? I think then that's going to drive up my excitement. On who, oh, oh shit, who's going to come? <laughs> but Mike, don't forget don't don't forget that we actually we have a couple wild cards. So. Say I get knocked out, okay, um, and I don't get to race Mike, or Ivan doesn't get to race Mike. There's wild cards that can, that you know uh, that Rob has in store for us. That oh like, oh my! So the fans, so the fans actually get to see. Okay, well if Ivan gets knocked out and Devin doesn't make it to uh, to to Mike or vice versa, I don't ever, I don't make it to Mike or Mike doesn't yep. make it to me. Right, th- we, they're going to get the matchup that everybody wants to see. Um, you know, so it's, it, it's the, so it's bra- obviously, like we said, talked about bracket racing, best out of three. Um, you know, so it's going to yeah, be one, one three, lap, gonna be some, one lap or two laps. Did we decide I, on that? So the plan, so the plan is, is we're going to get there. Obviously we have a rough idea what the lap time is on the yep. track. Yep. Um, but we need to get obviously our skill set out there, our level riding to see if it is the same as the locals or mm-hmm. if it's a little quicker. And then we'll go from there. But we've talked about, and it also depends on where the starting gate is at, right? So if depending on where the lap kind of sure. clicks over at, is it, is it two laps or is it a lap and a half, roughly, right. depending on where the finish line's at and, and, and the starting gate and all that. So And there's there's uh, a round table on Monday. That's free. That's free. That's, that's, to, that's, to, that's, to watch. That's, that's right. Fireside Convo Monday night. So if, uh, if everybody's questioning... Um, you know how this thing. You know, should I tune in for it? Should I spend the nineteen ninety nine to to get this? You know, to watch this the show. 
uh, Monday night, we're going to have like that fireside conversation mm-hmm. going around that it's going to get the different era of like, okay, we get Travis and Kevin telling their story. Um, you know, myself and Mike, or, you know, like Ivan, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be some really awesome conversation going on. Well, um, and maybe Chef Boy RV might show up. Oh boy. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Ah. <laughs> uh. Hey, and if, you know, if people have questions, they need to, to send them in, you know, so we can answer these at the fireside. Like we can and answer these cool questions that the fans want to hear about, they want to ask. Um, so, you know, to the yeah, fans, I think the best way to, yeah, good, yeah, exactly. Good, 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 um, you know, telling them that, I guess it's, I think easiest way to get that would be to probably, um, I guess what DM, um, Moto Fight Club so that they're stored inside, they're archived in Moto Fight on Club the, on Instagram. On, yep. Yeah. Moto, Moto Fight Club on Instagram, DM it to the, to the, to, to the um, to their handle so that they're stored inside of there and then um, you know Robbie will pull those up and we have some questions that uh, you know or stories or if somebody and, said hey was this true or this isn't true so that that we actually have somewhere to something to go off of uh, and also too uh, when it comes time to purchase the race on May twelfth racerxonline.com forward slash fight club f i t e k l u b fight club uh, to watch. And go through Racer X Online and help those guys out as well. Uh, it's a good way to, to have everything right there. We'll, uh, Racer X Online will have a whole complete package for sending people there and all of that. So uh, the fireside chat sounds cool. Uh, Mike, will you attempt to stand on Ivan's bike at any point during the night <laughs> at, at Fight Club? <laughs> uh, uh... Yes. 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 Ivan, yes. Ivan, hopefully you see Ivan on top of Mike's bike. Yeah, there we go. There we go. He can finally get revenge, Mike, on you. He can stand on your bike. So. Yeah, 15 years later, he's going to do the reversal and pull the kill right, switch right. on me. Um, let me ask you, Mike, um, What growing up as an amateur and racing, Ryan, and never mind the pro stuff, you guys had real rivalry in amateurs. You had it in pros, too, but was there an amateur race where between you two, Mike, that got, like, really gnarly? At any point, do you remember one? Not really gnarly, but man, I, I'm sure RV remembers this. But it was Ponca City. It was I want to say a qualifier. It wasn't even the main event <laughs> at uh, the Amateur National Ponca, and he freaking passed me and left me. And I was like, "What the hell? Just what the fuck just happened?" Like he yeah, never, yeah. never RV straight up. He knows he never beat me. It was that one and only moto. He crushed me, and it was it was just mind blowing. And I'll always remember that as an amateur, straight up. It's what? funny you ask that, Steve. Um, like, I didn't know what exactly the question was going to go, but that's that's the race that popped into into my same race that that Mike just said was was Ponca, and it was actually the turn right there by the by the starting line. There was that there was that option line. You'd cross the start, and then you could either jump that big double, or you could kind of go around it. Obviously, going around it was way slower. Um, and I, we both jumped it and I ended up getting up, up on the inside of Mike and we didn't touch or anything, but yeah. basically he had to go over the little, little fluff berm that was there. And I went underneath of him and I've probably straight up, straight up beat Mike maybe at that time. Well, once or twice in my career straight up, but yeah. that was one of them for sure. If <laughs> it's not the only one, like you said, right, right. Yeah. That's crazy to think about that. Uh, I'm looking. I tell you what, that's definitely the sword. Like that hits me in the heart. That I remember the most was that moto that weekend. I was, I was, I was blown away. I was like, holy shit! I just got beat straight up by RV. And by the way, I talked to Stanton the other day for this, and uh, 
They're going to auction off the helmets, the jerseys, the gloves. A portion's going to go to Road to Recovery, the goggles for docs, uh, and that kind of stuff as well. So uh, thanks to those guys for uh, for doing that. For you, or thanks to you guys for doing that. I think uh, so. It's a good point. Good good thing. I'm looking forward. Yeah. To watching Stanton and Bradshaw, screw all you other. I'm Glover. Screw all you guys. I I I've watched all you race, either as a mechanic or as in, in the media. But Stanton and Bradshaw and Glover, I'm down for that. Well, so 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 Steve, you thought this was initially. I'm like, hey, what do you think? And you're like, oh, well, I don't care about pit bike racing. I look over at you. And I say, it's not a fucking pit bike race. I, I thought it was what, pit bike. Sorry, bro. You, I mean, I don't know what you've been smoking lately, but it's not a pit uh, bike race. On my e bike. And all I can say is. All I can say is, is I was at the the inaugural uh, Chicagoland Speedway that Rob put on yep. um, the 110 race, and we had Bradshaw Stanton show it come you know to the yeah, race, or yeah. Rob did, and and Brownie also. And I am going to sit here and tell you that the Bradshaw Brownie and Stanton 110 race, mind you, these guys are obviously they're older, but like. And in, in, in not everybody can ride a pit bike. Like, the pit right. bikes aren't easy to ride and to ride fast. And, dude, they, they all show up. Bradshaw shows up, full boots. I'm in fucking high-top uh, uh, high vans, you know, because that's how, that's how us young kids run, you know, run the pit bike scene. Sure. And they, Bradshaw, full boots. Stanton, full boots. And, and, and uh, uh, Brownie, full boots. And they had one or two of the races that we had that weekend were the best races we had all weekend. Bradshaw, I think, ended up on the ground once. Um, it was bar-banging uh, a battle on, a, on pit bikes. And I'm sitting on the sidelines, and I'm watching because it was a qualifier. And obviously, I've been around a lot of racing in my, in my time. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I was sitting on the sidelines. I was dying laughing and like watching them battle back and yeah. forth, like going for kills, like going for <laughs> kills on the pit bike. And it was, it was so rad. So obviously I think the the big bikes are going to change the, the going for kills part. Yes, I mean, yes. That's one thing that we all know that, that going into this thing, we want to put on a good show, but we're not out. Th- I mean, none of us have anything to gain by doing that. We just want to give a good product. Right. Um, you know, RV, but I think the battles RV, are going to get could, close. I don't mean to cut you off, but could you imagine Glover, who is 59 years old, almost 60, beating one of us young guys? I mean, that would be crazy. He's fit, dude. He's in shape. I mean, I mean 100% he is. You know, we in shape, but, I mean, he's – he can still go pretty damn fast. I'm sure. I hope uh, 100%. I, and I and I think here's the here's the thing that is so is the beauty of kind of the situation is is, is normally you have sections that that'll break the the track up or that'll like oh here comes Stu and he jumps the quad and then all of a sudden RV comes and jumps the triple obviously the quad's faster right so but we're on um, I've seen footage or a video or a photo of the track. And it's basically all doubles or, or all tabletops yep. and like. Well, yeah, you got you can't you gotta make thing. it good for everybody. Yes, I'm. I'm exactly. Yeah, right. So my point being, my point being, there's no separator of the track, yeah. which is great because you have a guy like Bradshaw and a guy like me. Bradshaw can race me and vice versa, and then like Brock will race. You know, like so. Yeah. You're not going to say, "Oh, here it comes! Here comes the three-second gap!" And no, there's none of that. So um, I hope Bradshaw just laps, parks. I hope Bradshaw parks you, RV. God, I hope he well, just parks you. I mean, you never know. You never know. He's broke more than I have. He's the beast, the bro. Two the beast from the east. Exactly. Uh, hey, we got a question from Evan on two. Evan, what's uh, what's your question for the Moto Fight Club crew? 
Hey, what's up, guys? Good show tonight. Uh, this thing is going to be sick. I'm stoked, but I really want to know what it would take to get J-Law out there. Did anybody reach out to J-Law? Okay, okay, so that's another thing. Good thing you mentioned. Good thing you actually, great question, because, look, guys, we've kind of stepped, as the 10 riders that we have right now, we've, we've, We've stepped it up, meaning like, and we've stepped out onto, uh, you know, taking a chance and, and, and going out on a limb, um, you know, I think for us and also call it for the fans, you know, like we don't know how this is going to all turn out for us. We're hoping it's going to turn out great, right? That's, that's yeah. the ultimate goal. Um, but, yes, we put in some calls to other people that we thought that would, uh, without disclosing a whole lot of names, but we put some uh, a few other calls out to some some heavy hitters okay. like like Jay Lawrence and since you since you already threw his name out there um, and you know to believing in the system and believing in the idea or just you know just things didn't pan out let's put it that way. Uh, Timmy Ferry, what about what Timmy, about Ticken? Hold on, Evan. Timmy Ferry texted me and said that you guys figured he'd smoke everybody and that's why you wouldn't invite Red Dog which I believe also. So so, so here so uh, so so w- there's a lot of people that we that we talked about inviting but we know like Timmy's got he's he, he I mean a little Red Dog is out there just throwing nasty ass whips and just training and Timmy's got his shit going on so I feel like the team that we have together right now we called upon people that we knew we could like not that we right. couldn't count on Red Dog, Red Dog but yeah. it's like Hey, do you want to do this? And they're like, yes, it sounds like a great idea. Like, and yeah. hey, do you want to do this? Sorry. Yep, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So we wanted people that were that that wasn't a question. Hey, can I do it? Can I not do it? Like, it was just like, hey, tell me the story. What's the story? I think it's an awesome idea. We'll be there. So that's how that's how we you know we've ended up with this thing and um, you know this number. You know, right, so right. I think the way we have it set up, we'll start to. We'll start to musical chairs. We'll, sure. we'll start to happen, and we'll get new guys and, and old guys, and we'll bring them back in and, and rotate them out, and it's going to be good. Motorsport.com and Blue Crew rider uh, Ryan Villapoto on the line, brought to you by VortexRacing.com. Also brought to you by Roost MX. It's Mike Alessi, the 800, also on the line. Mike, have you been riding much? What's, uh, what's the prep like for this thing for you? Uh, I have been riding not a lot, but, you know, a fair bit amount. Um, obviously, I raced the German Supercrosses through the winter yep. and raced Denmark, which was which was great and was able to win that. So I've done a fair bit of riding, um, not obviously to the extent of, you know, a full, like, Supercross, Motocross season every single day. Right. But, um, you know, I was uh, I was getting ready for, for more racing. Um and, uh, you know, this whole quarantine thing happened and it yeah. kind of shut everybody down. Right, right. And RV, um, my big, one of my biggest regrets in my life, RV, when we went out e-biking the other day in Cali, is I missed your crash on an e-bike. I missed it. Ah, oh, yeah, I pushed Damn it the front end. Pushed the, yeah, I, w- I would have loved to have seen it. I was pissed, too. I was pissed because that, that bike hasn't hit the ground yet, and it fucking hit the, hit the ground. Well, you knew I was coming down the trail, so you probably were rushing things a little bit because I was coming. I mean, I, I was into it. Like, I, I love your enthusiasm over the e-bikes. I mean, I have as, probably as much as you right now. With Don, those things are awesome. Don called us the king and prince of e-bikes. So. That's all, well, you are the king. You are the king. He actually, he said, yeah, no, actually, Mathis is the king. He he loves it. Right. right. They're incredible, aren't they, Ryan? They're great. Um, I did. Uh, to be honest, I haven't didn't spend a ton of time on one until I just traded my other bike in on this one. Yeah, and uh, and started riding it. And you can turn it obvi- obviously all the way up and give it as much you know pretty much as much power as you want. Yeah, or you can run it down. And and I try to run mine on on eco most of the time. 
so that I obviously do get a little bit get a workout. And you can on eco, you can push your heart rate up to easily oh. one sixty. Well, I was one seventy one on our ride on eco. <laughs> so <laughs> all right, there you go, people. There yeah, you go. Get uh, yourself an e bike. Right, right. Uh, Andy, you got a question for these guys? Uh, sure. Going back to the mini days, though, this kind of goes back to the guy's email yeah. about the passion. Right. So if uh, Mike was beating RV so much as the, in the minis, is that what gave him the drive? You know, did it give him more passion, as the as the email stated earlier? Is that what, Ryan, did that put you over the top and really make you step up your game when you hit uh, Supercross? Um, I To be honest, I, I, I don't. Don't ask me why. I guess things end up the way they ended up. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, you know the why things flip flopped um, in 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 our career. I guess call it. Um, you know, Mike was was like he said, or you know, like won. Every, you know, pretty much everything as as an amateur, and it was. You know, it's not like he turned pro and was a slouch. I don't. I don't. I can't answer your question why things panned out the way they panned out um i think i I don't think anybody will be able to ever figure that one out and then one for mike real quick how do you how are you liking the blinzall bike i am loving it honestly uh i wish that racing for many reasons variable racings would go back to two strokes uh you know first and foremost one being they're so much more fun to ride than a four stroke um you know two they're Damn, they're so easy to work on, uh, super cheap. Uh, you know, you blow it up and it's, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. You know, you put a piston, you're back and you're riding again. Um, and three, the biggest reason, obviously, is that you can only ride them so fast, right? You, so you can't, you can't get as injured where on the four-stroke you're going so fast. Um, you know, the crashes are way gnarlier, way harder, and you break more shit, obviously. And, you know, with the blends all oil, it's just, it's it's so awesome having David as a sponsor of mine and uh, supporting me for these uh, 125 Nationals, if they end up happening this summer. Um, you know, obviously that was my plan, but, uh, yeah, I love riding two-strokes, and, um, yeah, blends all has been a huge part of that and, uh, you know, being a supportive to me. Are you Are you saying you're not going back to Canada, Mike? Is that do we know that? No, no Canada this summer. Um, Pretty much done up there. I've had a good run up there racing since what 2014. So all the way till 19, got second in 14, second in 19 last year. Lost the championship by literally 14 points, 15 points, something like that. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty much done up there. I'm going to be racing the nationals on the 125. Hopefully with RV. Yeah, RV will be there. I'm sure. Um, Hell yeah! And you know now that I'm, now that you know RV and I are older, you know you know we got kids and you know I, I want to be more closer to home. And I'm sure RV understands that. It's the same thing. You know we're on the road. You know fuck thirty thirty weekends of the year going to different supercrosses and motocross races and different hotels and you know rental cars and it just it the shit gets old and it's it's nice to be able to come home and be with my family and and be close. Uh, RV, is it true that Stu wanted the race, but you turned him down because you were scared of him? That's just what I heard. I, I, That's the rumor. I, 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 I mean, I, I wish the stoolable would show up. This that would be um, unreal. So, but no, um, I, maybe he lost my number. I don't know. I never got that call, Steve. Unless <laughs> I, I don't know um, where that ended up. But yeah, I didn't see the. Um, the Orlando number, the four hundred seven. I never, I never got that four hundred seven area code coming in, bro.
Ah, uh, hey, Mike, that would have been cool. Yeah, I can Stu. send you his number. I got it. I talked to James. Oh, you have? You've talked uh, to James? I got it. All right. Need it. <laughs> uh, 1999, Moto Fight Club, F-I-T-E, uh, May 12th at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Get it on Android apps, iOS apps. Get it on the web browser. Go through racerxonline.com forward slash fight club, F-I-T-E-K-L-U-B, to watch on May 12th. Uh, Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Michael Essie. Roost MX bringing you uh, Vortex bringing you Ryan Villapoto. Roost MX bringing you Michael Essie. Well, boys, I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, thanks for the time tonight, both of you. And uh, you better get riding because this thing's in a week. In one week. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. So yeah, no. Thanks for having us on. And uh, you know, yeah. Hopefully, this goes well, well for yeah. for everybody that's involved. Um, I, I think the the better this thing goes for all of us. Um, uh, I think you'll see this happen again, which, um, you know, I yeah. think I, I'm hoping that it does. I'm hoping too. Thanks. Uh, thanks Mike for your time. And thanks Ryan. Thanks guys. Yeah. No worries guys. guys. All right. See you later. That's uh, later. Ryan Villapoto and Michael Lessie. Uh, what do you think Andy after having him on the line? I think it's pretty good. And they're like talking about building on the show. Maybe, uh, maybe make it a two stroke event. We're still on big bikes, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. Some, right. I don't right. know. I, uh, I love the, uh, make the track easy. Don't kill anybody. Have some fun racing. Get to watch the greats of the sport gear up again. I'm all down for that. I've said that many times. Like, we had a Legends race at Indiana one year, and it didn't go right because some guys thought they would go out and just push the pace. Like, don't we don't need to just have fun, put on a show, let's watch these guys race again. Yeah, and I think having some of the older guys might bring some history back to the sport because uh, I think a lot of people that are fans now don't even know who Stanton is or Glover or any of these guys we're talking about. Yeah. And I, and I saw it firsthand when RCH had their spin-a-wheel thing at the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could win an autographed number plate from the GOAT, right? Carmichael. He, yeah, yeah. Right? This yeah, girl yeah. wins it. I'm standing right yeah, there. Yeah. They only give one away, and this girl happens to win it as I'm standing there, and they're like, Kenny Watson's like on the microphone. He's like pumping it all up and talk about dude, just a total freaking buzzkill. He's fully about to just unload on her, and then he's like, "Yeah, so what do you think? You just won." He puts the mic on her thing. And she's like, "I don't even know who this guy is." No way. Had no idea, <laughs> dude. He went straight from like, "I'm gonna, I'm just gonna score this chick," to just not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Just burp. <laughs> no, it is pretty sad that way. I talk a little bit to Yogi Ezra Lusk. I just did a podcast and. I talked to him a little bit about that, too. It, uh, our fans, they have a short memory, man. Yeah, like, they definitely I, do. It sucks, but but they're a little bit like that. Um, well, uh, Tits, is the hype any higher for you? Uh, yeah, it is, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds oh, cool. Wow. Hey, yep. tits, just went, tits just went from a 5 to a 5.5. 5.6. <laughs> How yeah. about that? Yeah. What How do you think, that? Marks? Yeah, I'm excited. I think it'll be good. 20 I like, bucks? I like that they like kind of get along now. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool, yeah. but hopefully yeah, yeah. It, it'll be entertaining. Yeah, so. I think it'll be good. And I think they want to put on a show more than anything. They want to make it exciting. You know? I think the J-Law thing, I, I really like Evan's call because J-Law, I totally free, as soon as he said J-Law, all I could think of then was Hangtown and J-Law yeah. into... No, looping, or, Ryan yeah, Ryan the, looped Ryan, his bike into well, J-Law. Ryan, yeah, Ryan did it on purpose. Ryan, yeah, 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 and then it just all broke out. That was That's like one of my... We used to have that picture hanging in the shop for the longest time. Oh, yeah, yeah. The mag, some one of the magazines had it. We, we took it and we put it on the wall we were so proud of that it happened to hangtown at our home track were they were they guts riders then no no not, not at that point right? no but it was it was right. still an epic right. uh, situation oh, no i know i agree i've seen it before maxima usa what's your favorite maxima product um used them over the years i'm sure yeah i would i would say uh 
Probably the chain lube on yep. Maxima, yeah. Yep. MaximaUSA.com. Pulp 20 is the code to save with those guys. Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Monster Energy Kawasaki using uh, Maxima USA. Uh, the SC1 is great. It's fantastic. New bike in a can or Mathis in a can, as some, some of my coworkers have called it. Uh, suspension cleaner as well. 927, uh, you'll need to use that in your two-stroke. It was the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. And uh, so thanks to the folks at Maxima for coming on board. They got a whole mountain bike line now, too. Uh, chain wax, wet and dry. They got some sealant available as well. So uh, profilter.com, Pulp20 at checkout for those guys. If you haven't heard of Profilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They've been active in the industry for the last decade and manufactures top-quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side-by-sides, and everything in between. Sold through Power Sports dealers nationwide. Pick up an easy, a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. Pulp20 code at Profilter and Maxima to save. So FITE, Moto Fight Club, who would you like to see if you could pick anybody? Uh, if I could pick anybody, uh, I'd just pick my favorites. I'm a huge Chad Reed fan. I like him. I like McGrath, uh, yeah. Glover, Stanton. It'd be cool to see Bradshaw. James and Chad. Yeah, James, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, Don't you feel like uh, that would that could be where it would be headed? So. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah, I mean, I think if it gets if it gets a little bit of hype to it, I think that. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe James could be up to it. Yeah. I mean, look, look, these guys, they're giving some money. They're, they're raising some money for order recovery, and they're giving some money. They're giving the goggles away for goggles for docs. And so there is a charitable aspect to this thing. But 1999, you know it's not cheap to put on. you got a TV crew. you got to pay the cameramen. you got to pay the, the percentage of the app, the Fight Club guys and everything else. You know, they're going to take home some money. And maybe, Andy, uh, it works out that they take home enough where, yeah, guys are now clamoring to do this. Like, hey, I can get a, I can show up, I can get a, throwing a dart at the wall. I can get a 10 grand payday. Yeah. You know? that, and then, so, hey, I want in. That and just the aspect of, like, showing that it's not all, of, like, Red Bull Straight Rhythm is still just trying to prove a point of who the top guys are, you know, the fastest yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, Where this is yeah. more like, yeah, we're going to race and we have, like, a checkered flag. But the way you, the track's being built, like yeah. they said, it's like tabletops and yeah. whatever. It's yeah. like, and then my thought of bringing in people from the past to give the new fans a little bit of like who these guys are. I'm sure some people have heard of James Stewart, but some of them probably don't even really know who he is if oh, they don't even know. Please who the, tell me that's not where we're at. I mean, if somebody doesn't know who the goat is, when yeah, they win yeah. an autographed <laughs> yeah. number plate, how are they going to know who James Stewart is? Yeah, I know you got a good point, right? So I mean, but, yeah, I mean, I look and and uh, hopefully these guys can make some money from this, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that would be a good thing. That'd, that'd be an absolutely good thing. Uh, GutsRacing.com. Pulp twenty is the code. Is it Pulp twenty? Yeah, two thousand twenty. Two thousand twenty. Two thousand twenty. I, I think I just say Pulp twenty. I think I forget. Yeah, it's 2020, though. Pulp 2020, the code to save at GutsRacing.com. Whether you want a cover, uh, a seat foam, a seat base, everything else, GutsRacing.com has got it. So you said the 110 stuff is killing it right now? Yeah, right now, pit bike stuff is hot again. I didn't think it was coming back. I didn't know I didn't know uh, pit bike stuff ever came back. Yeah, do you remember, you remember uh, Fast 50s? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the dude's been putting in orders left and right. Really? Out of nowhere, yeah, just yeah, boom, yeah. emails popping up. Do you see much of the lightweight stuff sold, or is that race team only? Uh, no, there's yeah. a lot of guys buy that yeah. because uh, – the, the lightweight stuff, I mean, it is, I mean, the guys are, you know, you buy a titanium pipe, you buy other stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. titanium pipes are not cheap, yep. you know, and you can save a lot of weight with that foam, you know, the lightweight foam. I'm guessing the black stretchy cover with the ribs on the top for a CRF 450, those are what you can't keep in stock? Yeah. That, well, I mean, <laughs> and to be honest with everybody out there, we really don't, 
keep anything in stock because we have a web, you know, a builder. We have yeah. 14 different colors of material. Yep. That people can design their own seat, so yep. it's almost impossible to yeah, true, keep true. every color combination in stock. But we do take the ones that are you know really popular, yeah. and we try to keep one or two on the you know to help expedite the orders. Yep. But the I way s- our manufacturing set up is so you don't have a stock of stuff like you don't have like the, like a black gripper. You know what I mean? Like that's what I was thinking. Like you would uh, have, you would have a ton of those. Like maybe one or two. Yeah, tops. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because that's not as popular anymore. It's more the guy has. Uh, well, like the Moto Concept bikes, they're they're a husky blue. That's the color yep. they use yep. with white ribs on them, yeah, and it yeah. looks really good on the Honda. Right, right. You know, but a guy might get all black with a husky blue ribs or whatever. And so, um, but the way our manufacturing set up, no matter any color combination, you could do the camo, like camouflage sides, fluorescent pink ribs with gray top, yeah. and it's shipping within yeah, 24 yeah. hours. Yeah, that's like nice. it's. I saw you did a retro seat for an early 90s Cowie, and you put... I want to say the pink on the top with the with the aqua blue kind of yep. matches the graphics. You know, the graphics got a bit of pink yep. in them. Dude, that was sweet. That was awesome. Is the vintage stuff doing well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know, the mid nineties, eighties, yeah. like mid uh, mid eighties to early nineties stuff is really really yep. hot you, right now. You've done that seat for me yep. uh, for the eighty nine that's here. I gave you, I supplied you with a Technostall cover. You put it on for me yep. with new foam. Uh, I've got a ninety one CR five hundred coming that I'm going to need done uh, also. So we'll have to figure out some sort of cool pattern for that. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's uh, we got a call for you uh, from on one Gary for uh, Andy. What's up, Gary? Well, uh, what's up? Uh, my question's for Andy. Go ahead, Andy. I want to talk first of all before I go any further. I want to say I'm a motocross guy through and through. But until 1999, I was introduced to a sport that you may know. Do you know anything about sprint car racing, Andy? <laughs> yes, sir, I do. Dude, the greatest sport. On dirt, and I'm like I said, I am a I'm a diehard motocross fan until I was introduced to the world of outlaws in 1999. Dude, I have been hooked. I mean, I, I to me it is. I've gone to Knoxville Nationals. How are you doing? What's going on? I haven't heard you talk about much. I know you race a sprint car at Placerville. Am I correct? Yes. Yep. So what's going on? How, what's your plan for up-and-coming season coming up for you in the sprint car? Um, well, I mean, I was planning on like usual hitting it. Um, you know, I have two kids now, so I don't travel as much. Um, so I was just going to race, you know, some of the local plastic area, Northern California, some, and then, uh, next year I was, I was going to ramp it up and race quite a bit. And, uh, next year will be my last season as a car owner driver. Um, and I do, I am driving for another fella in the Chico area this year on, um, it mixed in with my car, and so. But next year, I'm going to retire as a car owner slash driver, and just stick to driving for other teams as needed. And or if no one calls me, it's I feel like I put in, um, you know, plenty of time. And you know that the Outlaws are racing this weekend, right in Knoxville. They're going to. Oh be, yeah, I mean I'm all over it, uh, absolutely. So my next question is: Have you ever thought about coming up uh, to my neck of the woods to Skagit Speedway to, uh, to Dirt Cup? Have you ever thought about trying to go up to Dirt Cup for those three days? Uh, actually, I, I've raced the 360 Nationals up there twice. Um, yeah, I've seen you. I've seen you up there. I've never seen you up for the Dirt Cup, though. Yeah, yeah. I have. I never made it up for the Dirt Cup, and I probably won't unless I, you know, unless somebody, you know, calls me and needs a, you know, needs a driver. But it was a very fun experience. I really like Skagit. I really like that that area up there. I like going up north and racing, especially in the middle of our summer because it's still good weather. Um, yeah, and it's it's very similar to what you guys are used to. A real bull ring, hammer down kind of. I mean, I, I just I, just 
I would say to, to kind of speak more of it to the guys who motocross who've never seen a sprint car race before. I mean, aren't aren't they missing out on what exactly? I mean, if you like dirt and if you like horsepower, dude, wing sprint car racing to me is something that's unbelievable. If you've never seen one live, you got to definitely go to it. Yeah. So when people ask me that, um, I that I talk to at the at the supercrosses or whatever and want to know what it's like. Um, for one, it's we don't have a clutch. We do not have a brake. <laughs> we have a brake pedal, but it doesn't stop you. No. Um, it's uh, 870 to 920 horsepower, 780 foot-pounds of torque. 1,200-pound car. Yep, car weighs. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but the thing is, when I'm driving it, what's different? So when I raced, um, even at my very short pro career, uh, racing some of the outdoors and stuff like that, like you, you get when you're on a dirt bike and you're racing on a track, you you really don't get like that. Um, the heart rate you get it, you get it, your heart rate starts accelerating when you're in certain situations where you're battling with another rider or whatever. But there's times on the track where you can actually slow your heart rate down and you can kind of gather yourself back up. But yeah. once the green flag drops in a sprinter <laughs> race, you can't do that because. There are so many guys on the track that are in the same situation as you. 1,300 pounds, 900 horsepower, no brakes, no clutch, no and transmission. Pull and tear off. Yeah. And you're pulling tear-offs. <laughs> and you're going, you're, you're slicing your slide jobs. You're banging off the cushion. You're, you ride a wheelie. I mean, it's... Oh, it's, it's the greatest sport, Andy. Like I said, man, I, I fell in love with it. Since 1999, when I saw Sammy Swindell go through a 410 sprint car, I've been hooked. And I never knew anything about sprint car racing until 99. And now, dude, like I said, I go to the Knoxville Nationals every year. I know that you with Guts Racing, I've seen you out there. I go, fuck, there's a guy who's pulled uh, a Mac. Uh, you know, hey, and I, once you're on, I had to call in did, and just say, hey, okay, dude, i got to give the shout to the sprint car guys. Okay. Obviously, hey, hey, listen, I love motocross. I follow it, you know, and I follow Pulp I just, uh, When do we end with Gary? I love it. I, I, I root for you because I know you're a friend of the Pulp Mex. I just want to say good luck in everything that you do on Sprint Car Racing, Andy. Thank you. I appreciate that and very we're much. Gonna, yeah. Hey, stay on hold, Gary. We're going to give you a Guts Racing t-shirt, okay? Fucking right. All we right, are. Stay on hold. All right. There we go. Right. It's uh, SprintCarMX.com show tonight <laughs> on the show. Uh, quickly, before we go to commercial break, uh, it's Jake Weimer. Jake, what's up, man? Oh, I'm just uh, cooking up, triggering on, my, uh, triggering on my trigger, dude. Okay, so listen. Listen, I just quickly, we had you on last yep. week so Kiefer could tell you that Nicole, that Nicole was in his top three, right? Yep, yep, yep. I got you. At any point, did you feel like, hey, I could be racing again, stay tuned, uh, hey, guys, I got something coming up? Yeah. Uh, yes. just You didn't feel like that was a, a, a good time to maybe tell us a little bit? No, because at that time, like when I told you when you called me a week ago, I was literally leaving the dealership um, yeah, with you the said 450 that. because I needed yeah. to get – Yeah, so the reason I went there and got it because I was thinking that this race was going to happen, um, I I found out about it really early on. Um, Bidos and RV called me. Um, but I didn't really want to say anything until I knew wow. that it was going to happen. I'm pissed so you didn't give me I was the heads up. Just, I'm pissed you didn't give me the heads yeah, up. Yeah, I was just keeping it quiet. Well, I was keeping it quiet until well, I knew it was going to happen or I'd look like an idiot. Well, could you not just give us some hints? Could you not text me? Could you not say anything? You know? I mean, really. It was still, like, honestly, this thing has come together so quick. I think that I probably initially found out about it uh probably a couple days few days handful of days before 
I was on the show a week ago. So there's still details to figure out and whatever. So I didn't want to talk about it, and then the thing ended up not happening. So well, that's, we, we that's put we put it. we put Nicole in the top three, and this is how you treat us. <laughs> Please. Please. Okay, so Please. we're gonna we just had Alessi and RV on to promote this thing. Um, yeah, I'm gonna ask you the same question: Who are you looking forward okay. to racing against, and who are you looking forward to watching race? I would say that I would look forward to race uh, Ivan because I'm always I've been good friends with Ivan for a long time, and we like to talk shit to each other. Like, hey, I'm an I'll 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 get you, you know that right. whole deal. Yep. So I would like to race Ivan. Um, RV did some damage on me for a lot of years, so I'd like to race <laughs> RV. Um, and then also Mikey. Like, I posted some pictures. When this whole thing came together, they were asking for photos that we could yeah. send in that they could use for promotion, whatever. And I don't have a lot of pictures or videos or anything, like, from when I was a kid. But I grew up, I mean, pretty much my whole life racing Mike. And... I randomly just typed in a Google search like Jake Weimer, Michael Essier, whatever it was. Yeah. And there was a photo from when we were like 11 or 12, and I ended up sending it to him, and we were talking about it, whatever. But a lot of people, I don't think anybody really knew who I was then. Right, right. So, thing with it. But, yeah, I mean, I grew up racing Mike so much my whole childhood. And, and so, so he ended I up beating my, you your whole childhood. He just beat you down like he beat everybody. Yeah, right. I mean, honestly, I can think of one time when we were 11 that straight up I beat him. I can uh, think of one. RV just told us and, one time also. One time at Ponca. That's it. Yeah, we were we were at uh, Victorville. Oh, yeah. And in 1999, we were 11 years old, and I I beat him straight up, and that's the only thing that I can think of. <laughs> Through the whole, through however many years, right. I mean, obviously later on, like Supercross, yeah. whatever, I'd, I'd yeah. beat him. But as far as the amateur thing, like Mike, Mike was he was the dude. So um, yeah, he was a tough customer. So I don't know. I guess Mike would be cool. RV. Um, Who are you looking forward to watching? I would like Bradshaw and Stan. I would like to race Bradshaw too. I brought oh, up the yeah. story the other day. Y- yeah, I brought up the story the other day to him. Talk to him. Like, hey, yeah, you're not going to remember this. He didn't remember. I've asked 14. him about it. Yeah, he didn't remember. No, he's he said there's no way I told a little kid that. And I'm like, dude, I'm just telling <laughs> <laughs> you. Uh, so Mike so, Jake was racing a super mini in Idaho when Bradshaw was coming back for Arena Cross, and Jake yep. Jake lined up on a. They combined all the winners or whatever, and and. Bradshaw came up to him and said, "If you get in front of me, I'll break your fucking leg." And Jake, you were fourteen. No, it was it was it was after the race because, like, keep in mind, like, I'm not I'm not tooting my horn here. Like, it was a really really short start, concrete start, and it had even like a drop. So it was like the weirdest start. Like, we've seen that in Supercross now, yeah. where there's like a drop off of the gate. I had never seen that at this time, and somehow I I think he was on a 125 because he was getting ready for the arena cross deal. And somehow I got to the first turn first. He passed me like really quick, but I must've gotten in his way. (laughs) And I've told this story on here before, but yeah, he, he he was, (laughs) 
from what I was told, he was pissed. And yeah. He was like, hey, yeah. if you get in my way again, I'm going to break your leg. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I won't get in your leg. <laughs> Jake's 14, whatever he is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was 14 because I, right. I was on a Honda Super Mini. Right. So, yeah. But anyway, I mean, yeah. I think it would be cool to watch K-Dub and Pastrana, um, Bradshaw Stanton. I think RV Alessi, I think more than that one is Ivan and Alessi because yes. Ivan, I love the shit out of Ivan. But, like, again, like, I think when you put any of us behind a gate, like, yeah, hey, we're friends. Yeah, it's cool, yeah. whatever. Like, oh, yeah, we're buddies. Yeah, whoever wins, wins. No, I mean, when the gate drops, it's like, no, I'm going to beat this dude. So I think Ivan and Mike would be really good. Well, um, will Ivan stand on Mike's bike, do you think, at any point? Yeah, I, I well, I, I don't know, but I, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> Ivan. Ivan. Ivan likes to scrap, so right, I can right. see it happening. Yeah, that'd be good. Well, uh, Jake Weiner. Also, okay. also beyond that yep. is that the standing on the bike and Mike's post some stuff and Ivan's post some stuff, like, and it's all fun and games. But, but legitimately, it's going to be a real race. Like, it's not, it's yeah. not going to be some, you know, like, I don't know that anybody's looking to stand on anyone's bike. But <laughs> I mean, do we want to win? I mean, me personally, I've talked to a handful of the guys. I mean, yeah, but when the gate drops. It's what? an ego thing. We're all we're all ego. Guys. What do we got to do to get some pulp graphics and everything on you? What do we got to do? That? Ooh, that's gonna cost you. That's gonna <laughs> yeah, be a hefty. Let's, let's talk. Maybe I can a hefty price. Maybe I can you know get the graphics going and uh, get a guts cover, seat cover for it, and pulp stuff. And, and so we'll... you can do you can do that in like three or four days. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's easy. Wow, you are impressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, wow. we'll have to do that. All right. Um, all right. Well, call me when you're done with the show. All right. Well, let's talk. All right, Jake. Thanks, buddy. Yep, no problem. You still, guys. hey, you still should have told us last week. I'm still standing by that. You still should have told us. Well, yeah, I, I disagree. That's why I didn't tell you. So. Okay. All, right. All right, see you, buddy. Thank you. All right, Jake Wyman, everybody, getting ready for the Fight Club, FightClub.tv. Ah, uh, let's go to Brain on two. Brain, what's up, man? Hey, good evening, boys. Hope all's well. Yeah. Hey, so two uh, two names. If you want to fuel a fire, uh, you really need to have Davey and uh, and Josh Grant. Uh, if you really want to feel fire, because just Davey and, and Mike, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but here's the deal. I feel like the guy that's really getting off easy is Ryan Sipes. Okay. He does, he, what's that? Okay, I said, okay. Explain. He, he doesn't have a rival. Don't know where you're going to find him. Don't know if anybody's going to be able to find him. Go get Brock Glover. Or Brock Glover. Brock Hepler. Oh, Hepler. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, dude I mean, I doubt he's fast. Any, or I say doubt he's fast. I, I, think, I bet you Hepler's much, still fast. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet, I so, bet. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that would be a. Uh, um, I feel like if you're going to make rivalries, man, dude, that's probably the, go, the guy to go get for Ryan. Yeah, if you think about it, like everybody kind of lines up to be rivals, except for Sipes, like you said, Brain. Uh, you know, yeah. And, I don't, yep. and the other problem is 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 uh, Hepler and his personality, or well, yeah, not much of. So that might yeah, not you kind of want to have guys well. that are yeah outgoing and funny, yeah. and, and I don't know if that's if that's Brock. So, all nope. right, thanks, Brain. Anyway. Thanks for, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Next up is AJ. AJ, what's up, man? Quick question. So um, I haven't rolled a bike competitively in, like, the last, like, 10 years, right? So I'm kind of out of the hole, like, what's good and what's bad. So what would you – I'm looking to get a 125 because I'm not trying to – Yeah. trying to be, like, a weekend warrior. Probably a good idea. So yep. what would you say 
because I'm like my I'm debating between a, K, a KTM and a YZ, but there's always getting that old bike and just like making it kind of like a project bike. What do you think? Uh, well, that? what's your budget? What's your budget? You know, um, I don't have a budget. Maybe like ten grand, like total. Oh, but. oh shit. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Um, nah, dude, get a modern one. Get a, any any aluminum frame YZ125. So that's like O five and up. And the KTM is actually still pretty new. Still got some good technology going on with that. So, you know, I just get a newer bike. Yeah, I rode a 19125 Husky at Day in the Dirt this year. Yep. And the thing ripped. Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. even, I just took it right from the, they loaned it to me. Yep. Just took it right out there and just, yeah. it was it was ready to go right yep. there. And the Yamaha's a solid package, good bike. Like, just yeah, stay with a modern one, I think. Modern? Yeah, because okay. especially 125 is high revving bikes. So if you buy a used one, you need to really go through it for crank bearings and top ends and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Shift transmissions because guys are shifting the shit out of those things. So any older 125 is going to be beat down a little bit. Yeah, I have a 04 KX that I could have rode that I've put a lot of money into. Yep. And then I decided at the last minute I want to try a more modern, yeah. you know, yeah. 125. As far as the engine package, it's really not changed much. But I, what impressed me was the ergonomics yeah. of the newer Husky. Yep. It just it felt like a better bike just because the way you sit on it and you the sit suspension. on it not yeah. in it and yeah 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 because yeah. yeah. i loved my yeah. 04 kx i loved it right and then you get on a modern one you're like oh wait yeah <laughs> uh so do that okay. aj get, get a newer one all right all right buddy appreciate it thank you man appreciate it all right let's go to commercial break here adam seen cirillo coming up next from the monster energy kawasaki team uh for andy greg from guts i'm steve mathis we'll be right back after this commercial break everybody Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? 
It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Barsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp listeners, this is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts Riders out there. Go get some this year. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp MX swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp MX stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales 
Get your equipment looking fresh visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PulpNation to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. 
over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Pop Mesh Show presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to Michael Lessie and Ryan Villapoto. And, uh, of course, thank you to uh, Jake Weimer as well. Andy Gregg from Guts Racing uh, in studio here. You want a seat cover? You want a seat? You want uh, a seat base? You want? You still got the Velcro ones? How's that going? Oh, gosh. Dude, the Velcro dude. seat covers are a hit, dude, especially I, in, the I UK, in the U.K. Over in the U.K., we ship seat containers full of them things. Of Velcro seat covers. Yep. You want to talk about the ultimate ease of putting on a seat? Yeah. Boom. Gutsracing.com. Pulp2020 is the code to save. I've been negotiating with uh, RV and Weimer this whole commercial break for graphics for this thing, for Fight Club, for Pulp MX graphics. And uh, let me just say, 
Their their prices are outrageous. Jeez. Yeah, what they want. This is it's not it's not good. I'm not I'm not I'm not prepared to go there. Have so. you signed an NDA about the prices? Because I'd like to know. Well, RV uh, one one of them threw out 120k. <laughs> I can't imagine which one. That yeah, was, yeah, so. right. I, I'll let you know which one which uh, one thought that one was appropriate. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and then 30k, it's gone down to that already. So, uh, yeah, thanks uh, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to. I wish there was a camera facing that way right now, so you can see what's going on. So. Talon is back in now. Talon is taking. Well, over. he just never came back from our little dinner, so yeah. I guess I'll just sit here until he's ready. Yeah, no little dinner. Tits had yeah. like twenty wings. <clears throat> this is what happens. Uh, Chris Kiefer's going to call in later. Andy Gregg, your local racer, uh, be it sprint cars, which of course you're a sprint car legend, of course, to, to, to that guy. Um, hey, buddy! Or motocross. So Kiefer's going to call in later. We have a uh, easy up argument. A, 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 a debate, let's call it. Okay, Coming I'm ready so, for yeah, that one. Let, let's let's get into that. Uh, let's get Adam Cincerillo on the phone if we can there. Tits, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks to the guys at Skosh. You know the guys at Skosh, probably. Yeah, those through guys the, are Through sick. the Rockstar Energy uh, Husky team that you sponsor. Uh, over 40 years in business by visiting Skosh.com. Uh, get, a, get a discount. Use Pulp 2020 at Skosh.com. Get the brand new base link modular charging system, which is right in front of you here, Andy. And it's got all the – you can set your phone on there and charge it. You can use the cords. You can do all sorts of things. Pulp 2020 code to save at Skosh. I love the little boost bottles, boom bottles things. Yep. Uh, I also have a set of Bluetooth headphones as well. Skosh.com, you'd be surprised all the stuff they have over there. Pulp 2020 is the code to save. Official uh, sponsor of the uh, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna brand uh, team, I should say, with uh, RJ Hampshire and Moseman and Dean Wilson and Zach Osborne and Jason Anderson and uh, Jaleek Swole. Did I leave anybody out? I think that's it. We're good. Yeah, I think that's everybody. Uh, hey, by the way, the guys at Art of Sport, they came on a few uh, few weeks ago, and uh, I've absolutely loved this stuff. I've been using it a ton, and uh, the deodorant I like, the body wash I love, and the shampoo is good as well. Artofsport.com, everything's under 10 bucks. Target.com, so we know in this time of day, in this age of, uh, of quarantine and coronavirus, everyone is ordering online. So if you go to Target.com, Check out the Art of Sports stuff nationwide, and uh, everything's under $10. Uh, I love it. I use it a lot. And Kenny Roxon's involved with this company as well. So why not? There's a moto tie-in with these guys. Uh, so uh, artofsport.com, please and proud to bring you our next guest of the night, Monster Energy Kawasaki and friend of the show, Adam Cirillo. What's up, AC? Not a whole lot, guys. What's going on? Art of Sport, you use it? Do you, have you, has he, have, have you yeah. given Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think – in the past few years, anyway, I think the like the chemicals basically that are in deodorants and other body washes, like that's I, I know at least in like the training world, that's kind of been a, a focal point. Like I guess it's really bad for you. Some of the like some of the metals and stuff that are in the uh, yep in the normal stuff. Yep. So that kind of scared me a little bit. And just have an artist sport and. It's on Amazon, too, so I honestly haven't even asked for it. I just buy it on Amazon. Really? You don't even ask for it for free? Yeah, no, I haven't even asked for it yet. Wow. Oh, that's nice of you. Uh, well, Art of Sport bringing you Adam Cincerillo tonight here. Hey, Adam, look, we just had that. We just had Weimer on and, and Michael Lessi and Villapoto talking about the Spike Club yeah. thing. What, yeah. What's your thoughts on this? What, where are you at on this thing? I don't know. I mean, I think, I think it's cool. It's a cool idea, and then – it kind of reminds me of straight rhythm a little bit with everybody kind of fake talking shit and, uh, yep. you know, kind of hyping it up a little bit. But yep. uh, I'm interested to see, like, you know, I think, you know, when, you, when you're when you growing up as a kid, like those, 
those kind of feelings that Alessi and RV and, you know, all those guys develop, like kind of, and, and even the thing with Tedesco and Alessi and stuff, yeah, I think that, yeah. that those emotions, like as much as everybody laughs about it now, those still are kind of there. So, I mean, I could see, you know, Mike doing something and then RV just completely snapping <laughs> and putting them both in the stands or vice versa. So yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested. I think. I'm interested, I mean, he said. I'm, <laughs> yeah, not a lot going on right now, so it's it's definitely a good time to try something new. You know, are I you, think. Are you laying out nineteen ninety five? I don't know. I might have to <laughs> get a code. Get a, a GoFundMe together. <laughs> you know what's funny is so RV said that he only remembers one time beating Michael Essie in amateurs, and then Weimer said he remembers one time. Can you imagine that one time you beat this guy? Yeah, yeah, that that would be that would be brutal. I think. Um, I mean, growing up with like everybody makes a kind of a bigger deal, like with like Cooper Webb and I uh, racing together and stuff. But it was never one of those situations where I was like kicking his ass every time. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe I was on the better end of it, but it, it was I wasn't that type of situation for me. So. Um, yeah, I, you, I couldn't imagine. Uh-huh. I couldn't imagine getting beat every single time. I mean, th- there would be a lot of harbored resentment there, uh, right? I know. Yeah. And and both guys were like, and it's funny that they were eleven or whatever old they were, and they still remember it. RV and Jake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like the formative years of your whole subconscious mind, almost. You know, so that stuff sticks with you a long time. What uh, what would be your ideal? Fight Club bracket. Two guys. Two guys? Yeah, just your two guys you want to see. Mm, man. Like any any year or is it just like right now? No, no. Any year, any time. Jeez, man. I mean, Fight Club, it's hard not to go. It's hard not to go Chad and, and James in 09. That was just. Right. That was, <laughs> that was such a good year. I think, I think, uh. I could sign up for a few more of those races that year together. They were pretty close. <laughs> they were, absolutely. Uh, Adam Cincerillo on the, on the Pepper Mech Show, presented by Motorsport.com and Fly Racing. So you're in California. You're starting to test? Yeah, I am. I'm back. Uh, we flew back just on, I think, Saturday night. Yep, all masked up and, uh, you know, trying to do our best on the plane, not, you know, not carrying anything or yeah. you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, we're back. It looks like we have the good to go this week to kind of, uh, you know, start testing doing some things out in california with kawasaki which is really cool i'm stoked about that obviously we don't know when we're racing still but um i mean i'm just kind of looking at it like i'm just trying to get everything sorted um in terms of testing and stuff so whenever we do race or if we race or whatever we'll uh you know be in a good spot basically uh how was the flight from florida to california was it empty was it full i don't even know I think there was like 20 people on our first leg to Denver, and then from I guess Colorado is pretty open right okay. now. And, and when I went through Denver Airport, it was relatively. It seemed like everybody was kind of pretty much back to normal. It seemed like, and I think there was maybe 30 or 40 people on our flight from Denver to uh, San Diego. Hey, we're getting some echoing. Are you using a headset or Bluetooth, or what are you using? No, this is my phone. What about now? I took it off speaker. There we go. That's better. Okay. I think that's yeah. better. Thanks. Sorry about um, that. Oh, that's up front. So, yeah, what we, we were talking about this proposed plan to go at the end of May. 
Um, where are you at on this percent? Do you think it happens from what people you talk to, from people you know? Are we fifty fifty? I don't know because some sometimes I hear people tell me uh, that it doesn't look like it's going to happen, and then it's like, oh well, it it's, it seems encouraging. It seems like we're making progress, and I, I really have no idea where we're at. <laughs> and it's to a point now where even with the team, it's. Yeah. You know, even uh, you know Dan Fahey, he he told me he's like, man, I can't. I'm not like I really don't feel the need to call you every single time we get an update, you know, because I'd be calling you every 30 minutes, you know. So yeah. it's just one of those things where we're communicating, where um, you know, basically weekly about it to kind of see where everything stands. But mm-hmm. it seems like it changes every time, you know, every time um, you know Feld and the teams talk yeah. together. Yep. You know, it's like, you know, I show up, I've been to Florida the last couple of weeks riding with Ken and, and those guys. And it's like, you know, you show up in the morning and Ken's like, well, did you hear we're, we're doing this now? And we're, you know, that's like yeah. our bench racing dis- discussion for the next, you know, two or three days. And then it's something else. So it's, uh, yeah, it's more hopeful. Obviously, I think it would be cool if we could be safe about it just because I think we would get some more eyes on the sport. You know, obviously a time where not a lot of sports are going on. So. Yeah, I hope uh, I hope we can pull something off. I just heard today Houston was a backup plan. First I'd heard of that. Houston, really backup. Yeah, plan. I've heard I've heard Florida too, Tampa. <laughs> okay, so I never heard so, that right. Exactly. Yeah, so it's one of those things. It's like you get bits and pieces from different people that are hearing different things. And right. at this point, for myself, I'm just you kind of have to put yourself in the which is it kind of sucks for us, right? Because you either want to be on vacation or you want to be getting ready to race. Yeah. And it's like right now, I think, you know, just knowing that, you know, my friends that race, it's, you know, some guys are kind of doing the full schedule. Some guys are barely riding and, you know, barely training. It's it's one of those things for me where I need to mentally tell myself I'm racing. And so I've pretty much been doing everything, um, you know, everything I've been, you know, I normally do. So Yeah. and, And there's a chance this thing doesn't work. And then the first national is July 4th. And we're another two months. Yep, there's another yep. two months. Like there's yeah, there's a chance. Yeah, that'd be insane. Yeah, and I've heard too. Like that's kind of that's kind of uh, you know a little bit of a stretch there, even with that. So who knows? Yep. I'm just I'm trying to be ready. And and at this point, like with how much break we've had, I'm almost mentally trying to look at you know whenever we do start racing as my second season in the class essentially you right. know i feel like i want my rookie season to be over and i you know i feel like now <laughs> i've had some time to right. to regroup and uh you know just kind of go over some things i feel like it's year two already does it matter to you you're out of the championship thing uh eli and kenny and coop are going to be battling this thing to the, to the end does it matter to you uh if we finish Supercross first and go to outdoors or do outdoors and go to Supercross, like either way, do you care? Does it matter? I mean, I obviously love both series and I think they're both uh, very important to our sport. I mean, I would personally for me, I would love to get going with Supercross if it is safe and if there is a way to do it. Not that I want to be stupid about it, but I'd like to race as soon as possible. Because like I said, I think that's a really good opportunity for the sport to get some extra eyes on it and, Listen, we know it's never going to be football or basketball or even hockey or anything like that. But right. um, I think I think that would be uh, pretty big for us right now. You know, even uh, I think just the, the the opportunity to to be in front of some more people is is something I would be stoked on. So right. I would like to do Supercross first, yep, if possible. Yep. But um, however it works, you know, I'm you know I know everybody's doing their best. 
Yeah. Uh, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Adam Cienciriller brought to you by Artisport.com. Uh, we're going to give away an Artisport kit. Let's do that in honor of Adam buying the stuff, even though Kenny can give it to him for free. Um, we're going to give away a whole a whole kit contest at PulpMXShow.com for the Artisport uh, drawing. So uh, enter contest at PulpMXShow.com if you want to win uh, a care kit from the folks at ArtofSport.com. Um, listen, I never mind about Kenny and Sexton. How's Troll Train? How's Troll? No, oh, dude, fit. Very fit. Very fit. It's funny. He's one of those guys, you know, he kind of, not to blow him out or anything, but like off-season Al is a lot different than in-season Al uh-huh. in terms of, um, yeah, what he's I doing. guess, f- yep. physical right. appearance. Right. Physical appearance. And off-season, I was just giving him uh, crap the other day. Because off-season Al didn't have his jersey off too much in the shop. <laughs> but now in-season, in-season Amart is shirtless at all times, dude. I mean, I swear, he's the last one on the track um, every day because he's got his jersey off for so long. Like, just, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, no, I know. I think uh, uh, off-season Al likes the wine a little bit. I think there's a lot uh, yeah, of that. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love the wine. Um, you no, got a question for, for Adam, Andy? Yeah. <clears throat> Hey, Adam, Andy from Guts. Um, just kind of thinking, since this season's a little different, and, um, like, if if the season was going normal and you had an injury, you'd obviously be focusing on getting your injury back and getting back to the races. But during this time, have you really found something like a hobby or something that you've never really imagined doing that you picked up during this time period, um, not knowing when you're going to race again? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. No, I mean nothing too new. I mean, I I I golf, so I've been doing that quite a bit. Even today, I actually played thirty six holes of golf. Jeez, so that was a good time. But uh, besides that, um, I, it's funny. You guys are probably going to think I'm super nerd, but uh, so this I have this group of guys now that I'm playing Call of Duty with, and we're like a we're like a legit squad. So and it's these other guys, they're actually they're professional cyclists, like Tour de France, World Tour level cyclists. Uh-huh. I've never met them before in my life, and I swear we're like best friends. <laughs> we just because we just been playing Call of Duty every night. There's this. It's kind of like I don't know if you know Fortnite. It's kind of yeah. the same yeah. basic concept of, you know, it's like a big team game now. It's called Warzone. So we've been really just going at it on Call of Duty every night. So and how do you how do you meet nothing. these guys? How do you get in this squad? So um, Lawson Craddock is is one of the guys I play with, um, and I met him through PowerDot, that the company okay. that um, yeah. I've been a part of the last couple of years. He's a part of it as well, um, and just met on social media, and then you know asked me if I had a PlayStation, and then we, you know, just kind of go from yeah, there. It's okay. just modern day friendship <laughs> for you. PowerDot also big sponsors of the Finding Stu video series that captured the oh, nation's yeah. attention. Right, uh, it really did. Yes. Yeah, it really did. Thank you for thank you to those guys for coming on board. Um, we've been binging anything on Netflix. Like we've watched Pookie and I, I'm into season three of Breaking Bad. We watched all the Tiger King. We watched the Innocence Project. I mean, we're, we're, we're diving in. I couldn't get into Tiger King. I just thought it was what? Too weird. I watched, I watched the first two episodes and I was out, dude. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, okay. Couldn't do it. I'm couldn't shocked. Couldn't do it. Yep. Uh, Breaking Bad, I, start, I tried to start that, uh, like I've tried to start it multiple times and I got to the the last time I started, I got to season three, but I just I cannot stand the characters. I mean, they're terrible, dude. Like the, the <laughs> Walt's wife, I can't do it. Yeah, I yeah. Can't do yeah, it. yeah. So no, I stopped. I, I, I stopped at season three or 
four or something like that. Right. But we've been watching Ozark. Oh, how's that? that I know. Really Pook, good. Pookie said really that we good. need to watch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's super good. I like Jason Bateman, so I'm kind of in on that a little bit. So. Yeah, yeah, he's really he's awesome in it. But uh, other than that, we got a, I'm a big I'm a big documentary guy. Yeah, I haven't seen any good lately. Um, oh, I watched that. Um, what was it called? Um, in the in Oregon in the mid '80s, uh, Wild Wild West. About these people that How moved in there. Oh, was it phenomenal? Phenomenal. Uh, about this cult that moved into Oregon, this little small town. It was it was amazing. Yeah. So huh. I'll uh, check it out. Uh, we got a call for you here from Ash. Ash, what's going on? What's your question for Adam Cien Cirillo? Hey guys, AC, big fan, dude. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, hey, I was watching an Aussie podcast last week, and it had Coach Rob Beams on it. And uh, he had big accolades for you and your work ethic. Um, he said his only concern was your body getting injured, as you hadn't filled out when you were like younger and stuff. And he was talking about like your wall crash in Geneva. Yep. Um, I guess my question is like, in hindsight, do you like you wish you'd changed up your program where it focused more on like strength or muscle or something? Because you like you were short, then you shot up really quickly. Like just. Um, interested in your thoughts on like that process yeah i think that's an that's a really good question um i think yes like looking back in hindsight i do have some regrets about not i guess kind of taking um more responsibility for the training i was doing um i think being on eldon's program like looking up to that for so long i just assumed that everything that he did was going to be exactly what I needed. And it, that didn't necessarily turn out to be the case. But um, mm. I think in hindsight, I, I was, I was working hard. It wasn't like I was lazy, you know, so it's hard to say I really regret, um, regret anything. I thought I was doing the right things, but knowing what I know now, I, I probably could have done some things differently. Um, but overall, yeah. in terms of mindset, I think I wish I would have just slowed down a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just thought even coming back from all these injuries and a lot of the reasons why I was getting hurt so much is because I felt like I needed to get back up to speed, like, right away. You know, and I'm 17, 18, 19. I still had so much time, but I felt like mm. I was running on no time at all. Like, I felt like, <laughs> you know, the world was going to end yeah. if I didn't, you know, if I didn't just smash it right then and there. And it's funny looking back now and just, you know, I, I wish I just would have chilled out a little bit, but I was just – full gas at all times. So I think that's the one thing I would change. It's just maybe my mindset. Yeah, that's that's funny yeah. you say that, Adam. Yeah, that's the I love that quote where you're just like I thought I had to I thought I had no time, but I had all the time in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's crazy you realize that. Like I realize that now. But then, you know, when you're 16, 17, 18, I was like, dude, my my life's over if I don't <laughs> You know, just go absolutely berserk on this Tuesday afternoon and smash these two twenties. You know, I think it's just—it's yeah. funny how you think. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Ash, do you want a guts racing T-shirt? I'd love one, dude. Thanks, uh, Dave. All right, stay on hold. We'll get your information. We'll send it out. All right. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, dude. Just because uh, Adam said it was a good question, that's—he's probably in Australia, Andy. So Pulpamex will pay for that postage. Oh wow! Look for, at that for that shirt. So uh, that's a good question. You never right. really get. I haven't really gotten too many good questions like that on here before. That was a good one. No, that's our that's our listeners for you. You're just not gonna not gonna. Have yeah, it. Right. quality. <laughs> right, right. Um, hey, uh, so one of the things we did in the break was uh, 
our buddy Ron Tishner, a Florida guy, uh, taught you, uh, had a great career as a factory Suzuki racer and, and, and in Japan and everything, taught you when you were younger, and uh, also taught Red Dog, uh, of course, and um, he got hurt. He needs some help paying medical bills. I reached out to you to see what we could do. We came up with a, with a co-hosting. You're going to come in studio. You're going to sit in on a show, and we bid the right to uh, come in and sit in with you and I, but more you, uh, for a Pulp Mech show. So we did that, and uh, we got a winner, and we, we're going to give some the money. The check is already off to RT. But, Adam, uh, what did Ryan, Ronnie Tishner mean to you growing up? Yeah, I mean, Ronnie was huge. He was the first guy uh, besides my dad that really taught me anything on a dirt bike. Um, I still remember my very first class with him. I think it was 03 or 04. I just got on a 65, and he was literally kind of – teaching me how to use the clutch and shift gears. Oh, and, wow. That, that basic. Yeah, like huh? that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff. I mean, right. not that I was completely right. incapable, but just of doing it the right way. And um, I I spent a lot of time with RT uh, working on technique, and that's kind of been always my – as you guys know, I tend to just want to pin it, you know, and so that's something that I really needed to focus on um, growing up, and he was, he was that for me, man. I yeah. spent – I did a lot of, like – three-day camps with him in, you know, Georgia and North Carolina and all over the place. Did so, you really? Oh, you traveled yeah. and stuff. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, no, okay. I did a lot of work with Ronnie, and even all the way until, I think, um, he helped me even a little bit as a pro, too, in the beginning yeah. of my pro career. Um, so super knowledgeable guy. Really love the way he does his his classes. They're super fun to get into, like, especially as a kid, because, you know, he'll, he'll kind of – depending on if it's a normal group of guys or beginners or what have you, um, assuming it's a normal guys, he, you know, gets everybody together, talks about the day, whatever. We go out there, do a 20 minute moto. And then we always work sections Yep. and kind of do the, try to have the best time through the section and, and all that stuff. And I definitely have a lot of really uh, good memories as a kid doing, doing classes with RT. Well, that's, that's awesome. And you're going to sit in studio one show and a guy, uh, I think I forget his name. His name is Dave. He won the thing. He's gonna sit in. Uh, he was pumped. He was stoked to meet you. So, heck yeah, maybe maybe if this racing thing gets away, maybe we'll make it happen sooner than later. Yeah, yeah. Bring bets while you're at it, and bring Nick, and we'll just. Oh uh, yeah, time. right. Um, yeah. I, I hey, when I was Timmy's mechanic, I want to say '99 or but maybe I was at Yamaha with him. I don't know. I went to Florida, and Ronnie was working with him again, and I'm like, what? And he's just like, yeah, I like to bring Ronnie into like. He really knows me well. He can watch me and tell me I've fallen into these bad habits. I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. You know, like yeah, just so, out of the blue. Sometimes you just need a, um, another set of eyes on you too, you know, and, and I think there's some guys out there that will just kind of, I don't know, almost make stuff up. <laughs> just watch you and make <laughs> stuff up. But but Ronnie has a really yeah. a detailed eye, and, um, yeah, the way he goes about things is, is pretty it's pretty simple, and, and that's what I always liked is it's pretty – short sweet to the point and right uh, you can you can make some major gains all right question from walker on one walker what's happening uh, thanks for calling the pulp mx show brought to you by motorsport and fly racing what's on your mind hey steve first off i want to tell you thanks for getting back at me in the dms i definitely went and did the link you told me so i could get a little bit to the show about the tires oh thank you um, appreciate it thank you yeah yeah no problem and my name's not hammy unfortunately but um <laughs> i was gonna talk <laughs> hammy what the, I, we haven't heard from him lately no hammy um, called in I, tonight hammy called in tonight tits refused uh, to take I, his call i must have i must i must have missed him i was, I was busy earlier um you know i was gonna talk to you obviously we know like 
some of the um, even Dino came out and said, you know, hey, I did take a pay cut, and some of these bigger factory teams are having to yeah. um, cut their riders back a little bit. But how many of these smaller satellite teams do you see, unfortunately, with this current situation, just not having the money to go racing next year? It's a great question. I don't have the answer. I would think some of them, uh, absolutely. I mean, I, I spoke about this last week on the show. I mean, I'm down thousands and thousands of dollars a month. Adam, I'm sure you've been furloughed by some guys. Dino talked about it. You know, the whole industry as a whole is, isn't yep. in great shape, and we're all taking sacrifices. And these teams are so tightly run on budgets that I got to think, Walker, we won't see somebody survive, you know. I, I, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know who or what or whatever, but, yeah, it's a really bad deal, you know. So Yeah, yeah. no, it sucks. You know, you see guys like the JGR guys who were already struggling. Yeah. Um, coming into this year, and you know, I hate it for like the Chaparral guys. Um, but it, it's tough for some of these teams. I just didn't know what you thought about that. Yeah, it, it'll be tough, absolutely. And I would expect there'll be some casualties, which sucks big time. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I hope that a uh, Hammy's quad team can make it through next year. Yeah, we all pray for Hammy. Thanks, Walker. Yeah, thanks, yeah, appreciate it. See uh, Adam, you know, if this season, so let's say CB doesn't happen, and we don't, we go in the fall. You're probably looking at a month and a half of prep before Anaheim 2021. Say it again. What month and a half? A month and a half prep for Anaheim 2021. If 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 we go Supercross in the fall. Oh yeah. Well, I I think, and this is what I always say to people. Like this is what I always said to people the past. I mean, I always, but past year or so when they they talk about how long the 450 season is and you know how grueling it is or whatever. And that's what I feel like is somewhat my advantage is because I almost love the sport to a fault. Like where I almost, some would argue maybe I like it too much, and I really like racing and being out there. So I, I, I think I would be able to use like the, I guess the burnout factor for mm-hmm. for some guys to my advantage. I would at least like to think so. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's just a whole new dynamic. You know, I think, yeah. you know, none of that off season boot camp is. It's going to be really tough. You know, guys are going to want a little bit of a break, at least two or three weeks, and then you know, rushing into testing and, and doing all that stuff. So it'll be it'll be really interesting. Yeah. And then you're basically looking at, you know, if we do start, um, let's say we start in a month and go from Supercross into outdoors and you know, you're looking at basically a year and a half of racing straight, which yeah. is crazy. Yep. Which is absolutely mad. It, it is. Uh, <laughs> as I was telling some a team owner was complaining to me about this and I said, well, everyone's in the same boot, in the same shoes. Everyone is. Like, this is not good for your team. He was explaining it that way. And I said, well, it's not good for anybody. Or everyone, no. everyone is yeah. in that boat. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And, on, and honestly, if I have to race two years straight for the sport to be in a better place, um, I will. You know, I, that, I, I don't speak for everybody when I say that. Yeah. But that's, you know, I think, and that's what I, and that's what I kind of, uh, you know, supports the my decision to want to race kind of as soon as we can. And you know, I want the I want the sport and like, like you guys were just talking about, I want these teams to be able to you know continue to go racing. And you know, we need that. We need that in the sport. And um, mm-hmm. you know, so I just yeah, I'd like to get out there. So Adam, earlier you were talking about how um, you want to get going racing. You know, right now with Supercross because with other sports being down it's going to possibly bring in some new fans, which I, I totally agree with. What what do you think would, hypothetically, what if um, Supercross got a little later start than expected and then 
forced outdoors into a position where they didn't race this year and that do you, you know if, hypothetically if that was to happen do you think that would crush the outdoors in for moving on you know in the future if they didn't if they were not able to get their their season in this year um would it would it kind of cripple them forever or do you think they could come back no i think i mean those guys davy and those guys they, they really know what they're doing and i think i don't think it would crush them i think it would take more than that to you know to get them to to go away and, and certainly i think the sport needs outdoors too it's the you know it's very you know it's our grassroots part of our sport and i think we need it to um you know compliment supercross too as well so yep. I, I think I think it would be fine. I mean, it would obviously be a bummer, and it would be a bummer for a lot of the promoters, too, that are uh, expecting that income this year from having a national. But from that standpoint, too, it's going to be tough to have a national this 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 whole year and have any fans attend. Yeah. You know, so either way, they're looking at some type of hit. So I honestly don't know the financial ins and outs. It's only kind of what I hear. So I'd hate to, um, you know, make any assumptions, but – I know Davey and those guys over there are really smart, and if there's a if there's a way, they're going to find it. We should run a bunch of races at Millville, and Troll could be national champion. Oh, he absolutely would be. Yeah. What an opportunity that'd be. Oh, fantastic. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Phil the other day, Filthy Phil, and he, yep. was, he was asking me, what's Troll going to do next year? What's Troll going to do? I'm like, I don't know. I have no idea. Troll sucks. Troy's ter- Troll's terrible. I'm like, I don't know, bro. Oh, I said to him man. at one point, why don't you just call Troll and yell at him? Why are you yelling at me about Troll? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so I'd like to have a uh, phone conversation with Phil. He seems like a he seems like a um, entertaining guy. He, he is. He is absolutely. I don't know if we saw, you saw this thing on RacerX Online. We're doing with a uh, online draft, right out of like a mainstream sports thing that we came up with this idea. No, I didn't see it. You were the number Look, one overall pick, bro, by Jason Wygant. You're kidding me. No, you were. We? So here here was the thing. Here was the criteria. I, I set the criteria up. I said you had to be uh, the most – wait, was Adam first? Yeah. <laughs> I need to – I need. yeah, you were. I'm pretty sure. Uh, for right. the next five years, you need to – you're a team manager. You need success in 250 and 450 uh, motocross and supercross for the next five years. Who are you picking right now? And you were number one pick, huh. yeah. And Weege, I, you know, Weege. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed Weege to pick me. To well, be honest with you, he also that's, picked that's, Justin Brayton, so he he was clearly not really listening to the rules. So, <laughs> did, yeah, okay, all right. So I was his first choice, or was Brayton? No, you were the first. You were the first pick overall. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got you. yeah. And I, I was stuck at the bottom, and I had to go. Uh, I had to go, Eli. I don't think Eli's around in five years. But I just thought we'd win a bunch of races early on. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have a kick-ass few years if he's yeah. around a five. Yeah, exactly. That was sort of the point, right? I'm like, hey, I'll take this for now. So. Yeah, well, I might have to drop Weezer a little thank you note. There you go. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, AC, as always, uh, thank you for the time. And thank you for uh, stepping up for Ronnie Tishner also. that's uh, That was really cool of you to do that. Yeah, you too. Uh, no, I'm, I'm excited. I always like coming in the studio too. It's not like it's a well, terrible tour or anything. And, and so. that, that RV guy won't be here. Be 14 oh, beers thank deep. God. We may be able to speak a little bit. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So, no, we uh, love RV. We do. Thanks for the time. Artisport.com bringing you Adam Cincerillo. Good luck with everything, and I'm sure we'll be, we'll talk soon, buddy. Thank you. All right. All thanks, right. guys. Appreciate it. That's Adam Cincerillo, Monster Energy Kawasaki rider. Great interview. He is. He's always a great interview. The thing I like about Adam is is that he has always been worried about the sport. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, you know, if we could race right now, we could get possibly some new viewers because all the football guys wouldn't be watching football, baseball, whatever. Yeah. You know, like that's the he, forward motion thinking you have to have yep. to keep the, you know, stuff going. Yeah. Like back in the day, NASCAR, it was the Richard Petty. I mean, he could see something and he's what, he made it into what going, it is right, now right. as far as the fan base. Yep. Adam is, is our guy at yeah. the current time where I feel like some of the other guys are, they're not so worried about the, what's the sport going to yeah. do. It's more, how is this going to affect my career? Don't you feel, and I've, and I've heard that you're absolutely right. You, you nailed it, Andy. Um, and I've had, I've heard criticism of other riders for not selling the sport and not being funny and open and good interviews and all of that. And I agree in some cases, but other cases you are who you are as a person. You're not making them, like Adam seen Cirillo. Adam's a unique guy in the industry. You know what I mean? You can't force that mantle of like, hey, sell the sport on a guy on the wrong guy. Yeah, yeah no, like, I, get, I get that. Yeah. But to to um, to a certain degree, every rider, should, you know, especially if you're getting paid to do it, you should feel some sort of obligation to yeah. at least no, pretend, yeah, yeah, like no. during the event, to pretend yeah. that you care that every fan is there right, and whatever. Right, right. Because in reality, if the fans are just like, hey, I'm tired of coming. You're out you're, of a job. Well, so. you're right in the case of me being the media. I'll go around to talk to some guys, and they're gone. They'll never stick around for interviews. And I'm like, that's part of your job, man. Like, obviously, I'm biased. I'm in the media. I want to get an interview. So I'm looking at it from a skewed point of view. I get it. But I really feel like part of your job as a professional motocross racer is to deal with the media, talk to the fans, tell them how your race was, tell them the good, tell them the bad. All of that stuff. That's part of the gig. And some of these guys don't get it. And I've brought it up to PR people and agents and managers and been like, hey, man, like, here's what I think about your rider. And I've been told, yeah, whatever. We don't care. And I'm like, okay, well, that's pretty short-sighted. Yeah, and I, and I translate that actually into my sprint car racing. I came to a Supercross whatever to do something with some seats years ago. I don't know what year it was, and this was way before we really kind of ramped up, and I was yeah. really trying to promote something new. So this is probably 08, 09, somewhere in that area. And I just felt the way they were treating me, I was like, man, I sure hope – and, like, seeing how they do stuff, I'm like, man, I sure hope I don't treat people around me at my races that way. Right. So I, it made me really more self-conscious about it to where no matter if I flip on the first lap of the race and destroyed a – you know, thirty thousand dollars worth of equipment yeah. or not. Yeah. I wait until every fan gets their autograph, whatever, yeah. and that's something I've stuck by. Like yeah. I am probably the last trailer to leave, even if it's a like I raced in Knoxville, Iowa. You know, that's a thirty some hour tow to California. Yeah. Yeah. I was the last guy to leave. I literally was the last trailer pulling out because I probably yeah. wasn't ever gonna race there again because I was such so far to go to Iowa, but yeah. I wanted to make sure that anybody that wanted to come talk to me, right. they were more than welcome to it. Uh, we got a guest on the line here who might want to chime in on that. He's a friend of the show. He's a prospect for the Tampa Bay Rays. Chris Betts. What's up, Betts? Oh, you know, just quarantining like everyone else, man. We we couldn't have you on with Adam on the same line because it might get deep and might get real weird at that point, you know? So we couldn't do that. Yeah, something like me. that. Listen, you, we'll get you on. I want to pick your brain for a couple of things. But first up, you saw the Dune Goon. Oh my god! Yeah, I uh, I actually like during one of my latest like YouTube dark holes, uh-huh. I con- I consciously searched for it, like searched everything and couldn't <laughs> find it. And then and then and then Mark's like liked something of mine, 
And I was like, you know what? Like, it's it's got to be on there. Like, so sure as shit, I scroll back and I find it, and I watched it on loop for like what felt like twenty minutes, <laughs> and just couldn't like. At, at first, it was like at first it was like, how is he still alive? And then yeah, it's and unbelievable. Then after that, it, yeah, and then after that, it was more like, well, why did he do that? Like, how did he let that happen? <laughs> You're welcome. Marks, do you have any entertainment? Do you have any? Will you repost that on your Instagram? Uh, yeah, I will if you want me to. Yeah, can yeah. we just bring it, bump it back up? It's okay, been, bring it back. It's to been the a top. couple of years. Right. <laughs> it, it doesn't get old. It's it's pretty great. As, as for like why, I don't have that, an like, answer. The fact that he survived and and just like, I don't know. Like I felt like I was watching like. I don't know what I was watching. Like a snuff like, video. Like a snuff video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't seem real. And then I just was so stoked to finally find it because there was multiple days where I was like, oh, you know what, I'm going to go looking for that and just right. never found it. Did you, Talon, did you ever see that? You saw it? Doom Goons? Okay, yeah. Uh, and also, there's also a video of the same guy pulling a backflip at Pastrana's. It's very strange. Uh, he can't complete a sand dune jump without dying, but... He can do a backflip, no problem. I'm a man of many talents. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, yeah. such a wide variety. <laughs> I love the panic rev from the moment he leaves the ramp. <laughs> the, the moment he leaves the ramp. So that's my my favorite part. Where yeah, it's like, oh, God. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, so post that. I'm Travis Marks on Instagram. Right? Yep. Yeah, yep. okay. I will um, post it. Hey, Betts. Uh, uh, so also on my Instagram, Pulpamex Instagram, I posted tonight before the show. We've got a voicemail. <laughs> we got a voicemail uh, from our listeners, of course, our dear Pulpamex Show listeners that are experts in everything, um, <laughs> saying that you should try the one knee down while you catch, and yeah. all the catchers are doing it now. Yeah. And then you, I, I, <laughs> and you proceed, uh, we overlaid the vi- that voicemail with a video of you with one knee down catching over and over. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like you don't have you know my bat boy isn't isn't calling in to to your show saying like yeah you know like ac should stand up more or should get his elbows <laughs> right, up like, right right you just right. don't do that no. like, <laughs> yeah yeah but, but the best part though was it's something that like over the last like three years i've consciously tried to perfect and i'm just sitting there like this motherfucker i swear <laughs> to god i don't get paid enough for this which i don't right right <laughs> Uh, yeah, my name is Bob, and uh, I'm uh, I'm working the lumber mill, and uh, I really think that Adam should fan his clutch more between shifts third and fourth around the outside of that outside berm. Yeah. Yeah, let me go work on that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's amazing. That's our listeners. They care about you, Betsy. They want to. Do- I, I appreciate. I feel like I feel like I have you know tens of thousands of coaches out there that are, have a really good interest for me. So that's reassuring that I can just kind of go to your social media or like vital or whatever yeah. and be like hey like my name's chris betts like you guys got any pointers and and i think that'll get me to the top i've been playing this game my whole life and yeah. i've been coached by the best of the best but does any of you out there can help me <laughs> <laughs> oh i know that's that's uh oh god that's so funny dude um hey is there gonna be a minor league season i don't know i'm i'm hearing i'm hearing Big league, no minor league, but I mean, we've also heard everything from like, let's play the season on the moon. Like, we're just throwing <laughs> shit at the wall and hoping it sticks at this point. So, I'm just along for the ride right now. Like, I'm kind of just dude, I can't waiting it out like everyone else. But how does how does you and all the other best prospects in the game, especially pitchers, especially pitchers, uh-huh. just go a year without throwing? Like, how does that work on their development? Like, these major league clubs are going to lose their minds. 
Yeah, like so for the pitchers, it's tough. But like for me, I'm I've been hitting and yeah. and throwing. Um, like if I need to throw, like I don't. Obviously, our parks are closed. Like guys are getting ran out of parks and stuff. So what I do actually is I just I I butt my dad. My dad gets you know stands all the way up against the back of our our gate and. I go to the end of my driveway and into the street, and that's about like 130, 150 feet. Yeah. And I just rear back and throw BBs at them for like 10 <laughs> minutes and play burnout. And then, like, I call it a day and I go back inside and, like, start doing woodwork and. Right. Lowe's. Go to Lowe's and whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kill grass, whatever I'm doing. It's like, honey, what's that guy going through? Oh, he's a catcher. He's just practicing. He's well, that's his- the crazy part is I was driving around. I drove into the neighborhood yesterday after I worked out in Yorba Linda, and I was kind of just thinking about it, and I'm like, I wonder what the people behind my house think that noise is. Right, right. <laughs> like, and- every, like, 30 seconds, there's just a loud snap. Right. Like, <laughs> God. And then does, your dad, does it hurt your dad's hand or no? He's fine. No, no, my dad's cool. He played. Yeah. He played uh, college. Oh, baseball that's right. You said that right. Yeah, your dad was a baseball. Yeah, player, so right. he definitely holds his own. But it's like I just feel like a total weirdo. Like I'm out there, like grown man, shuffling and throwing while like the lady who owns the house next to me was a cop. It's like I'm not the normal. Like people yeah, kind of yeah. they don't think it's cool. They're like they think I'm getting ready to play Sunday league most of the time. But you know what I mean? Like, like the, the 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 Nate Pearson who pitches for the Jays is the next guy. He's just gonna go he's a good. year without throwing? Like really? No, no. Like he's like he's probably throwing bullpens right now. So like the way you look at it is, how are like, you throwing bullpens a, though? How are these guys gonna do that? So like we all have indoor facilities and stuff, and pretty much like some of these facilities are being kind enough to let us in one or two guys at a time. Oh, okay. but like you saw, like I I built that pitcher's mound in my backyard before yeah. I had the facility. Um, so like guys are getting their work in. Um. But it's definitely, like, it's totally doable. And, like, luckily for us, like, it's not like football. Like, we don't have to, like, strap up pads and hit each other in our front yard. Like, we can we can make it work and, like, right. go to an empty parking lot or something. But okay. I think what you're going to see, though, is if the season doesn't happen, like, these teams are going to have us at their facilities for spring training, like, spring training facilities. And we're just going to have really, like, specific camps. Right, um, right. So, like, maybe one week it's all the minor league catchers and we go out and we do just, like, catchers only get their work in they go home for a month we come back like it yeah yeah there's so many different options but it's going to be an absolute nightmare once it gets going do any of your teams in the contraction in the minor league stuff is there any of them under danger for contraction any levels uh you know? like the teams that are going to get axed yeah yeah anybody yeah i think the way the way it is i think each each team has one and i think most have who? Because I think the number is what forty or sixty or something. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I, I think we have one or two up. Um, but the hard part about it, from like a player standpoint, is like you hate to see people lose their roster spots and their chance to make the big leagues. Yeah. But the whole point of doing this is some of the levels, some of the stadiums we have to go to, the facilities are so terrible that it's like it's either not safe for us to be playing on these terrible fields or. Yeah. Like the accommodations are so bad right, right. that it's like it's second class. Like Which, Clinton, Iowa has a team, and the only thing in town is a dog food factory, and you stay in like a Motel Six, and the whole town smells like cheap ass dog food, <laughs> and it's the worst field to play at, and they haven't had a fan since the eighties. It's like it's terrible, right? And, and but none, nobody in position of power in Major League Baseball wants to actually use those words, but they should be clipped. Yeah, and, and right. I think I think it's a fine line. Like it's a quality of work thing for us, you know, as players. Like 
we want we want to play yeah. in like nice facilities and like yeah we're still in the shithole minor leagues like doesn't mean we should have to go and like you know yeah hate to go to work every day so i don't know yeah. it's a fine line yep. like but um, glad that's not my decision. By the way, uh, a Pulp Mex show bringing uh, Major League ba- or Baseball players together. You'll be, you'll be in the majors soon. Uh, uh, Sean Irvin, uh, fiance of Kristen Beat, commented on Instagram for your stealing Yeah, stealing what starts. a good dude. I gotta, I gotta get, I gotta link up with him. Do you know where they're from? No. Well, yeah, he could he could use my backyard bullpen, dude. No, We're I think they're on the East Coast. Coast. No, they're on the East Coast. I know that for sure. Oh, so, okay. Somewhere back there. Um, how is the sponsorship from Lowe's going? Good. Yeah. Oh, dude, I told you I was working on something. It's kind of fallen through. Not oh. with Lowe's, with oh. another company. Oh, okay. Um, it's kind of yeah, fallen through. Terrible. So, yeah, it's it's yeah. We we may as well announce this now for quarantine people. There is this Fight Club MX thing coming up, and that's going to be interesting. But also coming up as soon as Marks can kind of figure everything out, uh, hmm. myself and Chris Betts will be doing a multi-platform challenge. Uh, yep. Chris and I will play MLB The Show against each other, best of three. And then we will flip to Supercross, the video game, best yep. of three. And uh, and we will see who rules what bets for these I games. I honestly, like, I, I'm so, like, I don't think you have a shot. Like, I got a talking to from, from my fiance because I was, like, putting in too much time on the sticks. And, like, she's out there, like, working her ass off right now with all the horses and like she's coming home and i'm just glued to the tv right now grinding so i don't well like i don't i don't think it's going to go well but it'll be a really good content. have you are you aware of kellen brower kellen nation kellen army yeah have you been getting coached i may or may not have been getting coached a little bit on <gasps> some on some supercross okay. video game moves you might have a shot but i've got like really good settings and like I've got sick fox kit. Like, I'm dialed, so it's going to be tough. <laughs> i got a you, sick fox kit. You should get Kellen to commentate it. Yeah, wow. Or, like, Kellen and Weege. Well, yeah. can we just get Marks to figure out the freaking streaming stuff? Like, I don't know how that works. Come on, Marks. Is it hard? You don't have anything to do. Ask Kellen. Yeah. How do we do that? How, is it, Andy, do you know <laughs> yeah, anybody? Fairly, fairly, no. fairly easy. No, I, I have no idea. We want to play, you know, we want to record it and play against each other, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're good. Really? It's not too hard. Okay. I feel I mean, like... if the price is right, I'll come to Vegas and we can do it in the same room. That'd no, you su- can't do that because you'll see where the ball goes. That'd be super easy, in, yeah. You know? No, bro, there's settings to do that so you can play against each other. Like, you can turn the ball marker off and... Yeah, like, but that's I... That's how the OGs play uh, it. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I got a better shot at the show beating you at the show. Really? Than I do at Supercross. Yeah, even though I've been getting coaching from Kellen Army. I don't know, man. I'm I'm 40 and 16 online, so. Oh, I'm not. That's that, pretty good. I'm not that good. No, that's pretty. Yeah, good. it's gonna be good content, though. I promise. All right. Well, maybe I mean maybe I've got some troubles then. Beating you. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I got a little like weary. I was watching like some of those highlights that the guys had been doing the pro like yep. streamer racers. Yep. And then I like clicked around on the leaderboards for like some of the lap times, and oh my god, like. Yeah. Legit. There. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, oh shit. There's no like no one. There's not going to be much separation in this game. And then here I am. Like, there's yeah. someone who's got a 11 second faster lap time than I do. Talon, are you are you have you done the video game thing? Are you getting the main event yet or no? No. Talon hasn't gotten the main yet. Our, our our producer night show. He's made the night show though in Deegan's in Deegan's thing. So. What's the, like? Is there lag and stuff? Like, are you just is everyone just slamming into each other? Or is it pretty clean? I don't. I I don't know. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna cross jump you. I'm gonna kick you out in the whoops. Like I'm not fighting clean on that one. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's cool if you want to win that way. No problem. Um, I can. I'll sleep like a baby at night. I uh, I've just been debating spending the ten bucks on getting RJ, the the vintage. Oh Legends, my god, dude! I got every add on. I got the Monster Cup add on. I got the Legends add on. I got the '86 Anaheim add on. You got it all. Uh, that's what. Oh yeah. That's what happens when you're a second round draft choice to the Tampa Bay Rays. So. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to get like people like. Like I'll I'll post something about quarantine and like I'll get a DM from like an obvious like pulp listener like giving me shit like I should be fine because of my signing bonus I can't complain about quarantine. <laughs> like, good God, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that sounds about right for us. I, for, it's public info and all, but I mean, let me live. <laughs> right, right. All right, buddy, we're gonna go. Um, thanks for picking up, though. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, no doubt. And uh, let's get ready to do some uh, some the show and Supercross the video game. And uh, I'm and in, all bro. That. And, and, and how uh, how was how was AC? He was great, huh? He was great. great as yeah, ever. he was great yeah. as ever. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, problem. always, always, always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, man. All right, we'll talk to you later, guys. Yeah, Have a good one. That's Chris Betts, everybody. Uh, friend of the show, Major League Baseball draft pick. Uh, Tyler's on four. Tyler, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> Yo, Tom, Steve. How are you? Good. Hey, uh, yeah, I had a question to ask you about two fifty light teams. I was wondering, in your opinion, um, I know you know you're. Maybe might be biased, you know, cough, cough, JDR, but uh, what's, what 250 team do you think works best together? Meaning, like, team manager, suspension tech, engine guy, um, hmm. mechanics. Like, what team do you think all the team personnel gets along? It's a good question. The best. Andy, what do you think? Um, I, from my from just working with the teams, I really think those Club MX guys do a good job. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, very guys that you work with. Yeah, 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 I was very impressed at um, Georgia when I just walked through the rig and how they're not associated, they're not intermingled with a with a 450 team like some of the other guys are, like yeah. Rockstar Husky yeah. or Geico Honda or yeah. Mitch's deal or whatever. And I felt like the way they all worked together and they were just it just seemed like a really well right. run. Um, team and then plus they have their facility, so yeah. they. Um, I feel like for a lights team, they definitely yeah. have a good program. Joey Crown was crushing it before he got hurt. What yeah. about uh, factory teams? Like what 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 factory teams do you think? In well, your opinion, you know work, work best? the pro circuit guys. Yeah. The pro circuit guys really have their shit together. I mean, they practice they practice motor swaps. They work their balls off. They've had this winning program forever. They do have some DNFs here and there, but I think they all all the teams kind of do. Um, you know, I think when you if you talk to riders, they'd want to ride for Mitch Payton. I think that's what they want to do, and there's a reason why, right? Uh, Geico certainly had their success, and Star Yamaha is crushing it. Uh, they got a great platform with the Yamaha, but I think when you just go around the Loretta Lens and say, "Who do you want to ride for?" when you're a kid, and they'd say Mitch Payton, Pro Circuit. Yeah, without a doubt, because that team is they they. They might not be the best team right this moment, but they will be at the next moment or so. Yeah, like at some point, right? They're yeah, always, yeah. they really don't falter, but like the other teams, they are just one little mishap away yeah. from having two or three years of just terrible. Right, right. Yep, yep, I think so. I don't yep. think anybody is uh, walking around saying, I want to ride for Star Yamaha. Like, the, the bikes are great, but I don't, you know, it's not the program. It's, it's yeah. Mitch Payton. So, yeah, yeah I, think, right. I think it'd be Mitch Payton, man. All right? Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Vertex Pistons, uh, they come standard 
in KTM and Husqvarna, two strokes, or they're an OEM supplier to KTM and Husqvarna. And more exotic brands like Gas, Gas, and TM, no matter which brand of bike you ride when it's time to rebuild your top end. Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. Full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons and replica. High compression and GP-style configurations. Email sales at pivotworks.com and mention Pulp MX Show for a deal on a top-end repair kit. So uh, you can get a top-end kit, same ones that uh, Travis Marks has in his bike, and uh, two-stroke, four-stroke replica replica pistons, uh, high compression, GP-style. Sales at pivotworks.com for more information from that. Let's go to our next guest, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. It's our buddy Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? Hey, Andy. Hey, Steve. How you guys doing? We're good, man. We got Andy from Guts in here, and uh, you use Guts product uh, for for many years. You oh, like yeah. some of their stuff. I do. I like them a lot. You like the traction, don't you? You like the traction. You're one of those guys. All fast guys want. Them. I like. I like to. I like to ribbed. I like yes. it ribbed. Yes, you do. Rib for your pleasure. <laughs> um. All right. Hey. So nice little, nice little couple days we spent together. Yeah, it was fun. I appreciate you coming down and ride with me. You're, you're kind of muffled. How's that? Is that better? Yeah, that's better. So right. uh, we went to Pro Circuit, hung out with Mitch, did a little filming yep. there. Uh, I went on a mountain bike ride with your son, Aiden. He thought it was funny that I crashed into a tree. <laughs> he, he washed my bike for me. We went to Glen Helen. We went to the Helen. Yeah. Yep. Good day. It was. I mean, uh, I don't get to see you that much down here, at least. Yep. So you had your bike, had the bicycles, got to play. Uh, we had a play date with Dawn too. Forgot about that. Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Glen Helen was good. And actually, I didn't really tell you this, but I thought you rode pretty good, Glen Helen. I felt like you rode, you know, pretty damn good for how rough it was that day. Uh, yeah, I didn't like the prep. I like a smooth water track with I'm the only guy out there. And that, that's not yeah, hap- you were already complaining at nine thirty. You're like, ah, no good, no good. <laughs> that's, that's like, r- dude, you get out there at nine thirty. You're like, ah, this is already ruddy and rough, you know. But um, oh man. So you thought I was riding all right? Oh, good. Yeah, no, I was actually I rode with you a little bit and watched you, and your yeah. line choices were were good, and oh. it, it looked like you've ridden there more than just a couple times in the past six months. So, which is true, yeah. Um, yeah, now, I mean, you rode Bet National. That was it. No, and I rode. I went back with with Weege one more time. Oh, that's right. You yep. did. Yeah, you're right. Yep. But uh, no, I felt 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 good. I felt really happy. that I did a 22 minute moto at the end of the day. The last the last day, 22 minutes. Yeah, you did really good. I, I, I was happy with that. I mean, kind of pushing. Not you know, not trying to kill myself, but semi pushing. Were you sore the next day? No, no, not at all. I'm a, I'm an elite athlete, so. So everything was going good, Andy. Uh, as I told you, Andy, we, we're, we're going to um, uh, we're going to you know have some controversy here, but everything was going well at Thursday. Glen Helen had a good day. Buddy's riding, enjoying ourselves, and then there's this guy next to us from Alpine Star. I'd never met him before, but seemed like a nice guy. Uh, uh, he was an a, worked at A Stars, and at some point at the end of the day, I'm um, loading my bike up and loading the stuff up. <laughs> And I get in the passenger seat to leave, Andy, and I'm just kind of looking at my phone, like got lots of texts and emails. I'm a very busy guy, lots of things going on. And I look over, and, and there, there's Kiefer taking down his easy up to the guy, the Alpine star guy next to us. And dude, he, and so whatever. I mean, I didn't see that. I didn't know that was what we were doing. I didn't know that's what we were doing. He gets in the van, and him and his kid are just ripping into me about not helping this guy with his easy up. First of all, I didn't know. Okay. Second of all, I don't really know this guy, but I still would have helped him out with an easy up if I was standing there, like right there. Kiefer's like, no, 
Listen, you always got to help out anybody to take the down easy up. If you see a stranger, you go over there. I, I said, you're supposed to walk across the pits and help a guy? Yeah. I'm like, come on, bro. <laughs> come, if you bring an easy up to the track, you take it down yourself. You shouldn't need strangers to help you. So this got into a huge debate right there. Andy, where do you stand on that? Honestly, I would be the guy that would be more offering the help to put it up because that's where I struggle. I wish some kind person would come help me get my easy up stretched out, taking it down. I don't need help, but if I see a dude struggling, I'll, I'll lend a hand. It's kind of like putting the shopping carts away. Yep. You, even though it wasn't mine, I'm going to put it away. So you'll walk across the pits like some sort of easy up teardown inspector and help people out? I said if I see the dude struggling. But if I see a guy over there, he's all okay. jacked and tan, and okay. he's popping the thing, no, 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 and he's lowering no, no. it down, wait, wait. he's got if it. If you see somebody struggling, yes. This guy was, wasn't struggling. Like, it's, you put up an easy up, and you just put it, pop it down, and you pop it up. It's pretty simple. And if you bring an easy up to the track, and before you tear it down, you look around for help, you're a fucking pussy. Don't bring an easy up to the track. Hey, Kiefer, didn't he say he was in the van and had no idea? So maybe the guy was struggling, taking it down. I'm just going to wait till you guys are done, because I have a lot. I have a lot of things it's, going it's, on right now. Okay, Marks, are you walking across the pits and helping some stranger tear down his easy up? No, I'm not. Tits? That's a big fat negative. Thank you. Thank you, Talon. Talon says yes, but fuck off. Hey, Kiefer, it do you pick up hitchhikers? Guys. No. See, uh, my wife wants to kill me. I pick up hitchhikers all the time. No, you don't. I swear on my life. What? My dad used to when we were yeah. kids. That's what he did. I picked up one hitchhiker one time in the box fan days. That's it. Yeah, I, all the time where we live, I see a guy walk in, and he's got his thumb out. I, hey, man, where, where are you going? And obviously, I'm not going to tell him, oh, well, here's my driveway. You have to get out. Like, I think of the closest, like, but gas they, station or something. Are they all something. normal, or are they weird? Uh, some of them get in and talk. Some of them just sit there. And I mean, one guy told me about his son was at Harvard and all this stuff, but I could smell he hadn't showered in weeks. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's I think it's kind of interesting. Sounds like Moser. Moser? Moser? Yeah. Yeah, was his name Moser? Was he from Spokane? <laughs> Okay. If you go to the track yeah. by yourself yeah. and bring an easy up, yeah. that's problem number one. You only need an umbrella for one person. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I mean, okay, if you help your friend, I get it. Yep. This guy was a friend of Kiefer's, so this doesn't quite apply. I just didn't notice what was going on. I would have helped this guy. I just didn't notice. Yeah, I agree with him, though. Like, I, if I go to the track by myself, I don't bring easy up. I only bring easy up if my five-year-old son's bringing his bike. Yeah, listen. I don't. I can stand. A, I can handle the heat. If I'm bringing an easy up, and if I'm taking it down, and someone comes up to me, I'm like, no, I'm good, sir. Thank you. Please <laughs> keep, step. Keep your six oh, feet. Shit. Please step away. I'll put my own easy up down. Okay. Are you Are you all done? Because I'm ready. All right. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Um. So, look it. I love Steve, one of my best friends. Love him to death, but he he needs to listen to Ryan. He needs to go back to last week's show, listen to the Rhino part where he's living in the now. The dude's face is buried in his phone. I'm talking to him, and he will not know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yep, just doesn't know. So I've caught on to this, so I'll be saying something. I'll test him every now. I go, yep, and he'll go, yep. So Steve's Emily, when he doesn't know what's going on, he'll go, yep. And he gets not even a question. Yep. So, <laughs> so next next door, he gets in. I, I understand. He thought we were leaving. He did. Maybe he didn't look over. I was taking it easy up down. So this made me laugh because maybe he doesn't know. And I wasn't grilling him. And Aiden wasn't grilling him when he we walked back into the, the sprinter. I just was like, dude, 
You're telling me you don't help guys that are next your neighbors in the pits to no. put up or take down? And he's like, no, no, no. don't do that. So it is, and it's and for people that are commenting on my Instagram and are going to call on the show, it's not about if you can or can't take it up or down. Look, I, I, there is a rule. If you see a dude, you know, you know the guys that don't know how to put up fucking easy up. Because they will, un, you know, uncondom it, take the condom off, stretch that son of a bitch out, and they'll start shaking the holy hell out of it. You're like, all right, this has no <laughs> fucking clue what yeah, you're doing. Yeah. So then you help. But then it doesn't matter. I've helped professional mechanics. As soon as they take the condom off, I'm in there. I'm helping. Because it, it just fucking You're just makes deep in like there. Quick. You're just deep in there. Get in there, deep black. Yes, I'm in there because... It's not about if you know how to put it up or take it down. Look, if you're bringing one, chances are really high you can do it yourself. It's just a courtesy thing. That's all I'm saying. So do I need and to walk around the pit? Know the rules. Do I need to walk around the pits? Hey, everybody, need help? An easy up? I'm here. No. Hey, how you doing? You good? You need help? And, and my my lovely my lovely uh, number five friend over there thinks you got to walk across the pits. It's just immediately next to you. You don't have to walk across the lane. Just if you see someone next to you, then give them a helping hand. You never know who you're going to meet. You might meet a nice dude, could be your friend, could be a hot chick, they could have a daughter, or whatever your M.O. is, there's a lot that could go on by just helping someone next to you. You can get some shade, free shade. They could have a daughter or a hot chick. Like, really? That's where you're going? Yes, of course. It's always there. I mean, like, if you're a young, single dude, help the dude next to you. You have no idea where that leads you. Don't bring an easy up to the track if you need help taking it down. Look. And here's the thing, and people that are ripping your ass on Instagram, I, <laughs> although it's funny, I think it's, people don't understand how, uh, like, you help a lot of people. So it's not like, fuck Steve, you know, he just doesn't understand. No, you get it. Maybe you just don't understand to the level of what you Listen, could do. I give That's thousands all. and thousands of dollars to riders every single year. Right. I help people. I'm, I, I'm good. But... I'm not going. Hey, hey, man, how's it going? You want me? To, what if the guy has a dead body in his fan, and you see it, and he has to kill you? Now, what if the guy? What if the guy has spittle and he has virus, and you get it? What if? What if the guy is like, "Hey, man, I just don't want you to help." Like, like I just, I got this. Cool. Hey, you can see that. You say, "Hey, man, I got it." I'm like, "All right, cool, man. Thanks. I'll walk away. No problem." It's too many things to get involved. I ain't forcing my easy up rules on the dude. No, dude. I'm coming for you. I'm helping you regardless. As soon as you get involved with a guy, you don't know where it's going to go. You don't know how it's going to go. You don't know where it's going to go. It's just. Isn't that fun part of life, Steve? Just stay away. Where does 420 Phil fit into all of this? (laughs) 480 Phil. 480 Phil. 480 Phil. I like 420 Phil better. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm glad that Marks Marks and, uh, and Tits over there stand with me. I'm loving the comments. As generous as you are in so many ways, there's so much basic shit that you're not generous with. It's it's, it's amazing to me. I've had people at the track at Western be like, you need help loading your bike. I'll be like, nope, I got it. Thank you, kind sir. But I have this because I ride a dirt bike and I shouldn't be uh, asking anybody for help to load my bike if I need, you know, like you just, you just unload and load your bike. that's it. People think, you know, you know, us guys that drive Riz lines are pussies, so they're probably asking you for the help. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was just getting ready to say, well, <laughs> if I saw a guy with a ridge line at the track, I might be like, Chances hey, are, honey, I need to go help this guy. <laughs> Chances are they can't afford a ridge line, so ch- most of those people. 
So I don't well, know. Here, here's the here, oh, I didn't appreciate you blowing me out on the on the Instagram. I didn't like I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that. What are you? Uh, no, look it. You could talk shit just like the rest of them. So getting it back is fine. I don't like that. You're, Listen, you're an asshole. Another another thing that you don't do, you don't ask the dude. You just help. Don't fucking ask him. Hey, do you want help? No, just help. That's all you gotta do. I'm glad that Tits and Mark stand with me. Just take that, take up, take your own easy up, up and down. Just that's it. That's it. Don't rely on the social system. Don't rely on the government. Don't rely on anybody to do your work for you. <laughs> you for ask us again after well, we get our second payment for the year. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's wait. Let's wait till phase three, and that's when you help other people with easy up. Hey, we we, we called Chris. Can we do a poll, Tits? Let's run a poll. Poll the next show. Consider it done. Do you? Should you help a stranger tear down his easy up? Should you or would you? Would you? Would, would you? you? Yeah. yeah. Would, would you, you help a stranger? Would you help put him up or down? Make sure you say it the right way. Well, whatever. Because okay. I'll, I'll make it fair. I would help a friend. I, I said I, I'm on the record of saying that. If I my buddy needs help, I'm, I'm doing it. Whatever. So you know. right. But um, hey, we and had. And I will give you credit when we did race the nationals at Sacramento. You you busted your ass. You helped him tear down the tent. So you were in it. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That that's all part of it. Yeah. Hey, we had Chris Betts on earlier, and uh, he just saw the Dune Goon crash for the first time. So he's what very impressed with Marks. Yeah, that's he's Marks is a very unassuming man. Backflip. I don't know what that Dune means. Goon, all of that. Just keeping you on. I your mean, toes. you look at Marks, and you would never think that dude is doing a backflip. Never, never nope. would know. Right, Andy? You think he could do a backflip? Uh, no. Well, I mean, I know Andy. that he has now, yeah, so it's different. Uh, but if I would have not known, no. I would have been like, eh. No, you're just like there. He just sits behind a court. He just codes stuff. That's all he does. I can't wait to make a gift. Man, I, this reminds me of a question I got asked the other day, and I don't know if we should do it now. I probably won't do it now. Never mind. It's, right. it's, not, it's not after dark yet. So. You want to take a uh, call from Cullen? Yes. Cullen, what's going on? Uh, Cullen, have you ever won anything from the Pulp Mech Show? Yeah, you gave me a T-shirt. I called in when uh, Cody Webb was on. I feel like that name sounded familiar. Uh, do you have a dirt bike? We I, we were talking we were talking about Stu Baylor and Wild Wally Palmer, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I just uh, yeah, I have a dirt bike. I have a KTM two fifty. Right, you want you want a Maxima oil kit? Sure. MaximaUSA.com. Yeah. Pulp twenty is the code to save. I just voted no on the poll, by the way. Tits right now. Don't so, do it, Colin. So it's one hundred percent to zero right now. Uh, all right, Colin, what's your question for Kiefer? So, Kiefer, I heard you mention last week you were going to be testing Stu's uh, Sherco this week, and then it came out that he got he split with the team. Do you have any info on that? You heard anything? Why did What happened there with the Sherco, Kiefer? I know you know. I do I do know, but I, I'm not at liberty to talk about it. So, oh, my God. I, I, I understandable. Me, waffle, Stu did waffle, promise me that waffle. he will come on the show to talk about it. So, What show? This show? Yeah. Oh, cool. That would be but, a okay. Lie. But I'm but his brother do that. but his brother kept the rod. Yeah. Yeah. Still on it. Awkward. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, Kiefer uh, goes. Once he, once he talks about it, it'll kind of make sense to you guys. And I don't want to be the guy to let it all out, but um, I am riding. I mean, he's a top. Thursday, so that's he's a top tier guy, and it wasn't a top tier team at the time. So I, I kind of get that. But are you um, going to test? Kiefer, you're gonna test the bike. Am I gonna? Yeah, I'm gonna test it Thursday. Sorry, you broke up. Oh, you're testing it Thursday. 
Yeah, Thursday we're, we're doing the video for Racer X, and we're going to test that sucker. Okay, all right. There you go, Colin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I got one more question. Okay. You said you were going to test the uh, 250 FX and your Kiefer Tested podcast. I've been listening to those religiously. Are you ever going to come out and do the uh, the 250 FX test? Yeah, so it's been kind of slow for manufacturers giving some of the media outlets some bikes, but um, yeah, I am lining up a couple two strokes right now, so that'll be that'll be happening soon. No, I meant the the two fifty four stroke Woods bike. Oh, Woods bike. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't have any plans on that. They don't have any right now. I asked for one, and they just simply don't have any to give out right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'm trying to convince my roommate to go uh, Blue Crew. So, uh, you guys, I'm trying to sell it on him. Once you go Blue Crew, you never go back. It's that simple. Right. Uh, st- stay on I'm hold, not all right? Crew, but it's a smart no, choice. It's a smart choice. Stay on hold. We'll get you that Maxima kit, all right? <laughs> I right, appreciate it, guys. All right. thanks, to the, thanks to the folks at Maxima USA. We got another question here. Snow's on two. Snow, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? Uh, question for I guess both of you. Um, I'm, got, I'm looking into getting my uh, first dirt bike. I guess uh, I am a quad guy. I've been riding for years and years. Um, local pro level on a quad, but uh, dirt bike, I just never really got around to or anything. Like, never really had too much interest, but I followed the sport forever. So, I'm good on it. I'm, I've got speed on the quad, but I know that that doesn't translate as well on the dirt bike, and it's kind of making me push, steer away from the Blue Crew. I'm looking at it like a YZ250F, but I know those things are powerful, and I know I'm probably going to be a little leery in the beginning so I'm kind of steering towards the RMZ 250, but I kind of wanted Kiefer and Steve, your uh, your guys' kind of take on it. Is the Yamaha that much more powerful, um, or you, is it something that? Man, are you angry about any of this quad talk the last few weeks? <laughs> <laughs> it cracks me up. Um, okay. I, <laughs> the only thing, uh, the only time it bothers me is with uh, when there's just misinformation. Um, uh, quads, you know, the weight of the quad or this or that or kind of what the technology is nowadays. And that that makes me want to call in pretty quickly, but I just, Because eh, Kiefer's going to race a quad pro national. Uh, I can't wait. We're backing from Guts Racing. Yes. 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 Okay, and he yeah, just goes, go yes. Yes. Go for it. I'd love, I'd, I'd watch every, every second. He wants to have podcasts. He wants to have YouTube videos. I will be. Well, listen, it can't it can't get any worse than his national attempt and, and, and his western <laughs> western really race uh, race stuff. Oh, so. if he doesn't qualify, I think I think it'd be worse. Um, yeah, it would but, be. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that, so, that what kind be. of bike should Snow have, uh, Kiefer? What What do you think? Uh, just one question for you, Snow. Uh, what are you riding? Off road, moto, what? So, uh, primarily moto, but. For a dirt bike, honestly, I'd okay. probably stick with trails for a while. Um, it's just because to get that comfortability. Um, honestly, that, like, but... this is your first bike. If this is your first bike, Snow, just I'm telling you, you you're not gonna know a lot of the differences between the bikes. I would go the least expensive route, and the Suzuki's plenty of bike for you, and it's going to be good enough for what you want to do. So, save yourself some money. Go invest in an RMZ 250. Have fun. The thing turns good. It has it's reliable. So, um, in order for my for me to get my feet wet out in the two wheel world, I would definitely go by RM Army. So that that would be my yeah. go to. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking too, just because I know they're good handling bikes, and to me, the handling is going to be more than the power by far, especially in the right. beginning, early days. And if I want it to be faster, I can. There's plenty of stuff I can do to it. Yeah, um, I mean, you can get a new RMZ250 for like fifty-two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them fifty-three, fifty-six, and yeah, they're all all, yep. all over the place for like a nineteen and whatnot. Um, yep. But like I said, I, I'm just I'm diehard Yamaha guy. I've always had Yamahas since I was six years old i first started um on quads even and uh i want that blue crew and there's nothing like a blue crew well then just get it you're not gonna it's it's not like you said you're not gonna notice a huge difference so if you have a relationship with a yamaha dealer you want to stay on yamaha and blue crew you know get it it's not going to be like going from a cr500 to a cr125 you know what i mean like it's still a 250f yeah, and I figured as much, but just, I don't know. That's why I'm asking, because, like, you guys have a hell of a lot more experience with that yeah, than do, I do, obviously, on the two-wheel right, side. Right, Kiefer, do you agree um, if he likes a Yamaha, he likes a Yamaha? Yeah, and if it's not that much more money, get what you want, you know? You you have a gut yeah. feeling, stick with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, right. I appreciate it, guys. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you, appreciate it. Uh, question for Skippy from, uh, uh, question for Andy from Skippy. What's up, Skippy? What's up, guys? How are y'all? We're good. Hey, so... Uh, Andy, thanks. You hooked me up with the wing seat cover last year, and I was pretty blown away with uh, how much it helped me kind of grip the bike and stuff like that, specifically because I've got chicken legs and 5'11", and I uh, just kind of wanted to hear a background about you know where you and the crew kind of came up with that. Um, actually, the wing seat, so like how we have it advertised on our website, it says RJ Wing Seat. It was actually Rick Johnson's brainchild. He, um, he thought it up. It was his... He was working with Blake Baggett on Factory Suzuki at the time, and Blake had a wrist injury and was having a hard time keeping himself forward on the bike. So um, instead of going with a step or a bump, um, he he felt like just watching Blake ride. That the problem was that he he didn't he wasn't able to keep his like lower body far enough forward on the bike. It wasn't so much the upper body. Yeah, but that was putting a lot of pressure on his wrist. And so he asked if – and we did a few variations, you know, small increments at a, at a time until we came up to the full inch. It's it's a full inch on each side. And then that way Blake could kind of lock his legs in and, like, kind of – it almost, like, cupped his boots a little bit too, like, on the top edge of the boot. And then he could ride looser with his arms, um, and he could, he could put in longer motos with, um, you know, less stress on the wrist. And then – when he left Suzuki and went to um, the Rock River team, or I mean to the Rocky Mountain team or BTO at the time, they were in contract with another seat manufacturer, so he couldn't use the seat. And that was about the same time Wilson was doing his own thing on the Yamaha, or starting to, and um, Rick Johnson got hooked up with him. And at Anaheim, we borrowed a seat from... Uh, Scott Champion had one and put it on Wilson's bike, and then he rode it. And now Wilson, he—I mean—he won't ride without it. Mosman won't ride without it. There's the guys that once they ride them and um, you know like them, then it's it's kind of set. It's there's guys that have tested them and they didn't they didn't like them for whatever reason. But the guys that that um, I think Kiefer had one on for a while. Yeah, didn't I think you, Chris? so. Yeah, I, I ran mine for like two years in the Yamaha, even though people think the Yamaha is. Bigger it's fat, yeah. In the in the midsection, I had was problem gripping it. So, um, I saw Dino was using it on the Husky. I was like, hey, I want to try that in the Yamaha. So, I actually uh, I ran it for a long time, and a lot of people 
when they emailed me, they said, yeah, I tried it. They liked it, and they kept with it. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. so, I mean, we have to give all the credit to Rick Johnson. It was his, his – he he could he thought it up, but he didn't know how to obviously manufacture to it and it, yeah. gave um, – we have was a good it, relationship with him. Was it him, a pain so. in the ass for you to do or no? No, no, no actually, yeah. and like all of our other manufacturing, um, I mean, we get a lot of people that want to know why we only offer it in black and other other colors, but it's because of a manufacturing standpoint that yeah. we could make it in other colors, but you might have to wait 14 days for it. Well, by then, you've already, you're over the idea. <laughs> so <laughs> so we just make them in black, and, yeah. and we have a pretty good process, and we have a lot of pre-cut pieces. And uh, oh, There you go, Skippy. Thanks, man. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, Brian's got a suspension question for Kiefer. What's up, Brian? Hey, guys. How are we doing tonight? We're good. Good. Chris, I got a little bit of a potentially sensitive question for you. Um, okay. I'm just curious. I know you had a lot of dealings with uh, Alta back in your day, and mm-hmm. uh, everything I've heard is you played a big role in getting that bike dialed in and set up for the masses. I just want to know, how, how involved were you in dialing in that base suspension setting for the bike and how much feedback were you able to give and what kind of maybe pushback were you getting? I'm just really curious. Um, I actually, man, I used to fly back and forth up there once every other week for two days, three days. So at the very early stages when Alta was named BRD, that's the name of the yeah. company. Then they switched names. Um, man, I was up there a lot riding the bike and then very early proto stages. So we went through a lot of, suspension changes and of course alta went and um made a contract through wp to use their suspension so they still had to run the four cs because that was part of their contract so i was really pushing for the air fork side of it because that fork was just simply a better fork but that wasn't released until a year or two down the road when they actually went through all the four cs stuff so we spent many days all over norcal riding different tracks renting tracks, going to Hollister Hills, trying to find a base setting where it kind of worked for everybody. And it just wasn't me as well. Some of the internal guys, I know um, Dennis Stapleton, he came up a couple times and he helped as well. Mm -hmm. So um, definitely I was in there a lot, but there was also other key elements to that too, is just trying to get other um, sizes, weights, abilities of riders to to be comfortable. And that was our main goal was how can we get – the combustion type of rider to just be able to transfer transfer over into electric technology and feel comfortable right away because we've all been there. We rode electric bikes. Like it doesn't feel like a dirt bike. It feels like something else. So they were really adamant about, hey, we want to make sure you can just go back and forth and get on our bike and it doesn't have to uh, doesn't have to re- rewind your brain to try to like okay I got to go back and try to do something else to to make this feel right. They just want it seamless. So. That right, was the Chris. Main thing. And, Chris, yeah. from your perspective, what I mean, you, you do a lot of testing, and just from your perspective and, and your experience with testing the Alta and giving your feedback, what what are the some of the significant differences, you know, just in suspension setup that you noticed riding the Alta versus, you know, say maybe a three fifty or four fifty? Well, to me, I had to make the suspension settings. Uh, for me at least, a little softer feeling because what worked on a four-stroke didn't work on the Alta because of the rotating mass. There wasn't none of it, right? So mm-hmm. the the Alta has a very free feeling when off off throttle. So 
I had to make the suspension move a little bit more, make a little bit more forgiving so it didn't have all the weight transferring forward and back. So that was something I really had to dial in and try to give the information to the Alta guys, to give the WP guys, was, hey, look, your settings that you guys are bringing over, just because we have the weight of a 450 doesn't mean we need the suspension settings of that. So that was a Mm -hmm. little bit of a struggle. All right. Breaking news, by the way. Tits, what's the what's the poll at? This it, is- it was at seventy eight percent say that you do and you would have to go help uh, your neighbor help set it up, you. and then I voted and bumped it down to seventy seven percent. But uh, Thank still, you. you're Thank it's you. not looking good. Overwhelming. Hey. Thank you. Yeah. Bullshit. Am I still in the line? Yeah, you're on. Hey, uh, I kind of disagree about the umbrella comment, man. I mean, especially here in SoCal, this sun is brutal, man, and. Every time I go to the track by myself, I'm bringing my easy up and popping that thing up. And Are you taking it down yourself? I know that I put it up myself and I take it down myself. Good job. You know I mean? all I right. up. Right That's on, Brian. Need. That's all we need. We need more people like you. <laughs> yeah. You know, just with a little experience, you know, yeah. working out the kinks, you figure it out. And, yeah. you know, it's not that bad. Less and people, I think everybody's less people looking around for kefirs to come running across Hold the pits. Hold <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you need help? Hey, you got a daughter? You need to be self-sufficient. <laughs> you got a daughter? <laughs> oh my gosh, Brian! And and you know I'm you I'm the guy down? as well that if I see another dude struggling, I'm over there helping him too because you know I was that guy in the beginning when I was trying to figure it all out and I don't know oh, I just shit. I feel like Have as a, in the motocross the community you got to help each other out even with stuff like that like I land pools out all the time and stuff like that. So you want to uh, listen, struggling. listen, Brian? You want a guts racing T-shirt? Because I like that comment. I like the comment about how you don't rely on help, Whatever, Brian. You want? You want? <laughs> yeah, sure. You want a guts racing shirt? All right, stay on hold. Thanks for the call, man. We'll get you a guts racing T-shirt. All right. Thanks, guys. I all appreciate. Right. It. Have no a good problem. night. Thank you. All right, Kiefer. Suck it, Brian. <laughs> hey, did you did you hey, say Kiefer? The, uh, your um, mic's on. Your mic's on. Thank you, Kiefer. Did you say that you tried some ED drugs? Some what? ED drugs? Uh, oh, rec- uh, yes, I have. You didn't like them? No, it made my heart like go ape shit, and I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. Okay. Besides that, though, did you have fun with them? Heather didn't. I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because Prairie Insulin, uh, they've come on board with us. Uh, the folks at PrairieInsulin.com, uh, they'll get a discount on uh, in- on insulin, on EG- ED drugs, or anything else. Uh, mention Pulp MX, get a discount. Uh, the insulin in the United States can be upwards of 10 times more expensive than the same product in Canada. I believe the ED stuff is the same as well. Uh, Prairie Insulin and Meds believes that taking care of your health that shouldn't burden you financially. So Pulpamex customers get 10% off the already low Canadian prices on insulin and all other prescription meds. PrairieInsulin.com. There you go. I didn't know that. Was, when did that start? This, this week? Um, yeah, last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm negotiating for uh, sponsorship for graphics for RV and Weimer for the uh, Fight Club. NC covers. NC covers. Yeah. Do do we do we know more about this or same? Um. Yeah. Well, what what did you need to know? 1995. Like where Tuesday? Where where is it at? How many laps? Uh, They don't know how many laps till they ride the track. Uh, Bracket style racing. You know, man, head to head. You know. Yep. Uh, Yep. 1995. For it to buy, twenty bucks. What about what, what track? Where, where are they going to be at? They're not, they're not telling anybody because they don't want anybody to show up. Got it. 
PrairieInsulin.com, by the way, if you want to get the same ED drugs that Ke- Chris Kiefer used. So. Yeah, Heather uh, looked like a Petaluma after that day. So. Yeah. <laughs> God, what's wrong with you? All right, we're going to let you go. we got two questions for Andy for seats. So. All right. Have a good show, guys. All right. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you soon. Later. Help your neighbor. Help your neighbor. See you later. Uh, Tim's on, too, for Andy. Tim's, what's up? You got a question for Andy about Honda seats? Tim, you there? Hey, Steve. Yeah. What's up, Tim? Uh, Hey, uh, I had a question for Andy. So uh, I got a 19450RX. Yep. And uh, got an oversized gas tank on it. Do you all have a seat? When I put the uh, gas tank on it, there's like a gap now between like the seat and the shroud. Do you all make a like a wider seat up there to kind of like cover that gap? Um, unfortunately, we don't because the we everything we make is molded to fit the stock seat pan and the stock configuration. So, for you know, for us to be able to make you know a foam that would or a seat that would fix that. Um, you know, it would it would very it'd be very limited to how many people buy that tank configuration, if that makes sense. So, um, unfortunately, don't make anything for it, and that is a problem with a lot of oversized gas tanks um, that they do change the the way the seat transitions up from the subframe. Yeah, they never look great, do they? Yeah, no. Um, so, unfortunately, we don't. You know, I'm sorry, I can't help with that. Uh, figured it was worth a shot to call in and ask. Yeah, yeah, All for right. sure. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Derek, you got a question about seat foam. Yeah, I do. Hey, Andy, I was uh, going to ask you. I've been getting in on this pit bike action that's exploding lately, and so my tailbone's paying the price for it. And on a new 110, I was looking at your taller seat foam, but I was wondering what foam density would be the best for an adult on a 110. Um, well, our, our medium foam, it is similar to the same firmness as a stock, but you, when you add that little extra foot, you know, the extra height in there, um, it doesn't, it, it, even though it like from the feel of the hands, it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like it's much softer, but when you sit on it, it's, it has a good feel to it. If you're worried about, you know, wanting a little more comfort, then I would just say, go ahead and get the soft, um, the soft foam. And you'd be surprised at even at the, at the professional level on even the supercross bikes how many guys do actually run a softer than stock seat foam um so it would it's kind of your call but i definitely wouldn't go with the hard firmness it would be if i was you know how how heavy are you right now 175 yeah i you'd be fine with with um the soft compound and which 110 are you on the kawasaki or the crf the crf yeah yeah um i would i mean it's if you're if you feel like your stock seat foam right now is is causing you know like a little bit of discomfort, then I would just go ahead and order the soft. Okay, and you use like a spray adhesive to do that to the seat pan, or what's the best way to attach? Yeah, it? yeah, that's the best, and we always recommend um, to people that as you pull your stock foam off, just kind of mimic what the factory did. Like you don't you don't need glue down the whole center, and you don't need glue all over the place. You'll see that most of the factory. Um, you know, when they're manufacturing the seats, they just put a little bit around the edge of the seat um, in the front and then a little bit in the back, and that's it. Because the foam, the foam adhesive, all you're doing is holding the foam in place while installing the cover. Because once the cover's on and nice and tight, the foam's not going anywhere. Right. Okay. 
All right. All right. Thanks well, for the I'll be getting yeah. uh, one of those ordered then. Thank you. I appreciate hey, use that. Use the pulp code when you order it. Yep. I already looked into it. Right. So I'll pulp be doing that for sure. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Andy Gregg from Guts Racing involved here uh, for the Pulp Mech Show. Also, uh, Adam Cien Cirillo, uh, Ryan Villapoto, Michael Lessi, Jake Weimer, Chris Kiefer all coming on. Can't believe the poll is there already there. What the hell is this world coming to? It's ridiculous. You right? Know. It's ridiculous. Just take, you down, take down your own easy up. Yes. All right. Thank you. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, Vertex, Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross 5, Maxima USA Pro Filter, Firepower Batteries and Chains. I want to thank those guys for coming on board, uh, just helping out uh, different privateers out there, including our own Talon. Uh, using Firepower uh, is committed to offering superior products with over 50 years of experience in the industry. Don't waste money when replacing OEM batteries or chains when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. Featherweight lithium batteries, uh, two-year warranty on those, uh, heavy-duty rollers, um, chains made in Japan. Firepowerparts.com, at Firepower Parts on social media. Thanks to those guys. FMF, great guys at FMF. Skosh as well. Pulp 2020 code to save at Skosh. Atlas neck brace. Chase Sexton wearing an Atlas brace out there. And uh, our buddy, the new uh, propping that company up and doing a good job with those guys. Uh, Works Connection. Pulp MX 20 is the code to save with Works Connection. OGO Power Sports. I love my OGO stuff. I've got that rig bag. Have you seen that thing? It's huge. No, I haven't. Yeah, dude, you could fit anything in there. Uh, Art of Sport. Get Data. Guts Racing, of course, in studio here. WUSA, the wheel choice of a, a bunch of people in the pits and a bunch of teams in the pits, and I'm sure W is wide open these days. I'm going to get him to help me with that CR500 project that I got. That you're also going to help me with, yeah, by the way, sick. for the seat. Uh, LA Honda World, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles. Uh, tits, the guys at Intense sent me the Taser in the expert build yes. uh, to try out, and uh, I lent it to you for a couple of days. Came back trashed. I put it together brand new, uh, flawlessly, by the way. And even though you had sent it to me missing parts, I happened to source them myself and was able to finish putting it together. This is all true. This is true, yes, yeah. So, yeah, we got to take it on a few rides. And I actually was very pleasantly surprised at how um So if you're in the market for an e-bike, which the one thing we hear is price for an e-bike, and yes. I get it. You yep. can't, oh, yeah. I can't say, like, oh, what the fuck? I can say, what the fuck, about the easy up. Mm-hmm. But I cannot say, what the fuck, about a price of an e-bike. So... The expert build is thirteen hundred bucks cheaper mm-hmm. than the full pro build. Yes, I didn't really notice the brakes were the only thing I really noticed. See, and I think that's a personal preference. Yeah, um, because I didn't feel that way. I actually, like I said, I was very surprised at how competent it was, and I let uh, my brother and a couple buddies uh, ride them as well. They went back to back and forth on the pro and the expert levels. Some of them liked the pro better. Some of them liked the expert, but. It was unanimous. Everybody yeah. loved both of them. Like yeah. they were, they both performed really so well. So I think with the Pulp Ten discount, it's just over five grand. I think something like that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah, it sounds about right. So please check it out. Intensecycles dot com. If you're in the market for an e bike, they got an expert build and they got a pro build as well. So I've got the uh, Pookie's been riding the expert build right now. Ah, Connor good. Fields took it out the other day. Uh huh. Um, someone else took it out too. Oh, Kiefer wrote it. Kiefer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Aiden Kiefer wrote it. Okay. No. Kiefer didn't ride it. Kellen wrote it. Kellen. From Racer X. Yep. And then Aiden Kiefer wrote it the next day. Okay. Things just been getting hammered. It's they're great bikes. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. Yep. So please check it out. Pulp ten code to save with it in ten cycles. Uh ride engineering, works chassis lab all on board. Michael Lindsay coming in studio. 
for the next show, by the way, everybody. So uh, Michael Lindsay from the uh, Honda team that's been beset by injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Do you help them? Yes, I do. Yeah, geez, yep. I thought you did. Uh, Blos, Jerry's gone. Jerry quit. Blos is hurt. Starling's there. Ben LeMay signed up for a race. Yep. Got hurt. Poor Michael Lindsay. Kind of sounds like JGR. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, right? Yeah. Yeah, those guys. Um, Freddie's back riding, though, I see. Freddie yep. Nor- Freddy Nor's back. Joey's, Sabachi's back. So whenever Supercross comes back, they should have their full team ready to go. Actually, everybody should be back by Yeah, now. with Tick. Tickles yeah, Tickles should be good, right? Yeah, yeah. he's back riding. So, yeah, he's riding. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. Those are our sponsors. Sponsor deals on com to save with those guys. As well, we got the Race Tech rant coming up. we got the Motorsport uh, tweet at tits as well. we got some voicemails coming up. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Michelin. Our buddies at Michelin sending us uh, some mountain bike tires as well. they got E-Wild tires, uh, specially designed for E-Mountain bikes. they got the Starcross 5. The tire that took me to a 14.9 for 7th overall at the World Vets. It's amazing. They're all now available for 50cc bikes and up. That's something new from those guys for the Starcross 5 line. Motorcycle.MichelinMan.com for more information. Go to your local dealer or online retailer. Follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. And also follow at FMIP underscore 222. Randy Richardson. The best follow on Instagram. He is pretty good. Uh, it's It's got to be top five. Yep. Uh, sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup. They've got the Red Bull Erzberg Rodeo, uh, which they've done well at with the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire as well. So thanks to the folks at Michelin. they got mountain bike tires, of course. You can grab that uh, from those guys. Uh, let's go to commercial break here. And um, last one of the night. Then we'll come back. Motorsport.com. Tweet at tits. Some voicemails. Maybe we'll update the, that easy up uh, poll, which is bullshit. Can we call Will? Will, Will can't come on. I asked him again. He said, I'll come on sometime. This upsets me. Yeah. You tell me the team. You tell me. Will's decision or the team? I think it's obvious. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk to Will. It's bullshit. Talk to him. Works connection, Will call. Gone. So we'll go to commercial break. We'll be right back. Andy Gregg from Guts Racing is in studio as well. And uh, much more when we come right back. All right, everybody. Stay tuned. Okay. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin Motorcycle Tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Pulp Mech Show, everybody. Please, if you're listening to these commercials, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's right, because without these commercials and without these sponsors, we wouldn't have a janky radio show for you to listen to. But for now, I want to talk about Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 20 years, they've been delivering professional-level graphics for every rider from an amateur to a pro, including Alex Ray back in the day. Choose from our selection of graphics uh, online or make yours one-of-a-kind. Roost also offers a wide range of custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. 48-hour turnaround. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section on the website. Get your Pulp Mech swag, customize your bike, get custom stickers, uh, get custom helmet stickers, whatever it is, uh, including Pulp Mech stuff. Follow them on Instagram, at RoostMX, for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh, visiting RoostMX.net, and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. Thanks, RoostMX.net. Want a chain and sprocket kit, but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. Join the ranks of Factory Yamaha's Justin Parsha and Aaron Plessinger, as well as Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandis, and run a Vortex sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX2020 and get the best deal on your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex EK Athlete Support Team for 2020. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. 
Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Race Tech. Good people. Hey, Pulp listeners. This is Andy from Guts Racing. I want to thank you guys for all the loyal support over the years. Thanks, Steve Mathis, for uh, having us on the show. Steve normally asks for us to write out what we want to say, but this year I'm shooting it from the gut, right from the heart, because I really do appreciate all the fans out there that take time out of their day to put an order in at GutsRacing.com using Pulp MX 2020 for 2020 to get 20% off. Keep ordering, guys. Appreciate it. Love the support. Shout out to all the Guts riders out there. Go get some this year. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at 
VertexPistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then while the competition has been trying to catch up. Grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over three decades, Works Connection has been designing and delivering factory-level parts to help produce champions worldwide. From the novice rider right up to the pro ranks, they're winning products like skid plates, radiator braces, pro-launch start device, elite clutch perch, and elite axle blocks help to protect and refine motocross, supercross, and off-road bikes. Join Team Honda HRC, Star Racing Yamaha, Smart Top Honda, JGR Suzuki, and HEP Racing Race Teams and rely on Works Connection products to deliver quality and reliability. To see what they have to offer and to help improve your race efforts, just visit worksconnection.com today. And don't forget to enter Pulp MX20 to save 20% on your order. Guess I'll start it up again I'm falling from the ceiling You're falling from the sky Back already, Paul Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, Andy Gregg from Guts Racing in studio. Do yes, count, sir. Do you like Counting Crows? Uh, yeah, I can, I can do that. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. That's my favorite Counting Crows song right there. That's, I like. They're that. not in my top three. Like, that's okay. But yeah, that's yeah, fine. I mean, it's no, it's good. They're not my top three either. I like Van Halen personally, but you know. Yeah, I respect that. With with Sammy Hagar though. Yeah. Right. 
again, GutsRacing.com for more information on that. Uh, they do the seats and the foams for Monster Energy Pro Circuit and Rockstar Husky and the Chaparral guys and... Gosh, JGR. JGR, yeah. Pro Circuit. You said Pro Circuit, yeah, I think, I said already. Pro Circuit. Uh, Club MX, Phoenix Honda. Yeah. What's the other Phoenix Honda? There's like two Phoenix Hondas. They're kind of different. No one's a quad team. Yeah, well, they have a Supercross <laughs> team, <laughs> no, too. I know, I know. Because you have... Yeah. Uh, Jace Owen. Jace Owen. Kyle but Peters. Then what's the team that has uh, Jordan Bailey? Oh, Ty Lube. That's a Ty Lube. Ty Lube. Ty Lube. They, they also started out as a Phoenix... Like, when oh, it all did? started, okay. yeah, yeah. They yeah. both had Phoenix Honda names, and yeah. then... One had to tell me how they weren't part of the other Phoenix Honda team, and like, just <laughs> right, right. yeah. Uh, hey, for all um, for all year, uh, we've been doing this Yamaha Privateer LCQ Challenge thing, and we're still doing it, people, because there's still races to be done. And if they're not done, then we will give the money away to the guys in the points right now. But what we did was the when the series was put on hold after Daytona, uh, the top seven went into a runoff, and uh, we're waiting to start that. Joan Cross, I think, is leading right now. But anyways, we're giving away a 2020 Yamaha YZ450, uh, two Yamaha generators, a set of gear from FXR, a set of gear from Fly, uh, FMF, Racetech, Roost, Works Connection, Guts, uh, you name it. They're all pitching in for, for help with the bike, for the winner's bike. It's a really cool deal. So uh, go to pulpmex.com uh, to see it up there. Uh, $20 gets you a raffle ticket. Marks, you're still working on that program to draw the winner or whatever the hell we're going to do. Yeah, it's whatever. done. It's done. What do you mean? Program. Oh, the program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, same I'm one amazing. we did last year, right? You're welcome. Uh, and by the way, so I don't want to uh, – I don't know how to frame this properly. So last year we had a lot of money. This year we don't have as much, which is bad because we can't give away as much to privateers. But the good thing is is your chances to win is better. Are, is better. Yeah, so there's, so, there's you know good what I'm and bads to both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have the amount of money that we, we gave out last year. We don't have it, people, but there's still time. If you do buy a ticket, you have a better chance to win this year in 2020. Yeah, so, so that's all. our UPS driver one year, local bike shop, Yamaha yeah. shop, was giving away a bike or whatever, and yeah. he was the guy that bought one ticket. Yeah. Well, he was he was the dude that bought one ticket. Our winner ticket. last year bought one ticket the day before the drawing and won. Yeah. So. Out of everybody. A guy from Kentucky, he said he bought one $20 ticket the day before. Yeah, because really think and about it. What I mean – you skip a couple Starbucks for the week. You could buy two tickets, you know, and then impossibly end up with a brand new dirt bike. Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks to the folks at Yamaha for that. We're doing that. Uh, really appreciate that as well. So please, twenty dollars uh, gets you into the into the loop there. Uh, I want to thank the folks um, at uh, Motorsport, of course, for doing their tweet it tweet it tits segment. Let's uh, let's do that, shall we? We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from Motorsport.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Oh, I, I didn't see, I didn't see the dark side called in before I. Sorry, he can it. wait. It's fine. No, let's put him on. He because, me because Guts Racing stepped up this year in their support and are supporting the the wrap up show. So we really appreciate that Michelin bicycle tires as well. And he stepped up. Darkside, what's up? What's up? Let's talk about some sprint car racing. <laughs> uh, I'd rather not, uh, you know. But um, Don't bro me. Really, really. Hey, we, Gary was right. Gary was right. Slamming Sammy Swindell, best ever. I met Slamming Sammy somewhere. Did? Yeah, Did yeah, yeah. I met him uh, years ago. Like around Daytona time? Would he have been around Daytona? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they raced Volusia around that time. Okay, so I met him. I want to say at a bar like in Daytona, like Razzles or somewhere, real, you know? Real quiet. Love this so, guy. Right um, 
Hey, uh, Darkside, so, yeah, thanks to Guts Racing for stepping up the wrap-up show. How's, how's that going, Andy? How do you feel about the wrap-up show being associated with Guts Racing and all of that? It's good. Yeah. I mean, like, what they say, good publicity, bad publicity, it's all good, right? Or, you know, no. <laughs> it's all good. It's wow. such thing as bad publicity. I, yeah, exactly. However yeah, that works, I don't know. It. All I know is that Darkside's awesome, and we like being part of it. Thanks, man. You're awesome too. I appreciate you. I just run your seat covers, obviously. We gotta, we gotta, dark side. We gotta like, uh, gotta fix the phone issues we got going on. Some phone yeah. issues. Hey, you know, my phone hybrid came in today, so uh, if I, I would have got it hooked up, but I've been listening to your show instead. Okay, all right. We gotta prove it. We're, we're gonna work on that tomorrow. Audio. We're working on it, yeah. man. We're working on it. Um, also, too, they're a little short right now. I want to maybe step those up. They're like 48 minutes or something. So, you know. Okay. Yeah. I, I well, I kind of thought you know you, you thought they were going too long, so I shortened them a little bit. Yeah, you did say that. And then I feel like sometimes you're just missing stuff, Dark Side. You're just completely out to lunch on some stuff that I say. Like I, I want to write something down this past week. You were on it last week, Andy, right? A uh, week before. Week before. Okay, who was on it this week? This week is Justin Starling and Kellen Brower. No, but last week who was on it? Like who was on this? Oh, um, Piedmont. Yeah, last. Oh, yeah, what? Randy. And Connor. Yeah, yeah, Randy and Connor, yeah. You said something in there, Dark Side, that was like, Steve said the piece of cheese was blue. And, and dude, I actually said the piece of okay. cheese is green. Like, I, you said the complete opposite. <laughs> and I know you make notes. I know you make notes, like, during the show. Like, I know that. Yeah. So, But you said something that was, I'm like, what? I didn't say that. I don't know. I, I don't know, Dark Side. You, you got to take better notes. I, I don't know what that was about. I don't know certain. either. I can't remember. I was going to write it down, and I forgot. I was driving. So, um, anyways. Right. But, no, it's, it's it's you know, it's a, it's a, it's a work in progress. We're trying to get better progress. all the time, you know? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's good. I'll, I enjoy doing it, as I've said. So, and you, you enjoy giving me shit about it. So, so, Vertex Pistons is on board with you? They dialed you in? Oh yeah, they, yeah, yeah, man. James hooked me up right. over there. Uh, I got my top end kit for my 15, and I got their full wrench rabbit kit coming for my 06, just like Mark's. All right, good to hear. Yep. Um, what yep. else? I uh, I always use the pulp discounts when I can, man. Just about damn near everything you guys promote, I use. Oh, thanks, appreciate. It. Did you try Art of Sport yet? I did. I didn't get it from Target. I got it from Amazon. But, okay, yeah, I'm using it. And what'd you think? I love it. It's awesome. It smells great. What about the? Can't keep the chicks off me. Oh, easy on that. <laughs> right. Did your chick your chick right. said you could get another girlfriend, right? Like Rhino? No, she said that well, she said I could, but I we I'd have to move out, you know. Oh, okay. That that that'd be the end. Yeah, 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 she she wasn't down with that. Right. She doesn't roll out that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, and as far as the easy up thing goes, mm-hmm. dude, you gotta help, man. I got I bring three to the track because I have to set up I got my X brand one. Oh boy. And up you know, I set up for my Astra stuff and freaking Eagle Grit and I got I bring three, so if I can get help. It's it's all good. You have an Eagle Grit Easy Up? No, I just have a regular Easy Up, but oh, okay. I sell Eagle Grit at the track for okay, okay. Because I, 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 I was gonna, brand. I was gonna be pretty bummed because I'm on a pretty solid sponsorship <laughs> with those guys, and I don't have an Eagle Grit. <laughs> no, no, but no, I have an X brand one, but the others are regular. Just the main plain. event Moto guy is not involved with Eagle Grit anymore. Or what's going on with that? Uh, do we know? I don't, I don't know if I'm at liberty to talk okay, about that. All right. I mean, I like the Eagle Grit stuff. I yeah, use no, he's it. still there oh. right at the moment. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. It, there, there's things going on, but so, yeah, it's been uh, dark side. Dark side brings three easy ups to the track and then expects to get help. 
Okay, cool. And no, he's selling not, stuff. I expect to get out, but it's sure nice when uh, when you're tearing down. Well, hopefully Kiefer's around when or, you're tearing down. So. It's actually more difficult to put him up, but yeah. yeah. At, at the end of the day, though. Yeah. Hey, day, hey, nice. hey, Mr. Guy with the ponytail. Sorry, you need some help. <laughs> you need some help with the easy up. <laughs> Even though it's called easy up, it seems to be hard for you. Oh, man, you're just not a friendly person, Steve. I, I just... Don't bring him to the track if you can't fucking take him down. That's all. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I can put him up and take him down by myself. Good. There we go. Then. Help. There we go. Do you put the condom on over top of him? <laughs> no, not anymore. They just go in the trailer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Th- I think those things never go back on after a brand new Easy Up gets done, right? Like, yeah. Maybe the first one or two times, and I was over it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. All right. Anything else, yeah. Dark Side? I think that's it, man. So uh, you got, so you, you, got, you, got a, you got a real live rider to come on the wrap up show, Starling. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Actual. Well, rider. I've had. A, I mean, I've had Eddie Ray and I've had Cade, but I think those guys are they, real they live don't, too. No, nah, they don't count because they're just buddies of mine. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, they don't. They're just buddies of mine. They'll do anything. Yeah, Justin's a big fan, man. He he uh, he loves your show. So well, yeah. ask him. Okay, if he's such a big fucking fan, why didn't he come up to be in studio when Michael Lindsay came up with Jerry? Okay, I'll I'll, I'll put that in my notes right now. I mean, you thought if the guy's a fan, right? He'd come yeah. up, but he didn't yeah. come up. So he could have came and joined me. Yeah. So. Well, that, that's a, that's the, that's the question for yeah. sure. That's going in the notes, and we'll find out. All right, Dark Side, the guy uh, who won the uh, t- the auction for Tishner to sit in studio with yeah. AC. Uh huh. He said he didn't want to be here if you were here. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right. Well, we'll tell him to send a little more money then. You know, I'm just just telling you. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Andy, you got a shout out. You want to do a shout oh, out? Uh, I just got a text. Years. Matter of fact, what the girls must be watching live. Oh, they're so, sending me pictures of me um, drinking and, and yeah, enjoying the Lagunitas IPA. So yeah, I got a couple girls at the shop that are pretty solid. Appreciate yeah. all their hard work. So if you guys are out there listening or into blondes or brunettes, we got you covered at guts names. Taylor, mm-hmm. Sierra. Taylor, Last, Sierra. Yep, Taylor and Sierra. Every time we do a post, the poor girls. Is just Sierra get her real name? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a real <laughs> that's life. That's a name. <laughs> yeah, that's a real name. I didn't say that. Right, sorry. Um, but every time we have um, some sort of thing on our story and I tag them, poor, uh, poor girls get inundated in their DMs. DMs. From all the dirt bikers. Grease, grease ball dirt bikers sliding into DMs. Imagine and that. some of the guys I laugh pretty hard when they're on there because I, I know who they are. So really? I find it, yeah, I find it pretty hilarious. I don't... Dude, that's ballsy to slide into a girl's DMs without her knowing anything about you and thinking that you have a shot. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're just like, you know, follow me or like, hey, what's up? You know, yeah, so like they don't. None of them really have come out and just been like, hey, let me... Has anyone in here in the room or dark side ever slid into a strange woman's DMs? See if now. Well, you're married. I'm married. Yeah, but if they ha- if it was married. possible when I was single, for sure you would have done it. Oh gosh, yeah. I don't think I'll have enough confidence <laughs> to do that. For sure, oh, yeah. I don't think Absolutely. I do. I, I I just think that why, why would this chick want me? I have to. But before I was married, we still had phones with cords on them. Yeah. yeah so yeah. good point. I just called Saturday morning when they and I tell their moms <laughs> to wake them up so they would be all huh. Hello. Dark side? Uh-huh. Dark side, you ever done that? No, man. I'm solid with my relationship, so no. What about before? Not my style. Okay. No, we're, yeah, we well, were talking tr- before, like yeah, before. pre. Pre pony. Oh, no, shit. No, no. There, there was no social media before my relationships. No DMs. Long, yeah, long relationships. You, if, you, if you could have, would you? Oh, yeah. Come on, man. 
Yeah, single, absolutely. Uh, I miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I mean, I guess, Michael, yeah, Michael I guess. Scott. I don't know. I just, I send a cock shot. I'm pretty confident Talon do. probably does that to literally everyone <laughs> oh, on the, enti- yeah, on the entire Talon. internet. Yeah, yes, Talon everyone. That. Yeah, Talon's that kind of greasy grease ball. <laughs> grease yeah. ball. Uh, all right, Dark Side. Thanks, man. Guts Racing, by the way. Yeah. Thank you for supporting the wrap up show, Andy. Appreciate yeah, not a, not a problem. Yeah, you are the reason, and Randy, that it's going this year. So, well, yep. I hope Dark I Side. You guys. I hope you sleep better knowing that, bud. I do, man. I wasn't sleeping until you saved the day. <laughs> yep. You and Randy. Yep. Awesome. All right. Thanks, yep. Dark Side. All right. Thanks. Motorsport.com. Uh, speaking of motorsport, I think I've struck a deal. Stay tuned. I think I've struck a deal for Pulp Nation graphics on Dickhead's bike for this Moto Fight Club. Just stay tuned. Oh, okay. I like how you say dickhead if we all just know uh, who you're talking I, about. I like, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, motorsport.com for those who ride dirt bikes motorcycles ATVs and UTVs know Motorsport is the best place for OEM and aftermarket parts riding gear and accessories their dedicated team of gearheads have the knowledge and expertise to help get your ride working at peak performance and have you looking good too whether you race on the track ride on the trails or commute on the street make your next ride your best ride only at motorsport.com we gotta get guts into motorsport we're gonna do that Andy alright I'm gonna email motorsport I'm gonna get it in there let's do it guts racing pulp right here just gotta order Right now. Right now. See, that's how we Pul- roll. Pulp MX. That's how we roll. Uh, so these tweets are submitted to at Pulp MX Show. Tits goes to the best ones. And uh, for myself and Andy Gregg from Guts Racing, brought to you by motorsport.com. All right. First one is from Joe. What rider or racer had the furthest fall from stardom? I mean, I, J-Law, right? Because he was at the top. Yeah, uh, he won a championship. Thing. He was making good money. Uh, punched a guy, got charged with assault, and went to jail in a matter of what two years? Yeah, it's pretty impressive. <laughs> but I think there's other impressive guys. Is the term you want yes. to use? I think but. there's other guys too, though, that did it not in a negative way, right? Because that was a negative way yeah. why he fell from stardom. But guys that got hurt, like Hepler, you know, people yeah. that had a lot of speed, they were gonna be there, or maybe even TP David Bailey, his, David changing Bailey. his route. You know, TP changing his route. Yeah. I've, I honestly thought this was going to be the next seven time, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. as he's coming up. Right, right. So, I mean, uh, but J-Law, Dave, yeah. David Bailey was the second best rider in the world going into 1987. Crashed at Golden State, paralyzed himself. I mean, he yeah. was literally number two in the world to RJ. So, that's, in, yeah, that in that way. Uh, or but, even Donnie Hansen. He got hurt. Two championships dude, hurt. Donnie Hansen was number one rider What in about the world. Magoo? Ah, he was, nah, I wouldn't go that way. You but, don't think so? No, no. But he, he, you know, he's pretty damn good. But yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, but to me, J J laws are all self inflicted, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he won that championship. He was a hell of a rider, dude. He was so talented, and he worked. He rode his balls off. He worked really hard. Like he didn't just coast to that, and then he just could not keep it together off the track. You know. So the other guys are tragic. Yes. J laws is uh, self induced. Self induced. So. All right. Uh, this next one is not actually a question, but a thank you from Randy Allen. And he says, thanks to Andy for shipping my new seat cover very quickly. Yeah, you got it, bud. It's because of Taylor and Sierra. They 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 run a tight ship at you the guys, shop. You guys, you pride yourself on your shipping speed, huh? Yes, we like, do. Yeah. yeah, I try to be the the Amazon of the seat business. You know, ship within 24 hours and free shipping unless the customer obviously selects yeah. even a, a more expedited, expedited shipping. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... We try to be, you know, very on point. All right. All right. Ron Dog says, Steve, out of all the race bikes you were a mechanic on, which bike was your favorite to work on, or was there one you absolutely hated working on? 
they're all the same like as far as like the favorite ones like whatever you just get to you just get to know a bike like so intimately like you know that the the bolt you could take all the bolts from the bikes you work on and throw them into a bin and you could pick out which bolts go where on the bike that's how well you know the bike you know the length of the threads you know the type of fastener you know the flange on it you just know it right inside and out you become just just you just know the bike the torque specs everything so they all become kind of the same but the one i hated was the ktm 520 that kelly smith rode they were old hoosabergs when ktm bought hoosaberg they had no removable clutch cover so you had to drain the oil drain the water take the whole clutch cover off screw up the gasket you know take the kickstarter off wedge it between the foot peg and the frame and sometimes those would be a little different because they went through clutches like crazy because they're weak or weak ass clutches and they were kind of cobbled together those 520s so ktm 520 would be the worst the best is like whatever yeah were those kind of based off the chuck sun husabergs like the ones chuck sun yeah, used to race? yeah 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 kind of similar to that yep all right, next one is for Andy from Sean Cheney. Uh, does Guts make a seat foam that is more water-resistant than stock? Okay, so kind of it's it's yes and no because the, the Phantom lightweight seat is more water-resistant than a standard seat, but it still will take water if it's – like – if you were to submerge it, it would it would it would take water. But just under your ordinary washing conditions, or if you race in the rain or whatever, it it's at least seventy percent better than a stock seat foam. The disadvantage of that is the cost. I mean, it is more expensive. I mean, it's it's designed to be lightweight, but also it does it is water more water resistance than a stock foam. Our regular standard port foam, we do the same process as the factories do where it's a two-part chemical injected into a mold. And um, so, unfortunately, our standard poured foam t- will take on water just like a stock one would. All right. Uh, the next one is from Wooded. He says, Steve, how many chicks have you landed once you sent over the dick pic? Well, as I said last week in Keep After Dark, you just know where you stand. You just th- That's it. If you want you got all these questions about a relationship – good or bad does she like me does she not like me what's going on with her i want to date her i wanted things to get more serious blah 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 you just send her a shot and one way or another you'll know she'll be like f you i'm calling the cops and then you know it's good done never never see her again then you have a warrant out for your arrest for or she's like oh my god sexual i'm I'm so hot for you let's do this and then you're in you're in you just Instead of dragging this shit on, all, all this relationship that's <laughs> shit that Kiefer talks about, instead of dragging it on and talking and doing bullshit, send her a shot your of, way out of, of, your, of your junk, and you'll know. You'll get resolution. You may not like it, but you'll get resolution. Do you is make sure third, that your, your third face text, is... Fourth text? When... Um, what text? <laughs> third or fourth text? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Within the first 15 I'm minutes just, of meeting them? Whatever point you want to drop it, like... If you just want to get to the bottom of it, and it could be the third text, like if you're that kind of ballsy guy, hmm. it could be the third one. Whatever it is, you want to find out, drop it, and you'll see. Okay. Yep. I'll send my wife one later. We'll yep. see. Do, do, do you go hardcore get... enough to have your face in the picture of this? Hell no. Never. Because that's I don't incriminating. Think you do. Yeah, you I don't think you do. Nothing. Yeah, I don't think you do. <laughs> Unless you have an <laughs> obscure mole or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think you do. Okay. 
All right, uh, Ben Coates. And then look, look oh. if she freaks out, you just go, "My bad, that was meant for my other." Oh, uh, sorry, chair. It meant for my mom. My know, bad, whatever. You know, like Wait. people make mistakes. People send, you know, wrong text. So you just go, "Sorry." I was sending that to my doctor to make sure everything was all right. Right? See, yeah, I took some Viagra. I can't get it down. I sent it to my doctor. All valid, valid reasons. Sheesh. All right. All right. Ben Coates. Uh, Steve, you're always saying this is your last year. With this break and all the uncertainty around in, around the sport, do you feel more grateful your job in the sport and want to keep going? No. No. Uh, Ollie Hayward. Uh, he loved the K-Dub long form. Uh, if you could get all the necessary people on board, what would be your dream long form to write? No, I never thought of that. Um, God, the No Fear one was hard, and that one took me forever. And I can't believe I did it. I still can't believe I got all those guys to talk to me and track them down and everything. Um, You know which one I would like to read but I don't want to do? And I don't know if it would work, but I'd love to get Villeman to talk about his Buku days. (laughs) Signing there, because I remember sitting on the tailgate at Glen Helen, Telling DV, what the fuck are you doing? Go leaving Yamaha. You have a chance to stay here. Yamaha wanted him back on a one-year deal. And he was like, bro, bro, it's Supercross only for the same money. What do I care? And I'm like, dude, it's going to be terrible. Don't go. This is a factory team. Stay here. And then he laughed and it was a complete shit show. So I wouldn't want to do it because I want to talk to some of those people. I wouldn't want to talk to some of those people involved. Not DV, but other people. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'd like to read that, right? And then you know that, you know that Reality Speed TV show that, was, that thing was based on, right? You ever saw that? Which one? The, the, the Buku Honda Reality oh, Speed yeah. TV show. Like, I want to get behind the scenes of that, like footage that they cut or they had or whatever, right? So I'd like to read that. I don't want to do it. Okay. Have you ever started any but then canned it before completion? All right. I almost did, the No Fear one almost got canned because I just couldn't get a couple of people to call me back, and I needed them in the story. But I got it done. Okay. That's what I do for you people. Uh, Randy Allen, if Eli Tomac wins this Supercross championship, is he more likely to attend the Des Nations? No. People got to get off this Des Nations thing. In my opinion, there is zero percent chance USA is going this year. In my opinion, there's just there'll be no breaks. There won't be any time, even if Supercross goes in the end of May. We'll go out. We'll push outdoors back to uh, October. There's just no way. No budgets. No anything. I no. People need to get USA is not going. Yeah, they're not. They going. shouldn't even hold the race. They're having GPS after. Yeah. So I, I mean, my personal opinion of the designations is it should be every other year, anyways. Kind of like the Olympics or something. Yeah. Not a four-year span. Yeah. Because yeah. you because yeah. by then you the, might have the a riders are shorter. You might have a. Yeah rider that started and then finished before he ever had a chance to race it but yeah. um every other year and then i don't know and i'm just tired of watching us just get creamed it well just... but that's not the attitude to have andy if you're a european listening to you they're like the guy from guts doesn't want to go because they lose that's what they're thinking why well, do well, i just, just want i just have pride in the country you know what i mean like if we're yeah, not going to take it serious then why do we even send our guys anyways i feel like we don't take, well, they it, take serious. it very seriously no those guys take it very seriously anderson cooper and, and well the guys Osborne. that get selected yeah, yeah but i feel like we should be sending you know the guys that are winning our championships and they're right and they're not going right, so right, right that's just my point yeah, yeah yeah no that's all fine but when you say 
I don't yeah. want to go because we're getting we're losing. Go, win or lose, go. Yeah. Or don't go. Whatever. I don't care. I've on, I'm on, I love your idea of every other year. Yeah, like, I just think I, I, I just, just think that'd be a little better because it it I don't know it it would it would give every country a little more pride than to go. Yeah. Because then it's like yeah, well, we'll I can just go year. next year. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Each rider like oh well this year I'm gonna skip because I got Monster Cup but next year I'll go. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you do it every other year then it kind of makes it a little more exclusive. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, I agree. All right, next question is from Corey Mosier. He says, Steve, what are the childish things you did regarding the Whiskey Throttle show that uh, Ping did not like? I read that. Someone sent that to me. No, uh, yeah, someone tweeted me and said, the show hasn't been the same since K-Dub, no, since Ping and DV refused to co-host. DV was supposed to come up before the COVID thing. He was scheduled. He was going to come in. There was no problem. He hasn't refused to do it. So I read that thing that Ping wrote, and it's just... God, like, I don't know. He's so off on that. So, again, if you go on his... Pingry got kicked off Twitter. Do you know what you got to do to get kicked off Twitter? I mean, white supremacists are on Twitter. Yeah. Like, good... I don't know what he said or what he did, but Twitter said, you're done. Obviously, his love of politics, and we differed on that. He's obviously way more hardcore than I am. He got kicked off Twitter. I didn't get kicked off Twitter. I went to his feed recently, and like every second tweet is fucking politics or retweets. Like, what kind of fun is that? What kind of guy is that at a party? Clearly, he's taking his political stance pretty fucking seriously, and that's started our fallout. When he talks about in his art in his story, he said that I was not having up here because of the political thing. No, not true. I can disagree with someone. I guarantee you Andy and I's politics differ, and that's fine. I don't have a problem with it. I'm not tweeting every fucking second thing about my, my fucking CNN. I'm not doing that. That's, I, that's stupid. I think you and JT are a proof of that, right? You know, Correct. You guys have very different politics. Correct, and you can get along with somebody. But Ping, who was, who was a longtime friend of mine, called me a douchebag on Twitter. Because of it having a differing opinion of politics, which to me is not cool to call your friend that because he differs it politically for it. I just, yeah, the, the, it's cool that we don't agree. Let's go on with our lives and we can discuss this like rational people. But with Ping, he can't discuss politics in a rational manner. You can see that by his getting kicked off Twitter and every second tweet being political. So that started our fallout, but it had nothing to do with the show. He was coming up here for the show. Everybody who comes up here to the show gets paid $100 to co-host plus expenses. Not you two. The co-hosts. Oh, I would like to get into no, that. No, So, like, Andy got 100 bucks tonight, and I paid for his flight. Um, all told, we were in it for $300, Andy's thing. Uh, I'll pay for gas and $100 for A-Ray to drive up. I'll, I'll, this is the stuff I pay for people to come up and co-host. I don't want them to do it for free. So I want to pay him. Kiefer's deal is built into the into the overall pulp scheme of things. Um, Skip got paid. Even Skip and Berlut come in. They don't have any expenses, so I just give him 100 bucks. Okay. Ping was getting $420, which, which was funny because it was 420 We made a joke about that. Right. Because he started at like four. I think he wanted 450 a show. I said 400 and he said, how about 420 Ha ah. ha. So we laughed. Mm-hmm. So he was getting four hundred twenty dollars to come up, which to me was pretty expensive. 
I mean, I'm, I know you guys work for me, so you're. I, I think it's like you're not four shows worth, right? You're not biased towards me at all because the number of times you guys both insult me and do, <laughs> and do shitty drops. That's a lot of money, correct? Yes. yes. His gas, you know, he's driving up. Was so, it 420 plus expenses? No, no, no. 420, in? he pays for the gas. Okay. So he was coming up, honestly, and I was getting to the point where I was like, I can't really afford that. I'm having other people come in who are just as good as Ping, even though he was great and he's funny. He was balls deep in fire college. And so he wasn't following the sport as closely as he needed to. There were a few times where he would not be up to speed with what was going on. I had to tell him before the show, hey, this has happened and this has happened. And I'm not saying this in a negative way. He's balls deep in fire college. Like, I don't know what that entails, but I'm sure it's pretty fucking busy. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah. So he wasn't following the sport as closely as he once was. He was expensive, and I and I kept telling him, "Can we do less? Can we do less?" I said, "I can fly you up here, Southwest, 120 bucks, and give you 100 dollars and be ahead of the game, and you can fly in and out." Uh, you know, he couldn't do, didn't want to do that, so I stopped having him here because of how much it was. I just really couldn't afford it. I probably could now, maybe, but um, yeah. Anyway, so then the politic thing started. Then he called me a douchebag for having a differing opinion about politics. And then I saw he got kicked off Twitter for politics. So I was done with him. I'm just, I just, I don't call a longtime friend a douchebag. He, he said in his thing that I was, what did he say? I was making fun of his show or I said some things about his show, right? I think. Uh, you did some childish things regarding the show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all we ever did was he said he had 40,000 downloads. Views, on his show, yeah, views, yep, yep. Which Marks and I discussed. Those are not downloads; those are views. Much, much different than a download, right? Mike, correct? One hundred percent. Yeah, that's correct. YouTube counts a view as five seconds or something or whatever. I, that I, counts. I, I believe so. Yes. Right. So we lines. called him out on that. He said he had. He said he put out uh, that no one has done what he's done in motocross podcast, which is not true. Mm-hmm. We, we've done we do greater numbers than him all the time second of all when we third of all when we were doing a live show before his whiskey throttle show came up he said that we that he was not greasing his pockets like the other guys meaning us so he was belittling us for greasing our pockets i.e making a profit him forbid he was talking about a I'm in partnership with Racer X on these live shows. He was working at Racer X at the time. So at the time, he was bagging on his employer for making a profit that pays him. So go figure. So I didn't like any of that. I didn't like him claiming 40,000 downloads when he's flat out wrong. I didn't like him saying that he, his show has done things that no one's show has ever done and that we're greasing our pockets. And he's, he's some sort of fucking angel of motocross. So put all that together, the political shit, the price of him coming in, and that's what happened. That was it. That that that's it, Moser. Pretty simple, Moser. Freaking Moser, man. I just I read what he said. He was he was he was totally wrong, and Wygant called him. Jason Wygant called him about that greasing the pockets line, and said, "Dude, this is Racer X. I'm we're partners with Mathis." <laughs> and he said, "Did I say that?" Ooh, ooh, He's ooh, like, ooh. I, I don't remember saying that. He flat out said that on, on Vital MX. He said that they're not greasing their pockets like the other guys. So he started with all the fucking jabs and this and that. And I just, I'm done. 
Our show's bigger numbers. We get more viewers. We get more downloads. It's been proven. Any kind of iTunes fucking stats that, that they have for top rankings. Uh, and I'll put our downloads up against theirs anytime. And that's fine. I'm happy. Uh, don't forget, as much as Ping had success in the uh, in the motocross world and with writing for Racer X, it was this show that really helped Ping get an audience. He's funny. He's smart about moto. And we put him on all the time. Grant Langston. I mean, Langston got on this show. It, granted, it was a bit of a disaster one time, but <laughs> he was on our show. So part of me is like, fuck you, man. I got you on the show. I expose you to all these people for, for the witty, funny guy, smart guy that he is. And there's just and, the, it, and he turns around and starts a show, which is cool. No problem, because everybody has a podcast nowadays. There's 18 million. Oh, yeah. Even fucking Dark Side's got one. And... Freaking dark side. Yeah, and, and and but you don't want to like give some thanks to to the guy to, to you don't you're not appreciative of me putting him on. That's sort of where I was at with that. Not that he needs to like kiss my feet, but like, hey bro, I put you on fifty times before you started your show. So you don't see me talking shit on DMXS. They started before us. We have a different format than them. We take calls different, we're on a different night of the week, all of that stuff. They are the original and still best. Thank Just- you. So we're clear. I like those guys. I called them before I started the show and we talked and I'm, and I've had, I've had a, I don't know. I don't get them anymore, but I've probably had dozens of tweets that that I could have read or retweeted that said, you guys are so much better than DMXS when we started. I used to get those tweets all the time. Love your show over at DMXS, like all the time, (laughs) which that's cool. That's your opinion. I could have just hit retweet on that. Like no problem. I'm not going to do that. Like, that's cool, your opinion, but they've been around a long time. I like those guys. That's awesome that you like us better, but I'm not going to do that. This is douchey. I give some thoughts to those guys for starting out. Yeah. You know? And then Ping never did that. And GL never did that. And Grant, I think Grant's an innocent bystander in all this. But So Ping's whole thing on Vital is off. And I just gave you the true story, the real reason, all that shit happened. There it is. That's my race tech round of the night, too. I didn't even get that mad. I didn't even get that mad. You were composed. I would give you that, yeah. I thought about it because someone sent me that tweet on, uh, what's today, Monday? Like Thursday. So I've had like a weekend yeah. to compose my thoughts. Let it yeah. marinate a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I didn't, I, you know, I wish Ping and I were still friends. To In my eyes, he started all this. And he thinks, and he's told other mutual friends that the politics is why I don't have him up here. It, the, the price of him coming up here was way before any of the pol- political stuff. I just couldn't afford it anymore. Don't ask for four hundred twenty yeah, bucks tonight, nope, Andy. Not gonna. <laughs> nope. And neither one of you wants fucking four hundred twenty dollars either. We'll see what happens next year. <laughs> so well, I we just, got one guy that already left. It was sleeping on the couch. He made a dollar a second. Eighteen dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I watched him do it. <laughs> a dollar a second. I was. I, I can count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, so that's the story. So Ping is off. Ping accused us of greasing our pockets. Ping said he had downloads. Ping said his show has done things it never done before, and ex- and on and on and on. So, God God bless him. Go on and, and have have his fun. And what a fun Twitter feed he has. Good God, if you want anything to know about Fox News, follow his tweet. Follow his Twitter feed. What a what a great guy at parties. When it comes to greasing your pockets, the whole point of this whole thing is not just for goodwill, right? It's to ideally to make a living on this whole thing, right? Well, and then again, how much thousands of dollars have I given to riders mm-hmm. and people? I just gave Ronnie Tishner $3,500, you know, for helping his medical bills. I, 
I gave Adam Entick that 40 grand. I gave AJ Canzaro six. What, whatever. Like, don't tell me about fucking greasing the pockets. Let's add up all the eBay auctions I've done for privateers, all the Yamaha uh, raffle stuff we've done, all the fucking uh, uh, benefits to the Canadian Designations team. Ronnie, T- like, let's let's start adding up greasing pockets here and look at what I've done. Not tooting my own horn here, but two two. Yeah. So, all right. Can we move on? Yes. Okay. All right. Jason Edwards. He says, Steve, F. Mary Kill, Tim Ferry. Oh, God. Nick Way, Damon Bradshaw. Don't you make me. Don't me. I'm not doing yeah, that. I'm not doing that. Do it. I'm not doing that. Got to. I'm not doing it. Yep. I don't, I don't, I don't it's been do said. No. Nope. I'm not doing waffle. it. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you can't do it, huh? Nope. Not doing it. You just F all of them and marry all of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not doing Have it. Have a little orgy going on? Yep. All right. Um, another one. Uh, Jackie Reese, he says, I just want to say thanks for the guts discount code. Used it and got a seat cover for my snow bike. It makes a huge difference in wet conditions. Wow. There Look you go. That. Yeah. Snow bike life. That's a big deal these days. Really? Have you ever tried one? Nope, I no, haven't. No, me neither. I'd like no. to try one. Yeah. Uh, Hughes. Steve, what's the latest on Bobby and the Husky team? I don't know, bro. Uh, I, I think I talked about this last Wait, was Andy in last week? Andy and Kiefer? Yeah. Last week? Yes, yeah. last week, yep. I don't think he'll be back with the team when they go back racing. That That's all I know. That's all. That's, I believe that. Uh, we'll see. There was emphatic denials when I put that tweet out about Bobby Hewitt not being with the team anymore. But there was people in the know telling me, like, oh, bro, yeah, just, you know, it's not good, and you'll see. So, technically... As Andy said, maybe he was with the team and still is technically, but I don't think he will be going forward. That's all. All right, MX Gerald. Uh, and if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I apologize, and I'll call Bobby myself and, and deal with that, but I don't think I am. All right, uh, MX Gerald. Does Marv do Supercross if it's before motocross, or does he just skip Supercross regardless? Well, on Instagram, he doesn't seem to be riding. I don't know if you yeah, follow him. No, I don't, I don't think that he is. Uh, yeah, but. so... The plan might be just, yeah, don't ride until, unless he's doing secret riding, which he could. These guys yeah. could. Like, who knows, right? But, yeah. All right. Uh, Jamie Muldoon. I get pretty bad irritation on my face from goggle foam after riding. Has anyone ever heard of this? And does anyone make goggles with a different foam composition or anything like that? Not that I know. I've never even heard of that. No, neither have I. I mean, yeah. Gosh. I wonder what goggles he's wearing. I mean, that would have been yeah, like <laughs> good inform- that would have been good information. Not X brand, no way. The like, choice of champions everywhere. Gosh, yeah, that's why we're all weekend. Right. My X brands are killer. Clear vision. Uh, okay, we're gonna end with one last one. I'm gonna get you riled up again. Uh, Brandon says, "Are e-bikes the quads of the mo- of the mountain bike world? You wish you could fly up that hill pushing 400 watts on a normal mountain bike, but you can't, so you get an e-bike." Sounds a lot like Hammy whipping his quad. Block Brandon, please. Block Brandon right now. <laughs> Thank you. Block Done. Him. Actually, block and report. <laughs> File is offensive Listen, and abusive. Listen, this fucking guy. Like, dude, it's not... I guess if, if you ride tits, if you ride anybody can boost all the time, you're a dick. Not a dick, but come on. I, I take personal offense to that because that's my favorite no, no not, not but there are some times where i do it because it, 
it has its different its place, right? There you're, are times where you're doing it for for exercise, which is where you have eco. There are sometimes you just want to go freaking rip around and cover some trail. You can't ride that long with the size of these batteries when it's in boost the whole time. So it it has its place. It's not a every time type thing, right? And I'm certainly not getting the KOMs and everything like that because I put that all on the um, on the e-bike mode on Strava. So I'm not swiping you know anything like that. But that's one of my favorites. Boost and trail. Yeah. You can look, uh, you can shake know. your head at me like that, but I, oh, I, don't, man. I, I don't know. But listen, Brandon. Why do you even ask him questions sometimes? I, I, I don't, don't know. Understand. It totally backfires <laughs> on me all the time. Listen, Brandon. Uh, no, go fuck yourself. I get a, I get a really good workout. Uh, they're great bikes. They're fantastic. Ryan Villapoto loves them. Um, yeah, they're fantastic. And get, if you, you sound like a guy that's never ridden one. So, all right. That's old news, right? Motorsport.com, tweet at uh, tits, uh, and uh, please, thanks to the folks at Motorsport. If you're buying something from Motorsport, you want to experience the uh, incredible customer service and the great prices, and go to the same place that RV and myself go to, click on Motorsport.com, widget on Pulp Show or PulpMX.com, make a purchase, and uh, that helps us, helps us out a little bit. So uh, PulpMX-20 code to save at RideEngineering.com, RideDeskEngineering.com. They started back in 2001 with one product. A direct route braided steel brake line. I actually remember that. Uh, and special mounting bracket. Since then, they have developed the product line to include front and rear lines for Hondas, uh, Yamaha's Cowie, Suzuki's KTM, and Husqvarna's 3220. All ride engineering brake lines are adjustable for a perfect fit. So follow the instructions they provide. Last point, their mounting brackets are sized specifically to fit those smaller diameter brake lines and are super trick. Uh, you can get a silver or black front line with a black, green, red, or blue browning mounting bracket. It'll set you back 105 bucks. But again, PulpMX-20 code saves on these or anything at RideEngineering, Ride-Engineering.com. So thanks to those guys for coming on board. Um, all right. Well, Andy, Adam, Cien Cirillo, Ryan Villapoto, Michael Lessie, Jake Weimer, Chris Kiefer, which, Chris Betts, which interview did you like the best tonight? Um, Kiefer was good. I liked Weimer just because he, he had the trigger out. So that was a good one. Yeah, but yeah, no, I th- Kiefer's was fun. It was it was fun, but I think uh, information wise and just kind of mm-hmm. like bench racing and the Ryan and eight hundred was good. Yeah, I mean it was. All I right. think tonight's show, considering the circumstances and not having this awesome you know race to cover or whatever you know um, that yeah. we could have had this weekend, it's yeah. I think turned out pretty good. Will you spend the nineteen ninety five uh, on the Fight Club? MX Fight Club, Motor Fight Club. Uh, possibly. So we got a little dilemma next Wednesday, yep. or next Tuesday, I mean, when yep. that when it Tuesday, happens. Yep. Uh, my one employee, Taylor, that I was talking about earlier, the brunette, she turns 21. And I oh. told her we could throw a pool party at the house to celebrate her turning huh. 21. Oh, yeah, yeah. And right. Sierra, who's 19, asked if there was underage drinking allowed. I said, of course. Yep. It's a pool party. Yeah. So... We're we don't know if we're going to be able to watch this so-called race. We will see. <laughs> wow, that we'll go, do our that best. Didn't really go where I thought it would, but no, that's, no, that's, it, that's okay. Boyfriends um, and husbands yeah. and wives, and they're all going to be there. But yeah. you never know how many. No, you know, no. Rocky Mountain cold Putting ones are going to have. Putting all that aside, you for sure we're going to get down on it, though, right? Like the for race. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Sure. Okay. So I do have like an outside uh, projector screen I can put up. Yep. So we might just, you know, stream it and have it going, you oh, know, there you go. All right. in the background. But yes, no, okay. well, some way, shape or form, I'll be involved in watching this race. We got a guy on hold. He's been on hold for an hour, 41 minutes. Tits, just give him a Guts Racing t-shirt. Thank you. Thank you to Adam, uh, Andy, Andy at GutsRacing.com. We'll, we don't know what he wants, but yeah. give, give him a Guts Racing t-shirt. Yep. Um, 
All right, everybody, don't forget, May 12th, pay-per-view, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Gee, that's kind of early, 2 p.m. Pacific. Right? Wait, I thought it was, I no. think you said earlier, I guess 7 o'clock. for me. That's the, that's the round table. Oh, the round table. The round table the day before. So, uh, so everybody, thanks um, Thanks for listening. appreciate it. Uh, and please check that out. Thanks to all of our guests tonight. Andy, thank you, man. Yeah, for uh, Thanks sure. for coming in. You were in at the old house like years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we like, won the Supercross Championship with the Anderson, right? Or oh, maybe, no, was wait. It? Was that it? Or was Osborne's first? I don't know. It was one of the two. 17 or 18 then. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah and I just remembered... Yeah, we had a good time celebrating the the championship. So yeah, and the dog kept unplugging my mic, and it was all awkward. The dog did? Yeah, and AC was in, and we had oh AC Rick, was in studio. Yeah, and Randy Richardson, and yeah, oh, shit. I, there was a lot of people here. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, Randy gave me a ride back to my hotel, so it oh, was all good. Wow. Okay. Uh well, cool. Well, this, welcome back. Yeah. Thank you for coming back. Anytime. Thank you for being a longtime sponsor of the Pulp Show. I really appreciate that, and the dark, and of course the wrap up show with Dark Side. Uh, so yeah, gutsracing.com pulp 2020 is the code to save with them seats and bases and foams for everything. Yeah. And <laughs> we're launching a new line of Dooligan graphics, carry Hart. Okay. So those will be up real soon. Okay. Awesome. Uh, thank you. Uh, tits. Thanks very much for coming in. We don't have, we have voicemails, but we'll skip those. The typical. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Marks. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks to uh, Swisscore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie. Of course. Thanks to you people for listening. Uh, no show next week. I think between the easy ups and the quads and uh, the spa the sprint cars, oh, the spas, sprint cars, sprint cars. <laughs> we'll save up some topics okay? and uh, we'll save some, some stuff up uh, to talk about in a couple of weeks time. Let's hope Supercross is coming back by the time we do our Monday show. We know for sure what's going on with the Monster Energy Supercross series. But uh, if not, we'll see. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. For Andy Gregg from Guts Racing, I'm Steve Mathis. See you in a couple of weeks. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean. You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.